You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early 블러비전 오신 거 환영합니다. 기컬처 대한 걸 모두 얘기하고 있고요. 매주 영화, TV 그리고 뉴스에 대한 걸 얘기하고 있습니다. 여기는 제이미, Jordan, Blur, me too, Blur. It's Michael. Was that my cue? I don't know what's yeah, going so on. Is- I don't know why you made me. This is your idea, yeah? You don't realize how it works? We still say our names in order. She had the name was the cue. Like, obviously, you both asked me to do it, and then you both were really confused. I don't know why you. I, I was really it. surprised. No, I, I, understood really every, I understood every single word. I don't. Why would you be able, like, I'm why, very, why do you make this a house of lies? <laughs> I'm a very fluent bilingual. Uh. For, for, for the translation for those are Korean. Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about every week. And I'm gonna, we don't really have to do it, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's your girl, Jamie, what? No, don't, yeah, don't do are, it again. Yeah, I mean, we already, uh, you already know our names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a creature of habit, so I'm like, I gotta see it, I can't not see it. Weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I am weirdo. But this week, we've got another jam-packed week for you with the good stuff. Uh-huh. But, no, but oh, okay, I also made this a house of lies because we didn't fulfill our promise. We said we were going to do Runaways and Gifted. We couldn't do Gifted. <laughs> I don't want to do gifted. You don't like gifted? I just didn't I just, watch it. <laughs> That's not that I don't like it. I just didn't watch it. But I did watch Runaways episodes one through five. Yes. Oh, see, I only saw one through three. Oh, one through three. Yeah. Wow, we're not on top of this. <laughs> I'm not even gonna remember if we're, things are spoilers or not. So. <laughs> I do. I remember. I don't think anything's really a spoiler after episode three, though. It's all kind of the same. Well, no, certain things, there's certain development between certain characters become a spoiler. Do they? Okay, that wink I didn't understand at all. Yeah, but like, what? <laughs> Come on, I, is the podcast you know? a miscues this week? <laughs> you know? No, I don't no, know. You know? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, okay. All right. Oh, all right. Take a second. All right. <laughs> I think I, know, also, I think I even know what you're talking about because I know the comic. See, we, I don't know the comic. I don't know comics either. Okay, so this is gonna be an interesting discussion. So if we, I want to know from you if things kind of feel on point or uh, accurate to the comic in any way. You know what I'm saying? All right. But we'll get there. But first, we're going to talk about Runaways. We're going to talk about DCTV of the week, as usual. It's actually the mid-season finale of all our favorite shows on DCTV. Favorite? Our favorite? Well, not Legends. <laughs> and? <laughs> and I haven't flashed so much these days. Well, we'll talk about it when we get there, though. <laughs> and we're going to talk about any anime you want to discuss this week, Jamie? Oh, if anything, I'm sure this is part of the the news. There is a um, new trailer that has been released that is based on manga and I actually wanted to talk about it a little bit and also with my usual issue that I have against Hollywood. Oh, okay. So it's going to be one of those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> We're starting off on a great those? foot. What is that? Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, God. She's truly outrageous. <laughs> and we're going to finish off the week with News of the Week as per usual with Michael. <laughs> Everyone's... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I guess it's kind of fitting because there's a Jurassic World trailer that I want to yeah. talk about, too. Oh, my God. I have no, the... but you're just weird. Don't even try to own that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. 
I've been, I'm taking my improv. You watching the trailer and you just going a little bit crazy. I'm like Deku from one point. From, uh, you're like rocking your Academia. body. Your eyes were like bugging. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Dad! My dad! That T Rex is my all might. Oh my god! But we'll get there too. Well, it's a girl. How dare you? Mm. Oh yeah, I guess. Well, no, they change sexes. You don't know. It might be a man that moment. Don't assume the T Rex is gender. Okay. Isn't there only one? Yeah, isn't there, there's only one. Yeah, but they changed um, gender based on their environment. That's what they said. Really? Yeah. I am a huge Jurassic Park fan. Don't question me. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember <laughs> I, that. I, I, I'm at to go back. Yeah, I don't remember Jurassic Park two. That was the whole reason why they oh, were able to breathe. It's two. That's why. I don't oh remember. yeah, it's two. Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic Park two doesn't count. See, I'm an everyone <laughs> super fan, so I know these things about Jurassic Park. But anyway, <laughs> before we get to all those things, though, let's talk about our iTunes reviews of the week. Reviews of the week. I want to also say thank you to everybody out. Sorry, I'm sick. <laughs> but please count my effort of trying to be here and watching all the TV shows, but I am dying. Oh, you're so good. Such a good little soldier. Good soldier. Good soldier. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Good soldier. So you're saying you're Batman. And I am Batman. I'm Batman of the podcast. No, you're Michael's Hulk. Well, I'll be Lucius Fox. You're nothing without me. <laughs> <laughs> you're Hulk. Also, you're kind of God if you're uh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> uh, what, what are you? You're Robin. Well, actually, you're Catwoman. The segue into iTunes. According to this reviewer, we're the Living Tribunal. Oh. Yeah. God. According to Derek Johnson, fifty-eight five-star review. His subject is blurred vision equals the tribunal. This amazing podcast is like the Living Tribunal. The first face is Jordan, the mastermind. Huh? Then Jiminy, the. Oh. Then Jiminy. Gem. J I M I N Y. Okay. The anime, but then parenthesis is a Jamie. So then Jiminy, the anime, Jamie. And the third face is Michael, the news. Does it bug you that they completely changes gears? But okay. <laughs> but yes, I am the face. Show me what you got. <laughs> okay. Does it bug you that they have not mentioned Merlin and Arrow at all? Oh. Hmm. It doesn't bug me because I knew that um he actually wants to step down. Remember, like um yeah the, ag- yeah, the actor wants to step down, so he stepped down, and it's what it is. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he died, but they haven't really followed up with it. I guess is kind of yeah. the really real issue, or even talked about him really since really he died. If anything, Thea, Thea should have brought him up, but, but she didn't. Thea was in coma. No, well, she's awake this episode, she just, but she doesn't mention him at all. No, so, not really the focus. So I guess it bothers me a little bit. Uh, he also says, kind of spoilers, and is sending Aces of Shield to the future the way to write that. Man, spoilers everywhere. Oh, ah. <laughs> uh, uh, did you guys see Aces of Shield? Yeah. Oh, did. yeah, we did. Oh, so good. So, so good. I guess we talk about that too. Better than The Flash. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not hard. To do. Anything is better. <laughs> as soon as I saw that first episode, I was like, That's what I said. it's only one episode, and it's better than the entire yeah, season the of The Flash. Of Flash. Yes. Uh, and is sending Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to the future the way to write them out of Infinity War and for 150 reviews you should bring all three iterations of the show on all three iterations of the show does he mean like every <laughs> the group of past, cast yeah members? the past guests wow. mm. unless you want Infinity War I don't think it's gonna happen bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that's not happening I'm gonna leave that there <laughs> you is can it draw... Infinity War or Civil War no it's Infinity War <laughs> 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 Man, this is waving at the end. <laughs> um, but to answer your other question, I would think so. I mean, it, it feels like ever since um, I'd say Age of Ultron, mm. 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been distancing itself farther and farther away from the MCU. I think it's with Coulson and the fact that uh, MCU decided not having Coulson part of the universe. They always had to figure out a way to separate MCU and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And also, if anything, I think they sent... Spoilers. Not really. But I think the reason why they sent Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. to space is because maybe this is their another way of, like, maybe, like, hinting the chance of S.W.O.R.D. Or maybe this will be the event that causes them to actually build a branch of S.W.O.R.D. Possibly. Possibly. But, I mean, it's 100 years in the future, so. Yeah. I mean, in the future, and eventually they're going to go back to our world. And when they do. Yeah. Maybe it's what fits them develop after the season Mm -hmm. ends or something. Hopefully, especially with this deal with Disney and Fox. Give it time. Because I think Sword right now is owned. Oh, it is? I think so. Because I think it started. Because Sword started with Astonishing X Men. Oh, wow. Which was written by Joss Whedon. Wow. Mm. Weird thing they have one organization, but not the other in the Marvel Universe. (laughs) (laughs) But they're both part of S.H.I.E.L.D., so. Yeah. I mean. I don't really care either way. I, after the Inhumans thing didn't happen for the MCU, Ooh. it's like, and you know, who cares Shield, about Inhuman? Like, I'm so glad it's over. Well, Agents <laughs> of Shield that was gonna be a big thing, but it wasn't. <laughs> so I mean, even they hinted um, in Agents of Shield, they did hint the existence of Inhumans about you know. Oh, I thought you guys were hiding something in the moon. Oh yeah, the, that little line. that wink. Yeah, the little wink. I'm like, oh, like don't nope. ever reference. That's the one part of the episode I was like, ew, get, it, get that name out your mouth. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> don't you ever say those words. But none of those, you know, I mean, they keep they keep winking and hinting at it. Oh, they're all connected, but they're not. They're not at all. Even uh, the showrunner Jessica Jones came out recently. It was just like, no, they're not. They're, uh, the defenders aren't going to be in Avengers. If they were, I would have knew about it as the showrunner. She said that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that wasn't the exact quote, but that's basically what she said. Well, thank you for destroying hope in this podcast, Michael. That, that ruined my day. Well, call me <laughs> Superman. <laughs> call me BVS. <laughs> Do you bleed? Yes. You. All right, next review comes from your boy Frank. It is a four-star review. And this this feels like a, a duplicate of a review he left before, so maybe he just... I remember this guy. He re- Remember your boy Frank? He gave us four stars before, right? Yeah, more than passable, which hurts. Ow, bro, ow. <laughs> Was good. It's your boy Franklin, a.k.a. Uh, underscore the chump god un- underscore on Instagram. I like the podcast, except when y'all shows that I don't watch. Oh, oh when y'all right. review shows I don't watch. You remember this guy? Yes. Game of Thrones, My Hero Academia, my friend. Did he repost? Did he show. repost it? I, I think, think so. Or did you? Oh no! This is this is according to this. It was up yeah. Because I'm like those are like the same exact words. <laughs> I think he just reposted it so he could be part of the contest going on. <laughs> but I did do a shout out saying like. If everybody's unaware, 150 reviews. Mm-hmm. I should probably put say this at the beginning, but <laughs> 150 reviews, and we're gonna give our second uh, giveaway slash co-hosting opportunity. Oh, we're doing another co-host. Yeah, we'll do it every time we do mm-hmm. one of these giveaways. I'm like, should that even count? Is he didn't even say anything different? <laughs> I, I'll give it to him. <laughs> he at least did the effort of copy and paste. Copy and paste. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he says our banter is funny, so you know. And shout out to Eunice. Bring back World Flash. Yeah, this is old, bro. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know. He's like, I came back from the past. I'm here to warn you about the future. What? Lois is the key. Eunice is the key. You were right. You were right the whole time. Oh, BBS. Uh, next review comes from Britannica. 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 Okay. Go yeah, <laughs> so five star review, and the subject is nerd, uh, Black Nirvana, aka my man's and dot dot dot, and her, my man's and the girl, my man's and them. I'll oh, never man. know because iTunes won't tell I'm me. A man. 
Uh, Britannica says, Hello again, Blur Vision Podcast. In my last review, I told you that my love affair with your show began after listening to BVS review. Hmm. I had many of the same gripes as you had. However, in my opinion, Justice League was so bad, it made BVS better by comparison. Oh. <laughs> uh, I still do BVS worse. I mean, that's obvious, but I'm just... Well, let's move on. Yes, <laughs> yes, BVS was dark, but at least it was consistently dark. I was going to say, that could that. be a whole episode in itself. Which was worse? No, but I agree with them in, in the, what he the says here. Consistency of the tone? Yeah, consistency of the tone. Yeah. At least it feels like one vision with BVS. Well, that was inevitable. Like You had two directors with complete different style. Plus all the stuff that came out about them rushing the movie, mm-hmm. wanting to get their bonuses. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying the odds weren't in Justin Lee's favor. I'm just saying... They lost the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are the girl on fire, but not in a good way. <laughs> They're literally on fire. Yeah. <laughs> We're burning! The universe is burning! Uh, Britannica goes on to say... Justice League was so hot and cold that it never really established a tone or a tempo that allows the audience to get into the flow of the movie. I am agreeing with everything you're saying, bro. So when you guys gave it a passable rating, it took me by surprise. Wow, he wanted us to go hard on it. Not you, Jim. And by the way, sorry for spelling your name wrong last time. Anyway, I've watched BVS numerous times over the last... Wait, I want to back up for a second, though. So we went too easy on it, is it what he's saying? Yeah, because I went hard. You gave I it the less than passable. Yeah. We gave it the, the passable, passable one, yeah. or high passable, I think we said. Did we say high passable? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but right now, talking about this review, I want to lower it. Yeah. In hindsight, I don't want to give it less than passable still. I will give it Yeah, I don't want to give it less than low passable. I, I would say low passable. Low passable, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like at least for, this made it more accessible to the mainstream audience, but it's just worse for everybody overall. Yeah. They fucked us over as simple as... I stand by Mr. Magoo for, in terms of what just leaked should have been. Yeah, Mr. Magoo. absolutely. Yeah, yeah as, uh, as Jeremy Johns would say, uh, the movie is forgettable in T-minus. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. I don't remember the Superman giving that, that dope look to Flash. Like, bitch, I swear to God. <laughs> I see that's, the only mem- that's the only real memorable moment. Yeah. And it's not even like, there was no standing together hero moment in that movie. But they had it. It's just you didn't get the feels from it. What? No. At the Getting end, it doesn't count. that jet was, you know, them to get there. Was that yeah. really supposed to be like a triumphant moment? I think so. Oh man, it's sad. <laughs> That's like getting off the elevator, like they did it. <laughs> oh god. Exactly what you wanted, isn't it? No. Anyway, I'm sorry. We got distracted. All right, back to the review. You want my brother, Anakin? <laughs> <laughs> That's next night. Just we. Anyway, I've watched BVS numerous times over the last few weeks. In it, I've made a drinking game out of it. Ooh. I I'd like be, it. It'd be really cool if you guys did a BVS watch along episode and played. Ooh. The rules are below. Anyway, keep up the good work. Love the show. Best Brit. Okay, so maybe it's Britannica because they say Brit. Okay, and I really like this idea. Also, I love the review. I love that they. Yeah, yeah I was wondering opinions. why you asked me to send me. Yeah, the, send the, you the, a the, bit moji of me drink. I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to That's ask why. the audience. And the audience also, I think it was like a 76 to 24%. Audience mm. in favor of saying that yeah they want to listen to us do a drunk commentary of BVS playing these ga- these this game and with these rules. You ready to hear these rules? Go ahead. I'm, I'm so down for this. The rules are really rough. We're gonna get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drink anytime. One anyone says God, angel, devil, or demon. That's the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Gets worse. Anyone says world slash my world. Uh, 
Three, anytime Bruce slash Batman has a vision, dream, or oh, flashback. So we started drinking. <laughs> yeah, the first, yeah, the first the scene. It's <laughs> him dreaming. Uh, four, there's a media personality cameo. Anderson Cooper. So, oh, my, that whole Fuck. montage section that I really liked. But, but Drake. Yeah, that everybody. <laughs> oh, man, it's like five in a row. <laughs> it's rapid fire. Um, five, Superman saves Lois. Six, Superman slash Kark is in a scene but doesn't speak. Oh, no. That's the whole movie. Yeah. Seven, the Bat brand is shown. Eight, someone says Mother slash Martha. Nine, Batman uses a gun. Or- Wait. Every time he pulls a trigger or... Every time he uses a gun, I assume. Not every time he, if he pulls a trigger every time he has a drink, say, you'd like, be dead. Okay. And 10, Superman dies. Hint, there are two to three times where he goes down for the count in quotation marks. So I guess they also count the nuclear bomb scene where like you think he's dead and then he absorbs yeah. the light. I mean, I, I mean, guess technically he was dead. It's, yeah. It's cold to you guys want to do it. Like It will keep us warm. I'm cold. You would do it today? I mean, today? We have drinks. We have drinks. Well, think about it. <laughs> okay. I got my... I was going to say we, should, we released that for the 150 reviews. Cause we're I mean, close. we'll record it now and then release it oh, later. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it. I think but people will help me. We're at 139 reviews right now. Ooh. So, yeah, we only need 11, 11. more to reach 150 by the end of the month. Good job. It's crazy. You did the math right. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> anyway, the next review comes from... <laughs> yeah. So as you pause, I was like, "Yep, I already know." From, Michael, <laughs> I what? don't know. Tell me. <laughs> what? 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 A Simeon forty nine. Oh, Michael. It's a five star review, and the subject is nerdgasm. <laughs> Hello, this is Mister Prediction. <laughs> it's like you didn't even like you didn't even try to hide it. No, I mean, it's, my mother's name is in there, A Simeon. So it's like, it's what's the point? Mister Prediction Head leaving a review from my mother's phone. Wow, you said that too. <laughs> this podcast is hella lit. I do blame you, Jamie, spelled correctly, for destroying my love for Dragon Ball Super Long. Hey, it has to be done. I'm sorry. I can't even watch it anymore. Nope. It's like, I don't even want to watch it. Nope. Jordan, a.k.a. Demos Avenger, keep it swifty. It's swifty, man. That's, That's what swifty. I said. Swifty. You said swifty. Swifty. Whatever. Demos Avenger. Jerk. <laughs> and to Michael, you are a guy. Oh, really? Wow. Hey, I like this reviewer. <laughs> He's Mr. Prediction Head, huh? What are, you <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That's like, no one's ever seen me and Batman in the same room before, so. <laughs> Keep it gay. That's all. Law. Okay. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> what a great review from that totally unknown person who's, who's disqualified from the, yeah. from the contest. Is this guy going to be a, a guest? No, he's no. not. <laughs> disqualified. <laughs> all right, next review comes from Stanley. Want to be again? Oh, Stanley returns. Hey. Uh, it's a. I, I guess I didn't mention this either. We got like nine reviews. <laughs> oh. week. That's why I'm, I'm just taking so long. I don't know if you guys noticed this yet. I did. I was like, why? Is yeah, we still got a few to go too. So okay. just strap in. Okay. Uh, Stan Lee says it's a five star review. Uh, subject is One Punch Theories. <laughs> if you go on Reddit, there are two very interesting theories on why Saitama is so strong. I was just reading these. They're called What If Saitama Got His Power from Bananas? <laughs> and the secret behind Satama's power and how the One Punch Man world works. I feel like I've seen a video similar to that. The second one. Not the banana thing. That's weird. I mean, the uh, how the world works. I'm like, well, shit. Let me go to ShopRite and get some bananas then. <laughs> <laughs> bananas and push-ups, man. You be fighting gods in those. Yeah. Oh, wait. I mean, I just 
Google the banana one, and it's really simple, so I just want to share it. Okay. Bananas are actually slightly radioactive, as what? I just learned in chemistry. He ate a banana every day for a year. Who knows? Maybe one was especially radioactive. No. <laughs> this is mostly a joke post. But hey, his hair fell off. Yeah, they got crab blonte. Oh my god! He, what right. he, what he, he ate a bunch of crabs. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe. Oh my god! The world's just irradiated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but then it wouldn't make sense because you know what? I know that Jordan eats banana day. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not one punch. And man, you're not. So. And you're hairy. So. I'm poking this theory. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know Jordan proved me wrong. Yeah. So. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> there you go. It's proved me wrong. Oh. Uh, uh, you're doing a hundred push-ups, a hundred sit-ups. No, I'm not. So, mm. so you're, you know. you're half the equation. No, he does. He's gonna be bald. I don't know if I can handle that. Hey, <laughs> you, look good. <laughs> you look good bald. He doesn't look good bald. Oh my god, it's awesome. He doesn't. That's baldest. <laughs> no, he doesn't look good bald. I just love that. Hey. <laughs> hey. All right. Next review comes from AKA the Spider Man. Oh. Weekly dose of blurred. Hey everyone, you read my review again. Yay. Uh, these past two Mondays have been amazing, thanks to you guys. You make the small little geek feel like not a sm- not as small. I might make this a weekly thing if you guys are up for it. Oh yeah. Let me. Oh, this is our youngest our youngest uh, listener. I don't know if he's actually our youngest. Xander. 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 Xander Nick. Xander. Yeah, this is Xander. And I'm wearing a Buffy shirt, so that works out. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, let me know. Take a vote on it if you want some puny action or punny action and inspirational and inspirational whatever from yours truly. If not, no hard feelings. You guys will still be, in my eyes, the best of the best. Thanks yeah. a bunch. P.S. Jordan, you're my favorite. Ho, 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 ho. ho, ho. Every Boo. week he tells me this. <laughs> How does it? I think he's trying to offset the fact that everyone else says that I'm not their favorite. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'll hold you up, Jordan. <laughs> he feels bad for you. He's that one follower that likes everything Aww. I post. <laughs> so he, aw, look at you. You have a fan. I, I'm all might to somebody. <laughs> somebody. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, man, if you want to review every week. Why not? Go for it, dude. It's a, I want to take questions of the week anyway from the fans, so this would be cool to get more feedback from people. Mm. Doesn't hurt. Uh, next review comes from Brandon Damone. It's a five-star review, and the subject is that, that emoji where put their hands up like this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I love this podcast. I can't but crack up laughing. My favorite one will always be when you guys talked about the Power Rangers movie. Wow, that's a throwback. Yeah, throwback. Keep doing a great job. Wow, that was your first episode. That was your first episode. Yeah. Wow. We never got better than your origin. (laughs) (laughs) We keep Age of Ultroning the shit. (laughs) We gotta get back to the Avengers. Justice League. (laughs) Uh, Next review comes from Chief Pair Six Seven Seven. It's a five star review, and the subject is best podcast. The review says it's boneless and it's the best in noodles. Huh? Huh? Yep. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. That's the whole review. It's boneless. And it's the best in noodles. So we have no spine. Is that what you're trying to say? This podcast is weak. No, but he gave five stars. Is he devouring us? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> devouring us. He's fucking Titan. All right, I'm, next review. I'm sucking all your bones. <laughs> oh, God. Next review comes from Arthur Mike. Arthur Mike. Uh, it's a five star review, and the subject is Squat. Hey guys, it's Awesome Mike. You may not know me, but we're friends. I always love the laughs of Jordan, my boy Mike, and anime with Jamie. You guys are great. I think it would be a cool segment to do a throwback movie of the week where we all go and watch a movie and discuss why we like it. 
Anywho, keep it up. And next show, all of you list top three modern anime. I'll be listening. Creeps into darkness. Oh shit, that was that was crazy at the end. <laughs> Did you get chills? Was that scary for you too? No. Yeah, I got I got scared. Oh no, <laughs> he's watching. <laughs> all right, Mike. Na, 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 na. <laughs> From the shadows, we will. What our top three modern anime? Each of us. What do you mean by modern? Uh, I'm gonna guess anything recent. How, How what's, recent what's though? Recent? Like 2000 and now? Yeah. The last five years? Well, like since 2010? Last three years? I can do it. Yeah, I we're old, it. so it's a pretty. I've been wide watching range. anime since like <laughs> seven, eight, so it's been like <laughs> two decades. So I've been watching. Define it. I've been watching anime since Jamie started this corner. How about your top three favorite anime? <laughs> In general, top three favorite. Not right now. I'm just saying. He says next episode. I guess my hero, Full Metal. Okay, you're listening. Not, yeah, not oh. right now. <laughs> what did you say? No. Sorry, I don't listen to you. Oh wow, <laughs> no respect. Nope. Um, and he talks about the throwback movie of the week. So Wait, you know, oh no, because we have an empty week. We're probably maybe we'll do like a retrospective of something. No, because well, yeah, because things are uh, going on winter break. Yeah. Or what I yeah. wanted to do is that I'm starting January. If you watch. All the Marvel movies and Chronicle orders from the first week of January, then you will actually end up watching all the movies that ever that has ever came out. Oh, uh, so you mean until like, Infinite War? Infinite War, yes. Yeah, so we so could talk actually, about a movie a week until Infinity War. Yes. Wow, that's an undertaking. We'll talk about that too. <laughs> a lot of things you're putting on the table here. Uh, Do you want to watch them in order of release or actual chronological, chronological order? order? Like Agent Carter starts first. No, I'm, no, I'm talking about movies. Oh. Only the yeah, movies. she just means movies. Oh, I'm not doing. I can't. Do That'd be too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next review comes from Silent Mockingbird. It is a five-star review, and the subject is latest episode. Michael's news this week had me sipping all the Lipton in my apartment. All the business politics behind the DCEU is wild. Yeah. Also, learning Marvel is still. Uh, still has 20 movies for us after Avengers 4 yep. Marvel has their life planned out better than me true <laughs> <laughs> accurate yeah that's what I said <laughs> they quoted me also listening to Jamie eloquently preach to the use of Asian names to get ahead in business when you're not Asian had me yelling yes Jamie speak yes! on it <laughs> I like this person. <laughs> then you'll like this episode too. As a blurred girl, I'm always excited to tune in to this wonderfully nerdy POC podcast. Thanks, y'all. Oh, thank it's you so much. Yeah, we have some female listeners. Yeah, we got, we got a thank couple. You. We got a couple one. Yeah, couple, literally a couple. Well, we don't, we don't know the actual. I don't know if you, I don't know if you, you know. know. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say we don't know the actual demographics. Statistics are twenty two percent female. So I'm gonna guess something similar for because because there, there are a lot of people that listen that don't leave reviews, so we don't know. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> most of the people. <laughs> and we would love to hear from you. Yes. Like Jelani, our next reviewer. <laughs> it's a five-star review. Subject is great show, but... But? Oh, but. Oh, suspenseful. <laughs> Jelani says, While I love your dynamic, insightful, and hilarious opinions on all of the nerd stuff I like to consume, I don't appreciate the shade you kind of threw at wrestling fans. I'm not asking y'all to become fans, but dismissively stated you watched as kids... While we all continue to watch a bunch of stuff that used to be solely associated with kids like cartoons and comics, ain't cool. But I'm sure y'all didn't mean anything by it. Keep up the good work. And I think last episode... I was going to say, wait, what? No, I don't, I, we didn't we throw wrestling. We didn't throw shade at anybody. I mean, I think I did say like I used to watch it as a kid, but I didn't mean like people who watch your like kids. I, I, even did, I think I did a shout out to like those who are wrestling fans. 
You know, because I don't. We would not be. Mo- yeah, we're not current I, wrestling fans. Yeah, because I, mean, I remember saying I used to watch it a while ago during the Attitude Era. Yeah, and you said you used to watch it as a kid. It wasn't you like, were like a fan of Undertaker and whatnot. Yeah, and I was right. a fan of Undertaker. I most like of, that page. You <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't saying if you still watch wrestling, your child. I mean, we, this whole podcast is about superheroes. I was like, gonna <laughs> say like we don't judge anybody. Like we're all honest. Like we except bronies. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And <laughs> next like, week we we're gonna get a review. <laughs> yeah, what's our review from Brody fan? Like, like we don't you. throw shade at people for liking whatever you like. You know, like we I, we still watch anime, we still like comic books, we still like collect. Yeah, we figures, we dress we up as superheroes. We dress yeah, right. up. Ooh, we judge. We yeah, that's kitty shit. Is so. that's kitty as hell. Yeah. You know, for the confusion and misunderstanding, you know, we apologize. That's not what we meant. It's just that you know, like we were just simply stating the fact that it has been a long time since we all watched wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think it's been a couple like three years since I watched the last um, SummerSlam. I don't remember last time I watched Yeah, I think it was just three, four years ago. Like, a while ago. Oh, I know. When, that's when, when Undertaker got taken down. Yeah, I, I think that was, was the two, last one I watched ago. when Undertaker lost, and I was pissed two, was, right? at was that, WrestleMania. Was, I, that, was that after Stephen Amell fucked that guy? That was after. No, that was before. That was before Stephen Amell. Okay, I saw Stephen Amell fight that guy. In the was it? I think it was after. No, it was before. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it was before. So Arrow got me back into wrestling for a little bit. <laughs> I watched that one. I just watched that one match, but I didn't watch. But like, oh, me too. That's it. <laughs> but no, I, the Undertaker match watched like the entire WrestleMania, and then I, I was pissed off that he lost to fucking Brock Lesnar of all yeah, people. Yeah, yes, that was like. I was trash. If anything, it should have been like. If anything, it should have been Triple H or, really, yeah, Triple H. It should have been Triple H. But yeah, that was the last thing I watched. Hmm. Wait, is there a storyline in wrestling? You watched the whole WrestleMania, so is there like Undertaker? Like, how did you know Undertaker was going to lose? Did you know or no? No, I didn't know beforehand, no. Oh, okay. So it was like, oh, Undertaker's next match is going to be huge. And it's like, oh my God, he lost. Yeah. And he's never lost before? He's never lost WrestleMania. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I'm, I'm so out of it. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm not a fan. <laughs> that just means I haven't been up on it. Our bad, bro. Uh, ne- last review. Yeah, no shade, bro. Yeah, no shade, bro. Our last review, except bronies. Fuck bronies. Our last review. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to get a review know, next we week. I'm, so, I'm just kidding. Uh, our last review comes from Flaza Dude. It is a five star review. And the subject is We Are. I remember the that name from last week. Every time I hear that, I think Flossy Posse from Girls Trip, which you still haven't seen yet. No. I Trash. Uh, Flaza Dude. <laughs> I don't know, I think like I think Flash for some reason, Flaza. But he says we are the blurred. So I guess we are the Flash. <laughs> but we, we are the blurred. I was thinking Michael Jackson. We are the blurred. We are blurred vision. We are the ones to make you. your so we'll match. Geek, <laughs> your, your geekdom great. Hold lighters. <laughs> Everybody hold the lighters. Uh though I know the line is annoying, it makes for a great title. Love the podcast, guys. Michael is hilarious, and Jamie's sass is next level. I thought oh. it was like Jamie's ass for a second. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody out there. <laughs> love the uh, love your opinions, Jordan. Hopefully, you guys can talk about Gotham and compare it to the CW verse. Um, I made a post about Gotham. I'm not, I'm not watching. I'm not watching Gotham. I haven't watched. Gotham. When Jerome comes back, I'm watching Gotham. I'm not watching Gotham. You didn't watch the Jerome episode? I don't watch Gotham, period. Just jumping for the Jerome episode. Jerome's Joker. really good. He's a better Joker He's, than Jared Leto. Hell yeah. I mean, that's not that It's not. It's or Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, right. Jesse Eisenberg's not. not Joker. Sorry, I keep... Or is he? <laughs> he kind of is. Uh, CW characters are all super biased and never understand consequences or why people do things, especially Kara getting mad at Mon L for no freaking reason. Dude just trying to bust a nut after seven years. Also, can you... 
<laughs> That's a good summary of it. Uh, also, can you compare the current Marvel television with DC? I personally like the reality and depth Marvel has done for many shows to flesh out characters, especially Runaways, Gifted, and The Punisher. Huh. How would you compare how in-depth DC television versus Marvel television goes with his characters? There's no comparison, right? I mean... Marvel, obviously. Yeah, things like The Punisher and stuff go way deeper than things like Supergirl or The Flash. Yeah, in terms of, like, real-world content, yeah, yeah. and consequences. Yeah, I mean, Runaway's Gifted, The Punisher. I mean, we didn't watch Gifted, but Runaway's and The Punisher, they do a great job, so everything you listed, mm-hmm. totally with that. Um, and talking about the CW carriers all super biased and have an understanding of the consequences or why Flash. people do things. Yeah, yeah. I, guess yeah, I think it's more so. I think it's more so Flash than the other shows. Yeah, this season is definitely yeah. Flash. Like I understand consequences. Like, what consequences? No, Kara being mad. If anything, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it. It's, I think that Kara has been handling what was thrown at her very like maturely. Yeah, I think it yeah. makes like. They handle the whole thing very maturely. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's mad. She's just more upset. Yeah, she's upset. Like, and I'll be upset too. Hell, what the fuck, dude? Because for her, it's only been seven. Yeah, for her, it's been seven months. For him, it's been seven years. So mm-hmm. it's like she, there's no, she can't get mad at him, and she's not. But she's, she's, not, but she she's still in it. love with her. Like she even said, like, yeah, the worst thing in the world for me is for you to look at me with no love in your bro, eyes. Whoa, save for the for, save for the Supergirl section, bro. Uh, You're blowing your wallet uh, right now. I mean, <laughs> I love that line. That's a great line. Love that line. <laughs> but you know, you're right. Like, mm-hmm. especially like with those moments, you you want to. Mm, I don't know. You save it. I'm yeah, save it. it. Okay. I'll save it. I'll save it. Uh, so where do you want to start? You want to start with. Getting out of iTunes reviews, we're finally done. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my God, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't worry about it before, but yeah, we had a lot of iTunes reviews. So I want to thank everybody for sending them in. Yeah. 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 Come on, guys. It's 11 more before the end of the year, and we can have a co-host by... Uh, that's how we'll ring in 2018. You want to do the usual TV shows first, and then we'll cover the rest? So DC TV first? I feel like DC TV is going to be fast. Just because you don't like any of it. <laughs> no, no. I liked um, Supergirl. Okay, let's start with DC TV. And Arrow wasn't bad either. Okay. Oh, I liked the season finale of Arrow. I did too. A lot. Like a lot. Yeah, I was going to say a lot. Yeah. I think just not Flash. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. Let's start off with this week's episode of Supergirl titled Rain. Rain. There's something you should see. It's here, the end of days. And in its wake, many cowards and killers and vile men will burn. And they will call it World Killer. Mom? And her rise will come at the fall of the righteous. And she will reign. Take your best shot. Kara got knocked the fuck out! Oh my god! I don't get it! So, like, is it? I get that. A Kryptonian versus Kryptonian, so you can injure the other person, but if Rain used, like, a piece of concrete to injure Kara. Then wouldn't the concrete break? Man, you jump right into like specifics of the fight. Can we start with the what yeah. the episode is about? So this is actually it, the culmination of what we've been guessing about since the beginning of this season. How the fuck <laughs> is this mom who just just discovered she's a Kryptonian is going to go toe to toe with Kara when she discovers that she is the supervillain of this season, Rain, which as we know is the world ender of Kryptonian. It's kind of yeah. Supergirl's version of Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Well. She does mention that she was made, so isn't it possible that she was genetically engineered to be like physically superior? 
Yeah, and I guess have martial arts. I don't know. I thought there's always something to be said for experience, and yeah, you might have like maybe it's like Matrix rules, and you have like you can get programmed in mm. fight capabilities. Could be. Could be. They I didn't know, really explain. I it. know kung fu. Yeah, kinda. Like otherwise, it doesn't make sense that all of a sudden, like you know, super in this universe, Superman says Supergirl is stronger than him and yeah. can fight better. Yeah. So it's like this chick that just discovered Kryptonian, and now all of a sudden has like the evil programming of this she evil cult Because we've seen Kara faster. train with uh, with Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without using super strength. Just yeah. like train martial arts capabilities. Well, it could be that Rain flies faster. Uh, Rain has faster sense, like, sense of reflexes. Rain has, is stronger in general. Just more top. durable. Yeah, just more. Because spoilers. superior. But in this episode, Rain and Supergirl, they throw down. And when they throw down, Oh, Car's face. Did She's fucked up in the face. They, they they mess her face up way more than I thought they would like, for a CW yeah. fight. Yeah. Bruce coming out. Swollen. Swollen and blood. They recreate Doomsday because she wasn't even, Rain wasn't even really hurt or phased by the end of it. Even seeing her reaction, like when she first started bleeding, she's like, Whoa. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Her getting tired during the fight, her like mm-hmm. telling the passer uh, standby people to like yeah. move stand away. Back, stand yeah. Back. I'm like, Oh shit, they're making Doomsday happen right now. It's better than. BBS. BBS. Justice League. Justice League. Both. Yes. <laughs> but before we get in details, let's just go around and give our rating. So you want to start, Jamie? Hell yeah. All right. What was your rating for this? And for those that don't know Blurred Vision's rating system, we're going to drop it right here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. And take it away. Um... I don't know. It's just that um, I remember hating on Supergirl last season, the whole time. But the this season though, what is this? Like season two, season three. three, season three, right? They have been on point to the like, and even this episode, I feel like this is they've been going on a darker route than the previous season. Like they're not afraid to explore like darker emotions to show more violence. Uh, show more conflicted um like morals and whatnot and they just because that not only they've been consistent with their character development for Kara as an as a supergirl and as a person individual um I have to give it perfect vision again hmm. I even like the way Reigns I wasn't sure about how I would feel about Reigns design I was actually <laughs> pretty much digging it the luchador mask yeah, it looks like, like luchador mask. Yes, <laughs> me bueno, reino. <laughs> but I was okay with it, you know. And you know, I want to see how. She's Bane. Uh, <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> I want to see where this goes. I want to see how the season will end. You know, I want to know how Car is gonna beat her because I don't know. Car got fucked up. She seems like the strongest villain so far in the series mm-hmm. somehow. But whatever, Crypt- I'm down with it. Yeah. Doomsday. Kryptonite. Kryptonite sphere. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that's lame. They're going to fly into her with the spear. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she's immune to kryptonite or some shit like that. All right. So Jimmy's, Jimmy's going to be Martha. <laughs> Martha! Uh, <laughs> Michael, what do you think? Well, not anymore because, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, I thought the way that final fight, I thought it was shot great. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt every blow. The choreo. Yeah. Like, I literally, like, every blow between Kara and Rain, like, I felt it. Yeah. And I love I loved that. Um, even, like, the smaller character moments with, like, Jimmy and, uh, Jimmy and, uh, Lena. Lena. Yeah. 
I like. I like. I like seeing that. Even though, yeah, I ship. I ship Lena and Kara, but I mean. If this is what you're gonna give me, at least make me excited about it. If you're gonna give me Mon Alicara, make me excited about it. But I'm not. Nope. <laughs> so at least with this, I was kind of, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. They deserve each other after being rejected by Kara. <laughs> no, it's more of that. No, they're together because they're they're pining, the common pining for Kara. <laughs> sure, in your head, canon. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm feeling it. Uh, would I give this episode a perfect vision? Cause I'm still not a fan of the whole brainwashing thing of rain. No, you know you are. You I kind of said it before too, or you said it before. Um, it's gonna be a thing where the daughter is used to be like to jolt her out of her Mom! evilness yeah. in a moment of like crisis where it's like, oh, I'm about to kill Supergirl. Mom, Mom don't do it. And she's gonna back down or something, or at least momentarily like shut down her. Evilness. Yeah, especially with her her favorite hero being Supergirl. Like she got the necklace for Christmas. Yeah. It's gonna be something, something that that comes up eventually at some point. So I'm not really a fan of that. So but that wasn't but, really but, in this episode. Yeah, but that wasn't really in this episode. But I'm just thinking about it overall. No. So, uh, I guess for this episode, yeah, I would give it a perfect vision. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm just gonna throw in with you guys. Perfect vision for this too. I mean, I liked a lot of the character moments in the beginning, the wrap up with, um, which I love for all the shows, but the the wrap ups of the plot lines in the crossover trickling into different shows. So I liked the fact that um, Alex still was like uh, getting over Maggie because of her conversations with Sarah on the crossover. Mm-hmm. So I like that, like them being like uh, bonding with Kara over that, like oh we're both like single girlfriends, like <laughs> where was it? They said something like being lonely friends or something. Yeah, lonely girlfriends. <laughs> um, I like the fact that they have what nothing. Oh, I like they had they have friend. I like again the friendship between Lena, uh, Kara, and Rain. I forgot her real name. Yeah, what was her name? I don't know her real name. Is. I don't remember her real name. Remember. But I like their the chemistry together as friends. And Carrie, we make note of it in this episode. You kind of got oh, mad. Yeah. At, you got I, mad you at remember, that. You reminded me about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that moment. Because <laughs> she's like, you guys are only yeah, real friends. Yeah, because she said, I've never had best friends before. I'm like, Wynn and James. But they both wanted to fuck her at one point. And I, I granted. In yeah, but context, she wanted to fuck him at one point. That's true, but they like they want to forget that. <laughs> but the context, though, of uh, I'm like they don't even know your secret, bro. <laughs> I thought that'd be better context for when and uh, I thought better context for it being girlfriends, but they didn't really make that clear. Yeah, it'd be one thing if she said I've never had girlfriends before, but she said I've never had best friends before. Yeah, and I'm like. Wynn and James, they're right. They even know your secret. Yeah. You've been with them since the beginning. Like, when was the first person you told you were Supergirl? Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, well, maybe there's better context in the episode. But then I watched the episode, I'm like, no. <laughs> it really makes them seem like, no, I never had best friends before. Just you guys. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I don't like weird. that. But I like the chemistry. And I like, like, they brought, got brought back in this episode. And I liked um, the scenes of Martian Manhunter and his Papa Bear scenes. Oh. This brown water. This brown water is, brown much water is better. better than the other brown water. I want cocoa. But I just like hearing his voice because he's like the original Marshall Manhunter voice actor. So I like they keep bringing him back. And his cute scenes and uh, with uh, David Harewood. Um, but then yeah, th- by the time they get to the end, that's what they helped me. In. I was like, all right, let's see how strong this Rain character is because if she's not threatening, like I liked how leading up to that in fight, they treated her like a horror movie. Like she was like a horror movie. Yeah, villain. the close of Chasey. The way the camera the was shaking turn, every time she was yeah. fighting. Like yeah, like literally she took out those criminals. Out. Yeah, before that she was like refuting the the, the town with like her yeah. symbol. It was Mark like, of, what was it? 
It's like a Marco. skull. Some crest. No, no, no. The, there are three stages of the world ending. The sign of... Rao? No. I don't know. I don't remember the specific There's a first it. is sign. Second is... Act. So, like, there's, like, the unreasonable, like, murders and, like, killings happening. So, second stage. And third is the rain Ooh. of something. So, the rain comes out. Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> the The... What paid off... I'm glad that the... The payoff was there because I even said during the episode, I'm like, this this better be an amazing reveal after all this build up. Cause like I like the build up. I'm like, if you hype this chick up and she turns around, that, like, I've seen the, the promo pics of her before this. Mm. And if she turns around that luchador mask <laughs> and she looks whack and she's like, I am evil, kind of like Teddy Sears. Yeah, she barely <laughs> even spoke. Yeah, season two of the Flash. Once you revealed Zoom to be Teddy Sears, I, that killed that season for me. Cause I'm like, he's not threatening at all. But. To end that whole episode with the doomsday recreation, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling this. I'm threatened by her now. <laughs> so they pulled it off. So yeah, perfect. Yeah, and now you know they're gonna have to get the late le- legion of superheroes to come help her yeah, out. Yeah, they did reveal that they're legion. Oh yeah, that's just breaking to the episode mm-hmm. now. Um, I liked also how maturely they handled the the Monel and Supergirl scenes. <laughs> so revealing that the fact that he is part of the Legion of Doom in the future for seven years. Superheroes. Le- I say Doom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Legend of Superheroes. That's pretty cool. I mean, we, we predicted that anyway, but now that you just said it, it's like, oh, cool. You're kind of like the Superboy stand-in. So the rest of them are in that uh, pod or whatever, the ship, mm. and I'm assuming they're going to wake them up at some oh, point. Yeah. yeah. She's going to need help, so she's going to need her own Justice League to help her defeat yeah. her Doomsday. She's going to need a Team Arrow. Which I'm down for. Yeah. I'm, I'm really feeling the direction of this, this season. I would like to see Monel actually get a suit, finally. I assume they have suits. Because Wynn was, was supposed to be making him one, but then that never panned out. You think he's part of a Justice League in the future and doesn't have a suit on the ship? I mean, he, he might have. He might be wearing leather like an X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Just all black with like yeah. one red mark on it. Yeah. <laughs> Can we now finally talk about how they handled Kara and mon romance in a way that is quite realistic? Like, you know, there's no, you know, oh, Kara and mon finally meets up and then... We find out somehow Manal's wife is a bitch. No, yeah. it's not like that. She's super nice. Mm-hmm. Like Carrie most- even says that. Like I wish there was a reason to hate her. Yeah, <laughs> I have no. no reason to hate her. <laughs> she's pretty. She's nice. <laughs> and the thing is, like, and they have all these really cute. Uh huh. Fuck you, Manal moments because they keep having all these lovey dovey moments with him and, and his wife. Fuck you, Kara moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like him taking his wife out to that all you can eat barbecue place where she took it before. Yeah, them training and then having the cute like embrace yeah, little, and like oh I love you. Car season, it's like oh my god no. Like even for a couple moments, like when the the, the wife approaches Car, you see Car rolling her eyes, and I thought there was a <laughs> different look on her. You know, like those are the moments that make me realize oh you know what the actress is not that bad of an actress. You know like she can't actually look slightly annoyed, but not in a fake way. Yeah. But it's just the fact that there's no drama beyond the matter of fact that he's moved on. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a cool like, analogy for just a relationship where, you know, one person moves on before the other person. Uh-huh. So the other person has to watch them. And she says, Kara says it. You mentioned it, Michael. Yeah. Where you, the worst feeling is looking into his eyes and not seeing love anymore. Uh-huh. So it's not even like he's, he's not, it's not spite. It's just, hey, so I've moved on. Used- Time has passed. Yeah. She's not and make it worse, it. three years. Like uh-huh. he said, like what? Three years? He was still like fawning over her. Yeah. And he finally just gave All, up because mm-hmm. of years passed. Like he's done his share of, you know, um, warning for 
the relationship where she's still going through it. Yeah. The time travel happened, unfortunately. There's nothing they can do. Kara is doing as best as she can, working with him, constantly seeing them together, knowing that she'll never have what they had or what she had before. Mm. Like, I think that's very mature. Which, funny enough, it reminds me of Buffy. When, when, <laughs> <laughs> I need a Buffy bumper. Shut up. When Riley came back, and this is a season, oh, this is a season six, yeah, and, and he came back, and they found out he was married, and Willow was trying to be the be- the good best friend. It was like they're they're interacting but she's trying to be good for Buffy he's like oh yeah that bitch I don't like her fuck her <laughs> and then she's the, then when she gets in front of her she's like oh yeah so nice to meet you <laughs> cause yeah like she she's not she's not a bitch she's yeah, not no. a, she's not someone that you can hate and uh, you can't really yeah. fault Monel or her like they moved on it's, you haven't even the league was sorry because of Kara yeah, yeah. You inspired us. It's like to hear that from the person that stole your man, but didn't really steal your man. Yeah. <laughs> Although I kind of felt like, even though she had good intentions, I felt like uh, her pulling Kara aside to say, you know, he he was pining over you for years, but then he realized he couldn't have you anymore because you wouldn't <laughs> you don't come think back. That was a good move. No, I was like, I, I get your intention, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like you're not helping me. Like, oh yeah, he was he was holding on to you for three years, but then he didn't come back, or now he's back. (laughs) (laughs) Only held on a little longer. Oh well. (laughs) (laughs) I see your point there, but she was well intentioned. That's what I said. I got her attention, but it did. I was like, you're not helping me though. At the end of the day, he still moved on, and I haven't. So you telling me this doesn't help me? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) But then I also like the fact that this whole season has been talking. There's been a, a and we've kind of complained about it too, but back and forth between Kara deciding whether or not she wanted to be human or Kryptonian, to mm-hmm. feel or to not feel. And this whole season, Alex has been telling her, you need to feel, like, you need to feel, you need to move beyond this, uh-huh. you need to feel it because you're human. But- you're not Kryptonian. You're not just a Kryptonian. Uh-huh. But this episode, you need to get your shit right because Rain's out there going to fuck yeah. you up. <laughs> so, so you get your eye out of the prize. Yeah, go be out, the Kryptonian. Be, be Kryptonian, yeah. yeah. Alien. But I like how that, like, that came full circle in a moment of crisis and it didn't help <laughs> I'm like I'm like but well, that's racist against aliens what cause she's an alien I mean she can't feel anything she has no emotion that's what she's been saying <laughs> she's like oh uh, they had no emotion on Krypton <laughs> I, I don't know I mean in, in Man of Steel's version of Krypton no but in Supergirl's version of Krypton it kind of seems like yeah <laughs> but whatever <laughs> small small quibbles but just small things like that I like how it Things kind of built to the head this episode more mm-hmm. than anything, including I like the point where Jim Jim Jiminy. Why I'm saying Jiminy, Jimmy Olsen, he had his little guardian moment where his shield came oh, out and he nice. defended Lena. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's a moment. Yeah, the only moment <laughs> in this <laughs> season. He's doing better than I'm Kid like, Flash. He needs to just go to like oh, yeah. Legends or something. He's doing better than Kid Flash. Uh, you, at least oh, he's at least God, he's on the show. <laughs> let's let's jump over to the Flash. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Yeah. Let's talk about this episode of the Flash title. He needs to join Legion of Superheroes, Jimmy. <laughs> Him and Flash do. They need to boycott. <laughs> they need to just sit. Just protest. <laughs> What's the title of this episode? The title trash. of this episode is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't run. Trash. All right. Oh, trash. Mm-hmm. Hello, Mr. Allen. DeVoe, he took Barry. Where's my son? Has he gone missing? He's not missing. He was taken. I'm here for a reason. Why? The lesson for today is simple there are no happy endings. If you hurt him, 
If you put a hand on it! His body may be human. Devon! His brain. Devon! He's smarter than yours. Devon! So let's talk about how <laughs> the thinker got a black body. <laughs> hey, go for it. Get, get out. Oh my god, it get is out. get out. Yeah. You didn't think right that? <laughs> I knew as soon as I saw this, I was like. So, what is it like with the black experience? I saw someone on your Instagram asked you what's it like being black. Yeah. What's that like? Somebody somebody asked, yeah, somebody asked me that on Instagram. Yeah. What is it up. like to what is it like being black? What the I was fuck? like, yeah, exactly. I was like, what is it like being ignorant? Yeah, okay, but if you ask that as a thinker, he could tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Think what's like being black. Well, oh, it's exceedingly awesome. <laughs> like Why are you killing yourself, Jordan? That's how oh, I don't okay. I'm trying to make like his weird voice where you're just like I talk really low like this. Yeah, you like those, don't you? It's weird. It's sometimes <laughs> hard to understand that the thinker. And I'm going to say it right now, and I'm going to say it every single time or every episode this season. They're both, they, both these characters are in an episode. Caden James is a, is a better DeVoe yeah, than DeVoe thinker. Than I agree. Better thinker than DeVoe. Maybe that makes more sense. Yes. But yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yes. In every way. Yes. Because even in this episode, my man's not smart. At one point. Yeah, I was going back and forth. I, I was going back and forth with Eunice this morning. He oh, was really? Like, a little bit because he because he saw my Instagram. I him about it. He saw my really Instagram talk. story because I was up. Really I, I saw Arrow three o'clock this morning. So I was like, why is this episode so much better than The Flash? And he responded to it. He was like, no, it's not. What, Arrow? The season of the winter finale. Okay, yeah. He was like, no, it's not. I was like, yes, it is, yes, it is bro. Oh, I and we, we were going back and forth. <laughs> and I was like, and then I was like, where's Wally? And he was like, well, where's Roy? Where's Ragman? I was like, you can't compare the two. What the hell? Roy got written off, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but that's but it, makes sense for, it makes sense for the character. And plus, the actor wanted to leave. As far as I know, I don't think... Kid he... Flash... I, mean, I was going to say it for Flash, but Kid Flash... Oh, we are in Flash. <laughs> yeah. Kid Flash had one line. That not, not, I, mean, I don't mean he spoke a line. I mean, he wasn't anywhere in the episode. And then at one point, uh, I think Harry asks... Uh, Joe, where Wally is, and he's like, Cambodia. Cambodia. What? What? Yeah. Why? Why? No. Huh? He shrugs. Cambodia. It's like, what does that mean? Is that code? Is he? Is he in danger right now? The actor, and he can't talk about it. Like he's not gonna be. Ter- he's, he's gonna be terminated. What's he's happening? Traveling. Where's Keenan? <laughs> I mean, back to the point of when we're talking about Devoe being smart. I think it was Harry. It was Harry and Joe going into Devoe's house. And the Harry was gonna finish the sentence by saying, "You're not as smart as you think yes, you are." Yes, I am. Yeah. You're not smart. You didn't predict this conversation because you cut me off before a sentence was done. You mother... I hate you. I hate people like you. (laughs) I predicted what you were going to say. It's like, no, you didn't. You just knew where I was... (laughs) It's a phrase and I hate you. God damn it. Ah! Yeah, that's another thing. That's another thing I was telling you. It's like... DeVoe keeps telling me why he's smarter. Everyone whereas does. Whereas Caden James shows me. Everyone Don't tells tell you. me, show me. Even his wife. Yeah. His wife even had a whole speech about like, he's his, smarter than his you. His mind is human, but his, his brain, brain is isn't. smarter. Yeah. Why did she, they capture Flash at all this episode? That's, that, yeah. They might reveal that later. And then if he's so smart, but like, how did the Flash escape him? <gasps> is is he not of, that smart? No, is it all part of his plot? Yeah, his no, plan. fuck that shit. It's all Because he, did, he didn't know. I have a question. What was this episode about, Jordan? Well, Ghost in the Shelling, Devo. Get outing. Well, as we've seen from previous episodes, Devo is dying. Poor Dominic. Yes. And after the after the crossover, and after Kate, uh, not Caitlin, um, 
Felicity and Oliver stole Barry and Iris' oh, thunder. Yes. <laughs> the wedding and honeymoon are over, which actually was a deleted scene. I don't know if you guys saw that. Was, oh, that was funny. Yeah, where they press, like, um, Elongated Man presses a button or something that makes like, the alarm system go off. And then Barry and Iris flash back to the, the base, like, What is happening? Like, Why oh, is the alarm going off? It's like, Oh, I'm, I'm trying to watch something. Netflix, Netflix. I think. Yeah. And he's like, where's we our honeymoon right now? The Iris was about to attack him. Which is funny. But that's kind of the main issue with The Flash these days. It's like a sitcom rather than a drama. I have a feeling like from a behind the scenes perspective, because I'm noticing whenever Dibney's there, Wally's not there. When Wally's there, Dibney's not there. Because why wasn't he at the wedding? Then all of a sudden, Wally's not in this episode. I thought maybe Ralph just wasn't close enough to the family to get invited to the wedding. No. What do you think? What's your conclusion that they're here? Which conspiracy theory? No, I, just, I was gonna say I think it's I think it's money. They can't afford all. They can't afford all. Everybody all in one. Oh wow! wow. You think it's more than just choice? You think it's really just bound to money? money. I think so because it doesn't make any sense. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, but this episode, Killer Frost, which is also kind of funny, Killer Frost finds out that people actually like, or Caitlin finds out that people like Killer Frost more than her. It's Caitlin. Yes. She goes off in a huff and a puff. She gets ended up getting captured by the metal bender chick from the previous episode we saw. What was her name again? Don't remember. Katie Stackhoff. <laughs> yeah, I Katie know the Stackhoff. actress. I don't. Metal bender tough. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> kind of re repulsa. Yeah. <laughs> um, and at the same time, the Flash is captured by the Thinker. Why? And Helen in prison How? for no real reason, just to get monologue to. Isn't he the they fastest man alive? Yeah. And you get captured by a man who can't walk. Mm-hmm. But Caitlin's captured well, he, got, by the, he got zapped. Yeah. Caitlin's captured by the metal bender to perform a surgery on a black guy who you talked about in a previous episode. Brainstorm. Michael. Brainstorm. Brainstorm. Handsome black man. Mm-hmm. Yes, very. So we think it's kind of like the same, along the same lines as the previous metahuman she captured, which was the tear the crying guy who made yeah, drugs with his tears. A... So she's probably going to use him to some make some profit. She's got well, a seller. She, yeah, she didn't mention that. A buyer. That. Mm-hmm. A buyer for him. Caitlin performs surgery, ends up saving herself, which is great. Yay, Self-esteem Caitlin. for Caitlyn. <laughs> Iris has to make decisions because she's the one in charge, which is all its own problems. Because yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Why isn't Wells in charge? Especially when Wells is give telling Iris what to do. Like you're the leader, but this is what you should do. You have he's to make the hard men- choice. It's a mentor where she's an active leader. That's actually a great point. But I was just talking about just the fact that there's a huge pothole of how the how the computer system works. We can't search for both things at once. We can only search for Killer Frost's algorithm here or find the Flash's algorithm there. Why? A plot machine is only strong enough yeah. to search for one thing at a time. It's like, wait, what? What? In any other episode, we need to find this. Found it. <laughs> but now it's like, it's overheating the system, searching for two things at once. It's like, okay, we're doing that. <laughs> but so uh, like I was talking about the whole like dynamic. Like, why is Iris the leader? I don't know. That's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Um, I think what Flash is trying to do is like even in this episode, I feel like they're kind of like shoving down the idea of like females in power also because we also have the metal bender chick and Caitlyn's moment about you know, of you know you know it's about you being who you are you know like I have confidence I, I mean, you know I believe in you because we're strong we're yeah, capable keep doing and also you know it's also about Iris you know trying to actually be the leader mm. and Caitlyn just constantly not feeling good about herself and that she's somehow still being Kate Caitlyn at the same time she saved someone and saved herself I I just keep seeing it maybe I'm over 
overthinking it too much or like well, maybe I am like reading into it too much. It's just that's just a bad way of like interjecting uh females in charge or like females actually just leading in general whereas we'll talk about it later but runaways actually did a great job of showing like females in charge and females in power Hmm. i feel like the caitlin thing made a little bit more sense because she's doubting herself and all this and then the the metal bender chick she needs her to perform a task so she's like she says it in a nice way but she's basically like look get your shit together Mm -hmm. take the shit out of his head or else I'm gonna kill you. But she says it in a nice way. Oh, I believe in you. You're yeah. smart. I agree with yeah. Michael. It's half and half. That that plot line did it well. Meanwhile, the Irish. But the Irish thing makes no. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like story wise, without the the story actually making sense around those choices, it just it feels like they're out of place. Like even technically speaking, Barry is you know he's the Flash, mm-hmm. but really really no, no, he's not the, the he's not the leader. He's not the leader. People tell like he's the fighter. He goes out into the field, but he has people like I don't know guys. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Barry, run or do this or do that. Like yeah. he has people in his ear, like whether it's Wells or sis, like they're leading him. He's not an actual leader. Like he doesn't make the actual decisions. Though he should be. We're the, the Flash, flash <laughs> guys. Come on, we are the Flash. Like even when like an arrow, they talk about go jumping forward a little bit. When uh, there was a moment where uh, Diggle, uh, not, not Diggle, uh, Wild Dog Wild and uh, Oliver got to a moment, he's like, in the field, there's a the hierarchy. Chain of, chain yeah, there's a chain heart, of command. Yeah. I'm I'm the one you, you know, I'm the leader. Granted, yeah. I have people in my ear, but they're not telling me what to do. They're just my eyes. But ultimately, we'll go back to the Flash. Like, he's not really the leader. They tell him what to do. Exactly. So, which is a big complaint of the, of the show, and this season's supposed to rectify that with him becoming more of a leader. But we're not really seeing that because they spend too much time making other characters more of the leadership roles, Iris. namely Iris. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So going back to my ultimate point. So because of that, it doesn't make sense that Iris, because she has no field experience, she knows nothing about the computer systems mm-hmm. well, or anything now like that. She's like a hacker. But it makes it, it's more detrimental to the plot because it takes away from other characters that should be at the forefront, namely Kid Flash. <laughs> he should have some kind of supporting role, but he's getting less time because they're putting, pushing Iris more to the forefront, which makes less sense in terms of this overall world they've made. Does Iris even have a job anymore? I don't think she's a this, journalist. This who? Iris. Does she oh, have a yeah. job anymore? Yeah, she's supposed to be a journalist. When? She's not even... When? She's never there. <laughs> she's always in the field. Not in the, she's always in the, in the base as support. I don't so know, like, maybe she quit. She must have quit. She's not been Because, I mean, once. technically speaking, she doesn't need to work. But whatever. Back to the plot. Just to wrap things up. Uh, Flash gets captured for apparently no reason because he escapes. And here's what I'm going to inject real quick. I thought that there was going to be a... I, I, basically, the way this episode was going and the way they've been building the thinker dying... I know what you're going to say. I <laughs> thought that this episode was going to end with the very iconic scene in the comics where the thinker puts his mind into the Flash's yeah. body to truly become the fastest man mm-hmm. and the fastest mind alive. That uh, didn't happen. Something no. similar happened, but it was not the Flash. But there was an amazing opportunity, and I was like, Mr. Prediction head moment, this is my time to shine, Michael. I called out on the fucking Twitter. I was like, yeah, I know, I saw this, I was this like... bitch. <laughs> this is my time. <laughs> Where all of a sudden, Flash is captured in this, this, this tank by the thinker for half the episode. By the end of it, he outthinks him by just vibrating his body really fast. And the thinker acts surprised, like, oh, you were able to vibrate your body so fast I couldn't see you? How do you? How are you so fucking smart? You can see every permutation of every decision ever, but you, you can, can't think yeah. that he might be able to move fast enough you can't see. I'm pretty sure as faster than lightning, you can't see that move, motherfucker. So it's like, yeah, obviously he can be invisible. What about? But yet, he doesn't realize this. Flash gets out. 
And then he run. He, they do have a whole chase sequence. Flash ends up falling in the water using a flotation device that he used, you know, earlier in the season that Cisco built into a suit. Mm-hmm. And the thinker, screaming, crashes ah! into the fucking bay and explodes. <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, I was looking. I was like, <laughs> I didn't think what you thought, but I was like." Yeah, I was like, this is way too convenient. There's something going on. Yes. And, and this whole nope. <laughs> fucking show has been building up. In fact, that predicted doesn't make it any less smart. It's just the fact that it just... For, for building up the show to be like, this is the smartest guy ever, and he's always six steps ahead, and blah, 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 blah. For him to be so fucking dumb, that even if he faked it, like for, for him to be outsmarted by the Flash and then to get away to the point where it seems like he crashed into the ocean and died, it's like, there must have been a plan B here. So what must have happened was when between scenes what we don't see is he's being Flash is being connected to that thing that the thinker's mind is connected to, and they're switching minds, and he's in his own like virtual world, and this whole thing at the end, this whole him escaping, is all just a elaborate thing in the Matrix, like Agents of Shield did with Agent May, with Agent May, to make you think, because the only way you'd be able to be in you know whatever your mind trapped away or locked away or whatever is to think that you escaped. So his mind plays out as if the you know the typical ending plays out and he wins. <coughs> I thought at the end of the episode, and the episode goes on. It's like oh, it's a Christmas party. The black guy that Caitlyn ends yeah, up saving. Yeah, things are seeming way too convenient. Is yeah. there. They're all having a great time. I'm like oh, this is way too convenient. <laughs> it's like a perfect happy ending with like a bow on it. This is red, hot, red alert, red alert. Like my all my flags are going up. Like no, this is all an illusion. And at the end, it's gonna flash him on the table with his mind. In the thinker's body or some shit like that, or he's in a tank or something. No, at the end, uh, Barry's the phone call. He goes back to the house because security goes off, and he sees Devoe's dead body stabbed on the ground with a knife that he got as a wedding gift. Then yeah. he gets a phone call. In the call. beginning of the episode, he got a knife in the beginning, and then he, get, he gets a phone call from the black guy brainstorm with the thinker's vocal mannerisms. So obviously, he's, he's the, the thinker. thinker. I will say I like Kendrick Sampson's I do performance uh-huh. like, and I like him but, but you don't I don't like it. what yeah there's so many that raises so, first of all plus he's hot. It was so he's, he's, he's hot I know he is <laughs> that raises so many questions we can go through them right now why did the thinker let Barry escape why did the thinker capture him that was just all these questions yeah why I have the, the same questions him? if you needed brainstorm to switch your bodies and that was your ultimate goal what's the point of all the other metahumans that you introduced at the beginning of the season no that's because he wanted to see what kind of metahumans he could produce that he wanted to pick one of them and brainstorm had the most interesting power that's why well, no, what, no, from what, what the they said at the person. end of the episode they said he's the only one yeah, that he could have jumped into because of the nature of his power yeah. which doesn't make sense no uh, it doesn't which makes that takes the whole flash being taken over by the thinker possibility out the window now since they made, they clearly stated it could only be this guy with his telepathy powers now he can flash, mind like this whole season is has been has inconsistency overall when it comes to plot even the main character's power the villain's power nothing no, I got more questions track. I got more questions you're not gonna get answers <laughs> I, I wanna ask you guys I don't have <laughs> okay now so why did, did was the crash a fake did he after uh hey, I don't get the he order. crashes through the water, then when Brainstorm's on the way to the party, he gets kidnapped by the thinker and has his brain switched then? 
why why do you even have to buy him from the metal bender chick in the first place? Oh, that's okay. what I was thinking. No, I was no, no, like, no, no. If, you, if you needed to go after, why'd you? Why didn't you just go after him? Yeah. No, I figured that out. I figured that out. You know where they all are. You're so smart. <laughs> I figured that out. So, um, the reason why DeVoe, quote unquote, fell in the water was to trick Flash to think that he's no longer a threat. So, Flash goes off and doing his own thing. It's a holiday week. And Dominic, the brainstorm, is on his way doing his own shit because thank God he's free. And that's when the metal vendor chick comes back and she actually what does he need no, to think he's dead for for that to be the case he doesn't need to think that i don't know he doesn't need to do anything all he needs to do is capture that guy and this the frame barry if that's what he was gonna do because all he did was put his fingerprints i guess in a knife and stab himself so it's oh, like I had his wife stab him yeah so what but they keep doing the season he just reveals to barry that yeah i'm the black guy like why would you keep that secret like, why would you just tell him straight up, like, I framed you, and also I'm the black guy? I feel, it's the same way I felt with the earlier episode, where I was just like, why would you reveal I'm DeVoe, I'm the bad, I'm the person you thought I was after going through all of that? And yeah, you could say, well, that's because he's ultimately going to frame Barry, and he wants Barry to know. Fuck that. But it's better to not have him know, yeah. like, your moves. Don't tell him. Even if like, you're never going to figure it out or beat me anyway. But it's like, don't tell me what you're doing. Yeah, you think about, like, Watchmen. Like, you think I would have told you all of this stuff if it wasn't already in not place? DeVoe, yeah. you gave him a whole itinerary a list of the things he's gonna do in the future <laughs> I, got probably, I got a powerful presentation of all the things I'm gonna do <laughs> right. let, me, let me reveal it all to you right now Barry god damn it <laughs> it's so dumb how did Eunice think this is good <laughs> I hated this episode and then at the even weirder level that yes it is like get out now cause it's like I'll see you soon my dear wife in my new sexy young black body. Hell yeah. Once you go black, <laughs> you never go, go black. black. But I mean, you can see, like, even she wasn't really that comfortable with it. She was kissing him at the end. Yeah, yeah no, but, you, but, she but she you saw, but you, yeah, she looked uncomfortable. It's weird. That's why. Yeah. It's like, it's like cuckolding, but it's not, because it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just think of even He's like, stuff. I'll get you used to it, baby. Oh, shit. Once I pull out that black dick. Oh, God. <laughs> but think of once that backwards, which you mentioned with them knowing who DeVoe was. Tell me why when Flash got captured by DeVoe, Joe West and and Wells are the only ones to show. Why didn't you call Kid Flash? Why didn't you come up with Cisco? Cambodia. He's in Cambodia. He's the Flash. <laughs> you got a phone, a cell phone. Come yeah. here now. No. Ten seconds. Maybe Max no home. signal. It's like it's like Inhumans. He he can't speak on it. <laughs> he has a communicator that he can't use. Your main man is captured by the main villain, and you know who and where the main villain is. Why are you just showing up to have a conversation? It should be Doran. We're taking you. We're arresting you now. I don't give a fuck about the law because they don't anyway. So why not? <laughs> I gonna say. Remember, they did come to his house, but they couldn't find because he was like, "You want to come in? Come on, come in." I punch him the hell out and drag him back to, <laughs> to our prison and be like, "You ain't leaving." Yeah, <laughs> you ain't leaving until we get very back. <laughs> fuck. It makes no sense. Ratings. So ratings. Ratings. Because this episode pissed me off. Because I was like, I was hoping after the crossover. That Flash was getting strong. And honestly, it ended the weakest out of all the, the finales for me. Less impassable. Mm, I don't think it ended the week. I think, well, no, because I like Constantine. I was going to say, I, I don't know. Oh, really, legends? I don't, I don't count really, legends. I was going to say, I didn't care about <laughs> I don't count legends. The fact that you have to count legends shows you how far Flash has fallen. And I'm sorry for all our fans out there that love legends, but it's bad. Yeah, no shade. No shade, but it's bad. Sorry. We have too many shows to watch, so. So, so yeah, out of the three, out of the Trinity, yeah, it's definitely the weakest. Yeah, less than passable. That's my rating. Less than passable. Yes, less than passable. 
Hashtag had. where's Wally? <laughs> He's in Cambodia. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> where? Yeah, you just why, came back. Why is he in Cambodia? Again? Why? Why? Can I get a why? Can I get a reason? He no, maybe he's helping. Maybe he's helping with some secret mission nope. that's going to pay off. One one line, and the last time we heard about Wally, he left in the crossover to go protect Joe and them. Joe's back. Cecile's back. Where the fuck Wally at? <laughs> fuck. He's getting a perm. He has to get his hair repermed. Oh, uh, don't say that. God, today's one of those episodes where Jordan gets really angry. <laughs> well, one thing well, I no, did, Just for this episode, mm, yeah, hopefully, because we'll we're going to talk about Arrow next, yeah. which is better. All right, before we get out of it, though, one thing I did like was uh, the don't run line. It's like okay, so at least I hated that. That's stupid. But the solution to this this <laughs> one not, moment not is to not run. So it's like okay, I see what you did there. <laughs> I mean, I guess that ultimate moment. But if you t- take the trial of Barry Allen in the comics, I don't know how they're gonna do it. But he does run to the future with Iris to thirty thirty. He runs to the thirtieth century. I feel like this is a waste of the the trial of the Flash storyline. To be honest, I don't really know much about it because, I, but I but I knew since they were going that way, I was like, well, how does this story end? Because I don't ever, I've never even heard of it. I, w- I was hoping they were gonna just go with the comics and have him kill reverse because it was gonna kill Zoom or Reverse Flash. Yeah, because in that and then the storyline, him him and Iris ran to the future and they ended up having that child that we assume is the his daughter from that was in the wedding oh we never even mentioned that yeah. it was so random just that random like light skinned black girl talking about like it's really you oh that's either God. his daughter or his granddaughter hmm well hopefully that comes back next next half of the season but I mean I'm I mean, well, yeah, we'll, that, we'll really. see for this half because I mean Grant Gustin said this is his favorite storyline this half of the season or this coming uh, this upcoming half of the season his favorite storyline that he's ever done on Flash, so maybe it'll be better. I don't know. I'm not holding. I don't have any. I don't <laughs> have any hope. You, before we move on, how do you feel about this season of the Flash? Because people, I feel like a lot of the fans like this season more than three, but no, I like three how? better. Three is so much better than this. Yeah, three is so much better than this. I like I said in the beginning of the podcast, one episode of Ages of Shield in, and I was just like, this is so much better than the entire season of the Flash. Having Flash. You're arrowing right now. And arrow's doing better. So let's move on to the arrow. Yeah, I mean, reconcilable differences. I guess CW can't do season four because Arrow season four was trash. The Flash season oh, four no. is, is trash. So far, I was gonna say, I guess the Supergirl is gonna, gonna be trash next season. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> it's like all oh, the season four writers just go from show to show. <laughs> all right, so this episode of Arrow. Please raise a glass to true love, Oliver and Felicity. We got a problem. There's a witness who is willing to testify that you lot a green arrow. Who? Someone on the team. It's a betrayal. It can literally be any one of us. Let's not get paranoid here. Whatever issues we have, let's put it aside and get the job done. Where the hell is everybody? So Elicity stole the thunder of Iris and Barry's <laughs> wedding for Schneerius. Oh, uh, we didn't we didn't even mention that beginning because Iris Iris talked about it in the beginning of the episode. So she wasn't she wasn't happy about it. Wait, when? And the flash. What'd she say? She said something about how, how um Oliver and Felicity sent her them a toaster or something like that. Mm. And she said something. Oh, yeah. And she said something like another toaster. She said, Well, at least she's not trying to hog on our wedding again or something. She said uh, something really? she said something like that. All so right. she she wasn't okay with that. Well if you if you freeze that frame and look at them in the background they look like what the fuck <laughs> well they're giving their vows i don't know it, it was a dick move but they have their their posts like their their post their reception. ceremony reception yeah 
Mr. T gets very drunk, which I really liked. That was cute. But uh, before, I was, I'm not going to do a synopsis. What do you guys, just go around your, your thoughts. I'll start with you, Michael. This time. <laughs> I'm like, funny enough, they got to celebrate their wedding and Barry and Iris didn't. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. They, they skipped that shit. <laughs> Thanks, Ralph. <laughs> fucking replacement for Kid Flash bullshit anyway. yeah, basically that's why I said I, th- I think maybe they're the same person because you don't never see them in the same yeah. room he, just, he, yeah. <laughs> he, puts on, he puts on the white chick's makeup I got a new power I'm not saying we're the same person but you never saw us in the room yeah. together it seems pointless as a character that's why I keep saying I think it's money and, if, and, I don't know what other reason why but why introduce a character to serve the same function as a, as a sidekick character that's what he is a comedic sidekick let's talk about Arrow. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what'd you think of this episode of Arrow, Michael? Uh, yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed this episode. I like the character moments that uh, each of the the sidekicks, quote unquote, had. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Terrific, Wild Dog, Dinah. Um, I liked seeing some growth in Black Siren. Yes. Mm. I enjoyed that I'm a like, lot. Oh my gosh, she does have a heart. Yeah. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, yes, technically not your world, but if you do a genetic test, it's your people. Yeah. Uh, Kate and James is so much, is such a better villain than a thinker. Like I said before, like he keeps, he's showing me why he's so, so much mm-hmm. smarter. Yeah. And it's more impactful to show me and not tell me. Because telling me it's like, okay, kind of like the people are like, I'm grown, I'm grown. Okay, if you're so grown, why are you... Like just act grown. Don't tell me all the time. Like oh, you got three kids. No, yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, overall, yeah, overall, I give this episode a perfect, perfect vision. Jamie. Hmm. What is that? Hmm. <laughs> As wait, did we all get most impassable flash? Yeah, less oh, impassable. Okay. Right. So pretty much on the ball right now. We're all we're all in sync with all our reviews so far. Yeah, because I actually give this perfect vision too. Oh, um, we're more in sync than the Flash. <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily agree with the second generation of the Arrow Team Arrow of like them, like oh the trust and all that. Like, I don't agree with them. Hmm. They could, I mean, I can't really talk about it because we never we didn't go over the plot because you didn't want to. Oh, so. I mean, basically, there's a there's a, a mole on the team that's going to give up some information on the arrow. Find out. Everybody expects it being Buck Canary. Find out it's actually Wild Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, they're spied on, the, the B team, all the new people. Wild Dog, Black Canary, uh-huh. and uh, Mr. Terrific. So when they find that out, they they're upset. Their, they get their feelings yeah, hurt. Yeah, so basically, it's Arrow or... Oliver Diggle and Felicity versus the new the new blood. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, at first I was like, "Are they really about to do this Evelyn Sharp Artemis thing all over again? They can't be doing this again." But, but then not, I was like, "But then I was like, but, but I was like, but truth of the matter is, if there anybody that's a mole, it's Wild Dog. Like it's obvious. Like he was the yeah. one that ratted on ratted on Diggle the last couple of weeks. It's like it's obviously him. Yeah, and he is the only thing that could be leveraged against him, which is his daughter. Daughter. So, so, like, the, so right. then he was like, well, I'm the more. I was like, duh. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> come on, Batman on an arrow. <laughs> you're D, you're uh, DC TV's Batman. You got to be smarter than that. <laughs> but yeah, so the revelation is that it's Wild Dog. But then I like the fact that Arrow gave him a second chance. And it was like, you know what? I can't get mad at you for putting your own your needs above, the, over above your family. I would do the same thing. 
But then, like an idiot, <laughs> on the first mission, he's give, given his trust back. He like disobeys an order directly from from Oliver. So then, when he gets back, he basically fires Wild Dog, and then the team, because they're already shaken by the fact that they were being spied on to begin with, they all walk to. So by the end of the episode, the entire yeah, I'm just finishing the synopsis. You wanted it. <laughs> the entire the entire team breaks apart. And we find out that Caden James assembled his own Legion of Doom on TV. Better than Justice League. <laughs> it is. It actually was. I was like, wow. So every villain this season so far has been working together. Makes sense. And way better than the reveal in Justice League. <laughs> With that stroke. Like, yeah. Continue. Jordan is so angry today. <laughs> well, but for, for Justice this time, because I like it. <laughs> I'm mad that it's not. Like, that's better than Justice League. It should um, be. Even on top of the main plot of the tension going between the the OG Arrow versus the New Blood, um, they also had a really heartfelt conversation between the evil Black Canary, evil Laurel, and um, Lance. Oh, super sweet. That was really sweet, and there was you know a little bit of you know, um, the relation of the villain, like you said, was something I did not expect. Beautifully done. Um, it wasn't a satisfying. Hell yeah, this is a perfect vision. It was more like I watched it and I thought about it. I was like, I guess this is a perfect vision. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, no, I think that ending kick boosted it up for me a little bit. I wasn't the, expecting the, that. The, 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 yeah, yeah, the, and it was like shot really well too, where it's just it's angled with just Black Siren and Caden James, and who's the third guy? I don't know. Who the third yeah, guy. who is that old looking guy? I thought he was. Oh no, fuck! He's a Helix guy. That was the Helix guy, isn't it? Wait, yeah, that's a Helix guy. Who's the third guy standing next to them? It was three of them first: Black Siren, uh, Black Kane Siren, Caden James, and uh. And the third guy, I don't remember who his name was. That is Helix guy. The point is, every villain, including when the Russian guy stepped in, I'm like, oh, it was you. You were part of it. Wasn't it? Even Vigilante. Vigilante, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, no, no, bitches. No. Which kind of justified Oliver being upset with uh, Black Canary. Yeah. He was like, uh, yeah, actually, he's working with the main villain right now. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. I agree with Perfect Vision. I, I'd give it a. It's a low Perfect Vision, but mm-hmm. still Perfect Vision. Exactly. Um. And yeah, a lot of that has to do with... I'm like, what does that mean? A low burn vision? Yeah. It barely crawled. Yeah, it was like... It I'm going to say this again for Runaways when we get there. Spoilers, fuck. I disagree with, my with that. Opinion on that. I do. I know. But it's, just, it's the fact that like... it it The whole episode didn't blow me away. But it was a good episode. It was very... It was dramatic. Uh, it had a certain level of mystery. Even though I also knew it was Wild Dog. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they did have like the, the real debate as to who it could have been. I like the scenes with Mr. Terrific and him uh, kind of mourning the loss of his husband because of the team and Team Arrow. Mm-hmm. That was... Uh, but that was kind of, But it's like, that's not... Because he was like, you ever thought about if Team Arrow didn't exist, maybe his life would be better? It's like, mm-hmm. but you chose to... It's not like you were forced to join his team. Like but you strained you relationship. Cho- you chose Team Arrow over your husband, basically. I know, but it still strained his relationship. Before he even like had to face the decision of his husband or the team... It was already straining them every time he was just trying to keep it a secret. Or like, but that's what I was saying. You chose like once the, his husband found out, he said it's either them or or me, mm-hmm. and he chose Team Arrow. So, but it's hard, you know. You're choosing to do good and follow your heart versus to be with the person you love. It's a hard choice to make. If you made a choice, then be responsible for it and own up to it. Wow, Don't zero empathy. <laughs> zero. Yeah, that's basically. How I'm like, you made a choice. It's not like that's how I. You got caught me. out there, or something happened, like. 
where you can't relate to him. You can't have any empathy for him though. That like you get like you can't see that like, he he's still heartbroken that he even had to. Make oh yeah, that I choice. get I get that your heart's drinking. I, no, I get. <laughs> yeah, I get being heartbroken, but then, uh, uh, it seemed like he tried to blame Team uh-huh. Arrow for a choice that he made. No, I think it's just the conflict. And yeah, maybe a little bit of also blame, but you know, he's a, he's a person. Uh, but I like seeing that struggle, and they don't focus enough on Mister Terrific. So the little bit they did, I'm like. Okay, you humanize them. They don't bit. focus on him at all. No. But then, he, but then I say like this: Donna gets the storyline, Wild Dog gets the storyline. Yeah. He doesn't. But he took it a little bit too far when he got like way too drunk at the party. <laughs> it was like slosh. Like, let me tell you, I love is dead. And fuck love. <laughs> He's a very rich. A person can be um, irrational because of feelings, but an adult always has to be responsible for the decisions that they made. All right, we're really ragging on Mr. Terrific too much. I'm just trying to give my man some credit. Damn. <laughs> Anyway, I like the Mr. Terrific scene. He was very Rick in that moment. Yeah, he was. The, the wedding. <laughs> I couldn't make it work. I'm a genius. So, what does that say? <laughs> um, but yeah, I also love the, like, the Black Siren moment with uh, Quentin. That was nice. The fact that, you know, it's not just one way. Maybe, like, oh, you want a daughter and she needs a dad. And maybe there is some kind of middle ground you guys can meet somewhere down the road. Maybe. Remember that Kate comment, too. Like she lost her dad when he went oh, out to the get cake? the cake, whereas he lost her. Yeah, because it was just the same cake. What was it like? Um, chocolate frosting and yellow cake. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like that. Those two universes are parallel up uh-huh. to that point. Like they both got. I've never seen this actress acting this well. Quinn she always getting, is a great. Not, actor. No, as actress. Oh, Kate you mean Cassidy? Uh, Kate yeah, Cassidy. Cassidy. It's like she goes looking teary eyes. I'm like, oh. You don't remember when she died? That was like the best. Yeah, I've never, I've never disliked her acting. Yeah. I just, I just thought the writing for I her character, I just thought the writing for her character was trash. <laughs> They're doing better for her as a villain, to be honest with you. <laughs> but obviously, I, I kind of have a feeling like now that the seed is planted, that's a little maybe a, a foretelling of her. She's gonna die again. Either dying, no, no, no more not, not die, but maybe going to Team Arrow. But then it's yeah. like, but you already got a Black Canary, so it's I like. I think she's gonna die protecting lands. I, I want to add though that no, I rather uh, die, uh, kill Dinah and then have Kate Cassidy replace her because she's yeah, because honestly she, she is the Black Canary. Dinah, she was supposed to be. Yeah, and Dinah's like a superfluous character, like yeah. especially in this episode. But it's Dinah, you can't kill Dinah. She's not Dinah. They yeah, try to she's... make her Dinah, but then when every time uh, Stephen and Mel and her are in the same scenes together, I always go like I feel nothing. This is not Black Canary and Arrow together. Yeah, like I felt like they introduced her to be the comic book version of Black Canary because they gave her the same name and everything. Yeah. So I thought that because, you know, Oliver and, and, and Dinah are, you know, married in the comics. So I thought, point, I thought forced. they were going to go that way, but they didn't. And they just stuck with Elicity. But so it's like, what's the them. Yeah, I, I know. I'm not saying I blame them. I'm just saying, so what's the point of this character? Just bring Laurel back. Exactly. And they did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, she's more superfluous. So I say just... Honestly, if you killed her, I would not be upset. And if you had Black Siren take her place as the new old Black Canary, <laughs> I think it would make more sense for the story. Eventually. Maybe next season. But it's overall. I like the, the scenes with um with Oliver becoming truly Bruce Wayne. Where uh, he, he's shitty with sidekicks, man. Just he got the whole Bat family out. The whole Bat family's gone, and now he's back to his brooding ways by himself, which I always like. OG, OG Team Arrow. OG Team Arrow. But you know what I mean. Like He's he's very much like closed off again from the... Because like the, the team coming on was like him opening up. Yeah. So to have them gone again is like, now, now I'm back to back to basics. Me, Oracle, and maybe Dick Grayson. That's it. Dick Grayson. 
<laughs> and if Diggle doesn't die, which I hope he doesn't. Although they, they keep, I feel like they keep ignoring Sarah in this universe. We gave Oliver the watch, and he was like, "Well, I don't have anybody else to give it to." I'm like, "You have a daughter, bro." She's flying yeah. around in time, man. You have no idea where Sarah yeah. is until a crossover happens. <laughs> I'm like, y'all don't talk on, a, y'all don't have an intergalactic telephone that you, hey, yeah, <laughs> that you guys Skype on or something like Stein that. Stein did with his family. Yeah. The fuck? You don't talk to Sarah at all. Sarah PC hustling. That'd be awesome if that was an episode of Legends of Tomorrow where it's like, yo, Sarah, you're going to use that thing that Stein used for his family? Even when nah. we talked about, uh, <laughs> nah. even when we talked about when Rip Hunter disbanded the Legends and she didn't go back to her father in Central City, no. she went to some random city and just started working as a retailer. I feel like the, they want to just pretend she's dead for Arrow, but when the crossovers yeah. happen, it's like, no, she's alive. <laughs> but they brought her back on Arrow. I know, it's so <laughs> weird. But that's the one good thing on, uh, speaking of Sarah's re- revival on uh, Arrow, Constantine being Legends. That's like the one good thing that I will say for Legends Finale. Yeah, I agree. That's when I got into it. Is it semi-permanent or is it just for the one episode? I, I think it's for a couple episodes, but it's not permanent. No. It's not permanent? No, it's for a couple episodes. Wow. I think, it's, my man Jack I, think it's like three, I think it's like three, four, or five episodes that he's coming back. Like he couldn't even become a Firestorm. He just left. Yeah, he's gone. They originally talked about him becoming a Firestorm by himself, but no, just... Yeah, and I, I mean, I'll spoil, I, I'll, I'll, I'll spoil the news. Yeah, Jack's gone. I'll spoil my first news segment, but he, the cat, Franz Drame left the... Sh- like, he's gone. Like, oh, he's it's, just done. it's not like it's a temp, like Jack's leaving and he's coming back. No, Franz Drame's gone. Yo, whoa. Save the why for the news. Oh, uh, there is no why. There's no why? No. He just said peace. Yeah. <laughs> Deuces. Yeah, Franz Drame left the show. Wow. wow. He's done. He's done with the writing. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's wow. weird. That's wow. weird. Stein left the show. Now he's left the show. Like, okay. Don't do this, man. No, do this, Gray. Oh, Gray. Come on, man. But you were Gray. All right. You, you guys are done with that row? We done? Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about Runaways. our parents are who we thought something really weird is going on i have so many questions no matter what we are we can't let our parents keep getting away with this stuff we cannot let anyone undermine what we're doing we're gonna need another sacrifice these kids are living on borrowed time to stop this. No one else will. Marvel's next hit Hulu series. They're only, they're only Hulu series. Is it humans on Hulu? No. No. And humans is on ABC. It was ABC. Oh, okay, whatever. If you look at the ratings, <laughs> it's the next for, greatest and only. <laughs> if you look at the ratings from the runaway so far, IMDb gave 7.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 82%, and Hulu gave 4.7 out of 5. It's doing well. It's doing really well. Okay. And as a person that has never read or seen the comic, other than a few tie-ins of Civil War, so I've got like a basic idea of the team, but I don't really know anything about them other than the basics of they're superheroes that have supervillain parents, and they ran away from home, and they found out they're supervillains. So right now, just do ratings. I... I give this perfect vision for right mm-hmm. now. Uh, five episodes in, uh, and I, if you had asked me what my rating was, episode four, I might have said more than more passable. passable. But it's 
the more you find out about the parents and their relationships to their kids, the more I'm liking not only the <laughs> chemistry with the parents between the kids and the parents, but the, between the parents between the parents themselves, between the kids themselves. Just overall, like it's a lot of the spidering drama of finding out about uh, all of the parents and kids and their relationships really makes me like the the whole series. So the more we find out about them, the more I'm liking it. Um, I'm really not sure where it's going to go. <laughs> it's just not keeping it non-spoilers for right now. Uh, especially since like it seems like there's Everybody no... dies. Yeah, everyone dies. <laughs> there's no true well, villains. Well, I know. There's no true villains on the show because the, the parents aren't really characterized as super villains. They're just characterized as people that have made questionable decisions to somehow get ahead in life we haven't even really discovered exactly how everyone's benefiting from this crazy ritual that's happening behind the scenes in this quiet suburban town the music choice i don't really little like town dude this, it's a quiet village it's it, the get out village because the, the music in this show is so white and i say that as an oreo but goddamn. Um, there's a reason why music is like that because I just found. They're rich. Out. No, <laughs> They're not, rich white not, kids. Not only mostly. That, the <laughs> not even mostly. It's the executive producer, um, Josh uh, Swartz. Actually, he did the OC and the Gossip Girl. <laughs> and I, I mean, watched both of them, and like you get the vibe. Remember, I, this I feels like one of those, but mixed yeah, with like Riverdale. I told you, like the opening literally feels like the mix of like Riverdale and like American Horror Story. There we go. That's what we said. <laughs> yeah. It's a combination of both of those things. It's like really edgy, but like yeah. with a hint of like suspense and horror. So I'm not really feeling the music, except when they use the Black Panther song. That shit we was fire. At the construction, yeah. Yeah, we own, yeah. It's a curse was a black scene, but <laughs> that's fine. That, that, they, do, they do that. They, they bought the <laughs> rights to it. it. They might as well use the song. It was yeah. fire. Every black every I'm, black movie gets a, a rap rap and we, trailer. And we know Miles Morales. Deeper, for those who don't know what The Runaways are all about, well, you said it was the supervillain parents. That's the gist of it. And in the comics, they run away. But as of right now in the show, they have run away. So the name is just about the people that the cult kind of captures. So basically, what it is about is that um, the kids find out that the kids are friends because the parents are friends. And they grew up and there was something tragic happening to one of the kids who we used to hang out with. And then the kids grew out of their get along period and then they eventually find out that somehow the parents are involved in this kind of cult that involves a murder so kids start investing on in parents and the parents are wondering if the kids has any clue of what they are doing and in the midst of it some of the kids find out they have a rather unique abilities oh yeah i'm not going into complete details yet i just want to give the overall story but I, perfect vision so what would you give it so far same I feel like you already said same. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, unlike you, I was gonna give it provision from episode two. Um, oh no! No, because I liked how the first episode focused on the kids. The second episode focused on the parents, mm -hmm. showing. So I immediately I knew there it wasn't just about the event that's happening around them. It's not. It's about who they are as individuals. It's gonna show the past. It's gonna show. The present, it's going to show the very far past of the parents. It's going to show the past of the kids when they're all together. And then now it's going to show what kind of collateral damage that those past events are going to bring to the present. And not only that, some of the kids has um, powers. Some of them seems like they don't. The kids all have their unique um, dynamics and char um, characteristics. Overall, this is 
rather I don't know. I always like the teen focused on uh, dramas too, mm-hmm. except for Riverdale. I don't know, Riverdale doesn't feel so teen anymore. But um, I'm very excited where this is going. I was, and um, I I love Nico. Nico is me Indeed. when I was in high school. The goth Asian girl. Yes. <laughs> Again, they are. They all kind of do for their own stereotypes, but at the same time, like when you find out reason why. Yeah, why some of them are the way they are. It's it's a really cool. Like it, like it gives them an extra layer of character. I say flat out right now. I don't see the reason why Gert is Gert. The, the Tumblr girl. Her. Yes. She's a Tumblr girl. Let her be. Let her be a Tumblr girl. I'm a Tumblr girl. Well, you're a different type of Tumblr girl. You don't have purple hair. Anyway. <laughs> I used to pick hair. Well, you don't right now. So. Fuck you. So you need to get on a status. <laughs> fake Tumblr girl. Fuck you. She's a fake Tumblr girl. <laughs> All right, Michael. As someone who's read the com- read the comic, what did you think? Uh, well, I'm not on episode five. I'm still on only okay. one through three. But just based on the three episodes that I saw... <laughs> I gave it up her for version. All right. Same page. We're all on the same page this That's month. Weird. I mean, week. <laughs> uh, let it keep going. <laughs> we probably won't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Don't we got something else we got to review? We'll see. Knock yeah. on wood. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, they're, 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 granted, there are there are a couple changes from the comics, but it doesn't really bother me. Like overall, the essence of the storyline and and the characters are are well intact. Um, like I don't have a problem with them. Like because like when in the comics, the way Nico had like the way she I don't know if they got to that point in episode five, but once she gets the staff of one, mm-hmm. the way she has to summon it, she has to cut herself. Yeah, it does take yeah. her blood. It's like ow, like pricks her. Yeah, so. But she has to like actually like physically. Yeah, no, it just there's there's her. no pricking. She has to physically like cut herself, and the staff comes out her chest. That's too extreme, Riverdale, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's too hardcore. So I don't have a problem with them changing that. Uh, they, the issues with Molly, like Molly's a mutant in this, but they don't they don't talk about it. But I don't, you know I don't have I don't have problem talk about that. I'm just talking about the changes. Yeah, they haven't even gotten to like people have powers in the show. But they don't really explain how all of them have powers yet, and because there's no mutants in the MCU yet, yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't. Uh, they never explicitly say mutants, but that would have been an easy explanation if you were in the comic. I also re- realized that they didn't make, they haven't made any references to the MCU yet at no. all, not even one, which is really disappointing. Yeah, because I was gonna say the comic opens with the panel of the Avengers. Like oh, they should have done that, or like on the do like Spider Man, like the, on the with TV the runaways, YouTube. with TV the run. Articles. Like there's a moment, yeah, there's a moment where they uh, while they're running away, they're like, "Our parents are supervillains. Call the Avengers!" Like they actually call the Avengers. Oh, what did they do? They should have done that on the show. What the hell? And, and like Tony Stark, there's a voicemail like, "This is the Avengers hotline or whatever. If you need help, so they you know they they press one like, "Help! Our parents are supervillains." Oh, and that so would have been they, amazing. Yeah, they, 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 they send they and dagger to check it out oh what yeah and eventually so they're, they're like full-on supervillains in the comic in the show they're just yeah, like no, bad they're people just yeah eventually the avengers people. avengers show up and what the hell so of course they're, that's not gonna happen they didn't even run away no but they dropped the runaways line because the cult the captures project, runaways. yeah yeah i'm pretty sure they're they're probably not gonna <laughs> like have a full like runaway like have them in different set pieces and all that because that's probably more money Kind of like, kind of yeah. like the preacher comic was like a road trip, so is this but a in the show, series? in the show, it just took place in one. Is this just one season? I doubt it. 
it's going to be a whole. How the it's going to be. Uh, it's, I'm as, sorry, continue. I'm as popular as the show is, is I guess is going to be how long? Huh. Seems like it needs a finite ending if it's not going to go super heroic. <laughs> well, but. I mean, maybe they'll team up instead of fighting their parents. Because in the comics, it's always just the parents. But yeah, then so, maybe oh, yeah. they'll have another villain that they need to fight. Oh, yeah. Okay, good point. But yeah, overall, like I enjoy, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> there's a there's a thing that happens in the comics that I'm actually hoping they don't do. They actually change it for the show, but I'm not gonna say what it is. Are you talking about someone dying? No. And turn okay. No, not someone. Not someone. Not somebody dying. Because I'm hoping they would actually go for that route of like, someone dying. And one of the teammates. Yeah, one of the teammates, one dies. teammates dies. What? Yeah. And then that one of the teammates in the show right now. Yeah. And, and the new and the new prime. I want I want new prime. Yeah route, that. Then, yeah that. I don't have an issue with like the one of the teammates die and it's no something happens. Has to happen. Some something happens in the team. I mean I'm not gonna yeah I, I'm not gonna say who it is. I can say what it is. The comic's been out since 2003, but basically one of the runaways is a mole. Yeah. Oh okay. Never mind. And then, then I you do find know. out who it is. I don't yeah, f- who it is. I didn't. I hope they change it. <laughs> what? I mean no. I mean I could. I would. I, I would rather have it that way. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that I want them to change. Why? Because I can't because I, I, I can't say why without. Yeah, no, I know why you're saying. Don't it. you suppose I know why. That's yeah, that's, that's why. why. <laughs> but come on, well, it would it would actually be a pretty big surprise, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't want it. I, don't I want know it. you don't want it, but oh my god, I'm so scared. Be <laughs> scared. But yeah, but over yeah, overall, I enjoy. I enjoy it. Okay. Anything specifically you want to talk about in the, the three episodes you've seen that you specifically liked? Uh, like I like how the second episode focused solely on the, the parents. Yes, focused solely on the parents. Like you don't really get that in a comic oh it doesn't like it's mostly just focused on the kids and you get some interactions with the parents okay I mean I I like the the kids and their powers like even though they're super villains you see that they're actually like their parents they're still trying to go after their kid like they're going after their kids so there's moments where like they pretend they're like if you don't come home we're gonna kill such and such and they're like are we really gonna do no that's our daughter are you stupid (laughs) (laughs) so there are moments like that that I, mean, I enjoy that I would like to see more of that I haven't really got granted I only saw three episodes yeah but. I guess you haven't gotten but I think around episode four or five it might be five there is a point where one of the kids confronts one of the parents four is it four I don't, it, or five yeah you, you the, the chasing right the bathroom in the bathroom no I was gonna say that, I'm not I don't get specific but there's even a moment where just one of the parents is basically like if the superhero is confronting a supervillain they did the equivalent of no. Now go to your room. And it's oh, like, Dad. but I want to be a hero. No, <laughs> go back to your room. <laughs> but it's not okay what you're doing. I don't care. Leave. All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to see Thanos like give uh, Spider-Man a scolding. <laughs> but you're being evil. I don't care. Go to your you're room. You're still a high school student. <laughs> All right. Homework. Like um talking about the moments that we liked, um I didn't mention Are we going that spoilers? I like I mean the show the show's been out for a while. I mean I, I for for the comics I'll probably talk because the comics been out since two thousand three, so if, if you haven't read it then you don't have any interest uh, in reading it. But it might affect the show. It does. It does. Yeah, that's why it's there are certain things I won't say, like like Yeah, the, the Yeah it's like Walking Dead, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't know if they're gonna go that route or not, and they might. 
I guess let's not spoil it. And I guess that's one I can talk about. Whatever. Maybe we talk about people's like the characters and their powers, like yeah, or even. Can we, should we reveal reasons for why some characters are the way they are? The, I was going to get into that. The, I yes. want to say the moment where uh, Molly went into the basement to go feed the pets. Yeah. And then she first saw the uh, old lace. Uh-huh. And she ran. I'm like, if old lace is so out in the open like that, how did they never, never notice? Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I said. We I was yeah, like, like in, the comics, old, in the comics, old lace is hidden. And like, uh, she's like in the chamber or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Like, you can't just run a, run up on her, like walk into the basement and see this, this big old do not <laughs> un- do not enter area. <laughs> it's like that, half the wall. <laughs> yeah, that nobody ever sees. I wonder like, what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever looked at that. Like, has nobody ever went downstairs? They had like one line that one of the mother was like, oh, she's so good and quiet. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's the thing is like never making a noise. No, but that's still, you have a big fucking door that says hazard. You don't think a child is going to peek through that? I think it's cool that the Tumblr girl has control over it because like she sung lullabies to her younger adopted sister. And mm-hmm. like the somehow her voice went through the vents down to the raptor, and the yeah. raptor like got Always used to the voice. voice. Yeah, so now she can give it commands and it listens to her. Is that how it worked oh. in the comics? Well, in the comics... Old Lace is genetic was genetically engineered by her parents okay. specifically to listen to Gert. Oh, so it's not a thing where they just made like a guard dog and just happened to. No, no, it was voice. designed for that. Uh, why Gert? Not is, does she have an adopted sister in the comic? No, Molly. No, no. So Molly's no. not a character. Is she a character? No, no Molly. Molly's a character. Molly's a character, but they're not, not. adopted. Oh, okay. Is he super strength? Same powers? Yeah, same powers. Okay, all right. Like, uh, like like Molly, well, no, uh, because Molly's white in the comics. That's fine. (laughs) Gert is smaller, too. Like, Gert actually looks giant in comics. Like, she's way, like, much bigger built, too. Really? With purple hair. Isn't she? Yeah, I felt like she was. Everybody grabs her phones to check how she looks. I mean, I, thought, I like uh, Molly's power where she's super strength, but then <laughs> immediately gets super well, this, tired. Yeah, she this is great. Oh, she looks pretty much the same. Heavy set, purple hair, glasses. Yeah. Basically the same. I guess I saw I saw this version, that's why. I love the relationship between the uh, the main character, oh, the black boy, what's his name? Black Alex? Alex. I, I think it's a young Mr. Terrific. This is an origin yeah, story. Mr. Terrific. <laughs> but yeah, Alex and... Uh, Nico and their relationship. That's cute. Oh my god! That yeah, she's fangirls me. every moment that those characters are on the screen together. I think I bruised Jordan because I was slapping him too hard. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, it's fangirls dream over here. <laughs> but they have cute chemistry. I want to say something so badly, but I'm not. I, I, yeah. I know. No! Yes! <laughs> but you ruined this for me! Your dream's gonna shatter. No! <laughs> yeah, I, really, I like him. Like he's like the like I don't know. I, in terms of his relationship with his parents, and he he has probably the best relationship with his parents moving into the plot. But then when he finds out a lot of things about his father's past, because he knew his father was in prison, but then when he finds out, really his father's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And he made a deal with another dude that was in his gang. Back no, in the day. his cousin. His cousin. Whatever point. But yeah, his cousin. But like. That's worse family. He screwed him over. Like it is like going into it, you think that his father's in the right. Like okay, well, he's a, he's he was he used to be a bad guy, but at least he got out of it. And he might be a hard ass, but at least he's doing things for the right reasons now. No, he's oh, he's an he's doing questionable things in the in the cult. He's doing questionable. Yeah, things I was gonna say because at the end of prison. the day, as much as they try to might try to humanize them, they're supposed to be super villains. Yeah, I don't 
like they're gonna go down the right. I think it's just gonna be like villains, not super villains. They're not, they, anything, they all have redeeming qualities. Every parent has redeeming qualities to them, even like the most heinous of them, which is the. Uh, but that's been the, that, but that's been the right? trope lately in a lot of films and TVs, like to try to humanize the villain. Like even like fucking Daredevil, like had that whole episode dedicated to the Punisher. I mean, not the Punisher, Fist? Kingpin, Fist, Kingpin, yeah. and showing why he is the way he is, and you know, try True. to sympathize. Even like, granted, I haven't been watching it, but like, I heard this whole season of Walking Dead has all been focused on Negan and trying to humanize yeah. him, and now people are like on Team Negan all of a sudden. Well. No, I, I guess I can't spoil those comics either since I know what happens in Negan later on. <laughs> oh, these comic spoilers we can't talk about. <laughs> so I was going to say, so that's been the trope lately of trying to humanize the villains. Hmm. Where sometimes, effect, well, I mean, sometimes people are just evil. But especially here where it's like a thing where it's your parents are the villains. It's hard to have a show where you have to constantly struggle with you can't really beat or kill the villains because the villains are your parents and not really bad people. So it's like it's constant back and forth. That I really like it. Makes the show interesting. But I mean, it's a good it's a good trope on like the teenage camaraderie anyway. Because usually, granted, it's a little bit earlier in age, but usually at that age, maybe not for Jamie because I remember you mentioned this before. I had but a like great people, family. yeah, people <laughs> had that. They're like, I hate my parents. They won't let like, me do what I want to do. Fuck you, mom. Yeah, it's a good. I, I, I never went through that. I never said. I, f- I never said fuck you. Mom. I never did went through oh, wow. any of that. I love my parents. Yeah, <laughs> my parents. My mother's Caribbean. Ain't none of that. That's enough. Beat you to death, <laughs> boy. What you say right now? Bow, 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 bow. But I mean, people go through. People go through that. Not necessarily hating their parents, but you know, you you assume the worst of your parents. Like, yeah. oh, they're bad people. Yeah. So it's cool they have plays on that. Yeah. So they're taking that to the extreme. Yeah. But at the same time, the moment when the kids are so set on the mind that they're evil, somehow. Every single one of the kids are starting to have their like really odd bonding moment with the parents. Like yeah. Nico had a really odd bonding moment with the mom who's been so cold to her. Episode five. Yes. Ha, cold. Good choice of words. Ah, get it? Snow. Uh, no. Nah, yeah, but yeah, she made yeah. it snow in the in the, in the office, office and then they had to clean it up. It up. Yeah. The somehow <laughs> every every drop. Ah! Bullshit. <laughs> and I say like if anything like just alert a freaking uh, fucking uh, fire alarm. Wet the make whole place. Wet. Yeah, wet the whole place then. First of all, I, here's the problem I do have with the show. All of the, the, the there would be no mystery or like tension of like will the parents discover that the Camera. kids know that they actually are like cult members if they had fucking cameras anywhere around their billion be, dollar houses. Wouldn't there be cameras everywhere? Security cameras? But I'm pretty quick. sure if there are cameras, the kids know where the cameras are. They live there too. Why it's not like they're ca- going onto the premises. The, uh, what's the black kid's name? Alex. 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 Yeah. Al- Alex's father to get into their cult chamber where they oh, sacrifice the, the, people. The yeah. There's a coaster that he turns. A coaster. A coaster, Michael. In a bar type lounge. A coaster. You turn the coasters on the table and it opens a hidden door. Who the fuck doesn't go for a coaster? Oh, it's because. It remember everywhere? in the beginning of the episode, Alex said, my, fa- my father always says, yeah, here. never to come into here when he's not in here. Yeah. So he's probably never been in there. Who cares? You, what kind of idiot makes his trap door get open with a very easily accessible because thing? Because no one's going to be there. Anyone could walk into your freaking, uh, what's it called? No, office? I can't walk. Your no. office where you're not there and just be like, oh, I want a drink. No one walks <laughs> in there. Oh, Why would anybody door? walk in there? It's his office. It's a high secured, like, face. It's not that high secure. <laughs> when you're in there, no. Dude, make it a, a behind a painting. Make it something people don't touch. 
the coaster everyone touches. Regardless, I still think that was cool. I want that in my house. I, I mean, I did too. It's like a bat, bat cave. cave. They build it for you nowadays. Yeah. It's expensive though. And if you don't have, if you're not killing people in that basement, then you can make your coaster as a switch. But if you're killing people, making something more secure than twisting a coaster. I was like, what are you doing? Even that moment, like that's different from the comics. Like the girl coming back. Mm. That whole thing was in. The yeah, that's whole. That whole thing is new. Huh? Like, I mean, how, they, how quickly they do actually the... they don't like necessarily put her in a device. They actually kill her. Yeah, that, that's my thing. When they do it in the show, I'm like, th- so they don't even really see a murder happen. It's just like they assume there's a murder. And no, then, they kill and her. Then later, it's verified, but like at that moment, they don't even know. Hmm. So they, I feel like they keep doing things to make the parents not as like explicitly evil as in the comic, right? Yeah, that's what they're doing, supposedly. But yeah, they actually kill her. How is there any drama at all with the kids and the parents of like not knowing the parents are actually uh, the parents not knowing the kids know, or does it go right into like they know the parents know they know and then they run away? Yeah. Oh, so the, the, all of this is filler, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, <laughs> this is all a completely new story. I don't mind it that way because like by doing so, uh, we see um Chase staying uh, staying actually bonding with his father who. I guess are we, this is spoiler. Everything we just talked about is. Are we going to spoiler? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess these are. But like, also, you gotta think about like with the comic, it was just like a one run. Like it was just eighteen issues, and then then that was it. Where this, I'm guessing, it's got to last like th- three, four, five yeah. seasons. So there's only one run, eighteen issues. Yeah. So that's why I feel like it should be there's one season. It should one be. Coming out. Yeah, there's yeah, one that's out. Like now. There's one that's yeah. out now. That's why I feel like. But this, that's because the show's coming. That's because the show's uh, out. Yeah. So maybe the season will end with them running away. But I feel like this. this and I mean, story they, they've showed up. They've showed up other like they teamed up with the Young Avengers. Like so, they've shown up since. But they're like they had one major run with like their parents, and it, that was it. Oh okay, all right. Because this feels like a story that should have a definitive end. Because once the the in this world, it seems like once the secret's out, I feel like the story kind of ends. <coughs> Though I've seen teasers of episode six, and they're trying to find a way to expose their parents. The evidence, but what do you want to talk about, Jamie? Oh, I want to talk about um, oh, fuck. You couldn't... I, I Chase and yeah, his father, Chase and Chase's father. Uh, by seeing spoilers, 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 spoilers. So, spoilers. we at the very beginning, we see sign as a uh, typical like Abercrombie and Fitch or Hollister. I hate people boy. like that. Yes. <laughs> hate his White face. boy working out and we thought he was just being really shallow. He's just playing across. Of course, he's a jock. But we later find out that he's the way he is because his father has been abusive and he's been working out so that he won't get beat by his father ever again. Yeah. He's a kid with a heart of gold that has muscles just because he's trying to defend himself. Because he's scared. Yeah. And you see clearly because uh, oh later on... <laughs> Later on, we see him interacting with his father, and when um, Chase drops the father's laptop, he immediately picks it up, looking like uh, like a like a puppy that just got kicked. Yeah, like wide eyed and like hunched shoulders. Like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then his father recognizes that. Yeah, and actually, is, uh, consoles him and like apologizes for his and past that behavior. Was, yeah, and it's that was really beautiful. like for a guy who like. And first of all, played I by Spike. played by Spike. Spike. <laughs> I was like, oh, that Michael, someone laughing. <laughs> I didn't realize the episode two. Like literally halfway episode two, I'm like, because too much wait, hair. Wait, Spike? <laughs> too much hair and like salt and pepper. No, I knew he was gonna be in the show. And I've never really heard like him. In Michael any- News. <laughs> yes, I never really heard him in anything where he has the English accent. So I was like, oh my god, no, he no, an American, American accent. Act- that's his actual. Yeah. That's how he speaks. Yeah. I know it's weird. <laughs> he was he no he spoke like and uh when he was in Smallville he spoke with his natural. When was he in Smallville? Uh, he played Brainiac. 
I didn't get that far in Smallville. I don't remember. Specifically. I didn't even watch Smallville. I knew this. Oh, well, I didn't you're a Buffy fan. Oh yeah, that, that too. <laughs> Ain't number one Buffy. Fan. Well, I mean, but going back to but, but yeah, but he, like him being characterized as the worst, uh, the worst parent by far. Uh huh. The most asshole-ish. The point where spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. His wife is cheating on him. With I, the, think, I think I think Nico's mother is the worst. What? So he's far. abusive. How is she worse than him? Nico's mom is neglected. Okay, that, is, that not, itself is an abuse. I mean, she's she she's well, yeah, he's physically abusive. Hey, come on, I'm like, come on, I'm gonna argue this. She's she he's physically abusive. She's verbally abusive, and and granted, maybe more so with the she's she might be less abrasive uh, with the kid, but just in terms of like, she's the one that's committed murder and like, yeah. like How, what did he do? he tried to commit? He committed murder. She uh um she uh, her murder is worse like, than his. She killed How? she killed, killed she killed girl. uh Molly's parents with the fire. Yeah, remember? Oh yeah, it's true. But so what? He's killed people. They've all killed people. Well, yeah, they've all killed people. But, but as parents, though. But I'm saying I, I, in as terms of the parents. I don't know. Oh. I mean, yeah, as a parent, she's not worse than him. He's actually abusive, and he's also a she, real well, asshole. They're both the abusive. That's why I say he's phys- he's physically abusive. She's verbally she's abusive. Verbally. Do I have to argue that physical abuse is worse than emotional abuse to some extent? Because you're getting both. Sense. You're getting emotional abuse from the physical abuse. It's worse. And he's actually a worse husband to his wife. I argue that they. I'm gonna say comparable. she's she's a worse wife to her husband. But she at least expressed, as far as episode five, she's at least expressed some kind of like need or want to get back to a normal place with her husband. I don't know if you've ah, gotten there yet. She tries no, the way she approaches she, she him. She tries is to that... date um, the really nice uh, husband, the Asian husband. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Yeah, that, that was episode three. Robert. Yeah, so you've seen that she actually made a move on him and was like, you know, like if things have been weird with between us since Amy's death, their daughter. And she's trying to get some level of normalcy, so she tries to like ignite that fire, which I guess the that death is what separated them in terms of like having yes. a loving relationship. So like she at least recognizes that and is trying to change. The they haven't even shown Spike interact with his wife. They've just shown him warm up to his son, and only because he's got fucking brain tumor. No, so he it's said like that he, he warmed up to her slightly too. Like when he yelled at her, and he was like, "He also sorry, I, I shouldn't." But it's not uh, the same way. I think she made more of an effort. She put the panties on the restaurant table, which is a hilarious scene. Because I think <laughs> she's like, thing, you no. take that? No. She wants to make what? an effort of bringing normality between her and her husband, not necessarily in the family. Whereas her husband focused on Nico. She neglects Nico. All she wants back is her husband, not necessarily Nico. What are you talking about? You, it, the episode even in, episode five even ended with her having a warm moment with Nico. She wants both. But at the same time, she is she's a bitch. So <laughs> wait, hold on. Am I really do you both think that she's a worse parent than the physical abuse of Spike? Physical abuse spike at least can be justified no, as a question. Yes Sticks no. and stones may break my bones, but words <laughs> Really? I'm it's, not, there, there's a level of not, your words abuse. can hurt. I'm not generalizing. You <laughs> saw his face I'm when she not, asked, when he listened. I'm not. I'm not generalizing the physical abuse and verbal abuse and just pure seeing them as categories. I'm actually seeing it more as symptoms of the reason behind the abuse is that if anyone when it comes to spike, there is a personality change because of the tumor happening. Whereas her is her inability to cope with the trauma that's happening and that's affected the entire family. Uh huh, and she's making an effort to change, and the only, the real impetus for spike changing is the tumor. He knows his time is short, and he's making peace with that, and he's realizing he's an asshole. 
but I've never seen any moment of physical abuse with him. Didn't they allude to that the first time you see him? Not the, that I can recall. The first conversation that the mother he has implied, with Chase. He implied that she does imply that he hasn't laid his hands on you for a while. Yeah. Did you miss that? I must have missed that. Oh, well, yeah, they imply <laughs> that even then. I can't believe I'm the only one fighting that physical abuse is worse than... <laughs> that physical and verbal abuse is worse than uh, an Asian woman who is reeling from the loss of her daughter and is estranged from her husband because of that. And, and the like, victims, I can't believe I'm the, the one fighting. Victims, <laughs> in the victim's point of view, abuse is abuse, whether it's just verbal or just physical. You she can't. She has reasons. Her daughter died. He has he reasons. To, he has brain tumor. That's not why he's abusive. That's why he's becoming nicer. He's not. He's not. He, he's not beating his wife and his daughter and his son because of the tumor. The tumor makes him forget things, and tumors make him stupider. And his tumor is making him realize that his life is ending. Is it the wait? The tumor. So he's been abusive the whole entire his entire life. Not. Like, you just do you not remember the story? The the son is worked out to get stronger <laughs> to fight his okay. his father. Okay, I let's I you're right. Okay. Let's am I just, not am I right there? You're, you're he right. literally you're worked right. out over the course of years to get strong enough to be able to fight his his father. Okay, so on that aspect, okay, I'll say he's worse because it's just it's just because she only just started being abusive. Yeah, she only just being started abusive. being abusive, whereas he's always been abusive. Or has she always been abusive like that? That she always preferred Amy over Nico the whole time. Well, yeah, she's, she's always, always she's always yeah, yeah she's she always, always preferred. preferred Amy over Nico. Yeah, yeah, but like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be like, wait, guys, you're saying the dude that literally beat his wife and son <laughs> is not worse than the Asian woman because she had trauma from does, her daughter. Does he, be, does he beat her? Does who be who? Uh, Spike. He beats his wife too. It may. It seems like he does, because she also. I mean, you've seen even in the first interactions between him and her, like she cowers around him when he gets angry, and he has like those anger fits. So it's like it seems like he does, and it's the fact that she, like, feels like she has to, you know, be with somebody else because he's just so angry and mean all the time. Well, that's because he's also distant, just like she's distant. And yes, but she's distant. Like, or the the husband of the Asian woman. He's leaving. Like, he's distant from her because of the daughter dying, and that messing up, messing up their relationship. But she's distant from her husband because Spike's just an asshole. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, there was no real instigating factor for why he was like the way he was. He just was. And then him realizing that he was he's eventually gonna die is what softens his character. But it's like it's great. I'm glad that he's doing it, and like they they both have redeeming qualities now. But at the end of the day, it's like. The Asian mother is like only reacting from a tragedy in her life. He's just straight up like, I'm just a, a smart asshole who's condescending. I hurts my son, makes my my wife cower. I'm like, you're a monster. But then he, episode five, it turns me around because the way he talks with his son and is like very like apologetic. It it's touching. It's like it's and it's not in a in a gimmicky way. It's actually it feels genuine. It's like okay, so you realize the error of your ways. And now that you see your son, because his son expresses like an interest in science, and he realizes I they don't really say it explicitly, but because um, he never really paid attention to things he was doing because it was so criticizing, he starts to like go like, oh okay, like you actually want to do these things, so I can I'll help you. Like and they have this whole well his storyline is moment. his storyline is similar to Cyborg, where Cyborg is just as smart as his father, but because of the way his father has been treating him and and how he is, he just he doesn't he doesn't want to be like his father, so he went to sports. Yeah, 
kind of the same thing. He and until he, he literally job. became a cyborg. Yeah, and science is all he can do. Yeah, and that layer of like he became a jock out of like a reaction to his father beating him. <laughs> so it's like that thing where like he might look big, but then when his father becomes angry with him in a couple of scenes, you see him cower like as if he was a child again, and that's impactful. That's aside from even me. though they're like that's what I'm saying. You're probably more so specifically talking about the parent aspect. Yeah. I'm talking about overall, like in terms but of then, like in terms of like the hierarchy of the pride. She yeah. seems like the worst one. That's what I was talking about. In terms of the hierarchy, the pride, maybe, but at the end of the day, then you're splitting hairs because like they all murder people. So it's like, who's worse? They all murder people. Like, yeah, they yeah. all do. <laughs> but you said you said this combination. Like, there's got to be somebody that's worse yeah. in terms of the hierarchy of the pride. I feel like she, from what I've seen so far, she's the worst one. That's what I was coming at it from. Yeah, maybe. I can't. Yeah. Com- I can't really comment on the child dynamic. No, I'm the most specifically his parents, but I guess I see what you're saying. Especially early on, if you don't know, I don't think he killed anybody in the first three episodes. Did he kill that woman yet? I mean, he put he put her in a box, but that was like a collective thing. But no, I mean after she woke up. Destiny. No. Yeah, he killed he killed Destiny. No, I'm saying episode three though. No, after she woke up, they were still. So you haven't got to the point where they do reveal that he killed Destiny. No. Okay. So yeah. So you haven't seen. Yeah, he gets his hands dirty too. He's he's also a dick in terms of murdering people. But also the physical abuse. Anyway, like he ha- he has her locked away, how, like how, hiding her. How did like, she's like, help me? It became a fifteen minute <laughs> Jordan rant on the, the ethics of runaways, physical abuse. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I also want to talk about some of the other characters before we go off of that tangent, like um, like the the daughter of the cult woman, Caroline. Caroline, and her rainbow powers. Is that also in the comic where she's got like rainbow energy beams? Yeah. Yes. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's an alien. What? Yeah, they're aliens. It also that does make sense. I'm like, what is this technology? And like, what is, what does that do with the alien respirator? So he's an alien. Yeah. Got you. All right. It's not. I She's mean, an alien, and her mother's an alien. Her mother's an alien too. Yeah. I thought she was just like a human. <laughs> no. Oh. Um, All right. They kind of like um, if I mention it, it's already a spoiler. If you look at the scene where she's at the party, she's looking around, you see, like, they actually hint um, one of her identity at the party because she sees... I, I don't think it's really... It's not I a spoiler because they talked about it in the, in the news article. Yeah, she's a lesbian. Yeah, she's a lesbian. Wait, who? Caroline. Caroline. Huh. That's why when she looked at the girls kissing, she was like... Uh-huh. Yeah, she's a lesbian. She has a crush on Nico. And that's why when she oh. when she, when she saw Nico, Nico and Alex making out, oh, there's a scene. I thought she was just so pure-hearted that she was just like, like, oh, it's impure kissing before marital. No, she has a she has a crush <laughs> on Nico, Nico. Oh. which doesn't get reciprocated. And then she ends up she she ends up with a girlfriend who's a scroll, what actually is a boyfriend, mm-hmm. but. What? <laughs> what? There's a scroll. There's a scroll that joins the Runaways, and he's a guy, and he oh. likes her. But she's like, I don't like guy. Like, I don't like men. I don't, like, I have no attraction to men. So, you know, scrolls. Because I'm an alien. <laughs> Does it count? Yeah, so a scroll could change it to whoever you want. So he shifts. Uh, Zavin is the scroll's name. Stays in female form so he can date Caroline. <laughs> and so Caroline only addresses Zavin as she. Mm-hmm. So we just can pretend that <laughs> I'm not a boy. That's what the whole thing is? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know how I feel about that. Because <laughs> it'd be like... Michael turned to a girl. What? Standard okay, fluid. bro. Just <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, yeah. Mystique does it. Like mm-hmm. Chris Claremont wanted 
but it was the 80s so Marvel was like hell no but the originally because you know uh, Mystique's true love is like Destiny that's like her main love interest wait Destiny from Runaways? no 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 I'm oh, talking like about Destiny no I'm talking about there's a character named Destiny from X-Men Oh, okay, okay. And like that's her like main love interest, like her true love, and so what he originally wanted because you know Nightcrawler is Mystique's um, uh, mother. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I was like, did I say that right? <laughs> yeah, Nightcrawler. Uh, so the way they re- originally wanted to do it is they wanted Destiny to be the mother, and for Mystique to shift into a man, and for her to be the father. But Marvel was like, no, that's a little too weird. So they changed it and had Mystique be the mother and Azazel be the father. Mm. But so going back to that, I mean, she's a shapeshifter. He's a shapeshifter. So. I don't know. I just feel like that's Naruto doing a kagebunshin to a girl. And it's like, come on, Sasuke. It's not gay. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) It's like, all right, but don't, don't, don't talk with your normal voice. (laughs) I mean, it's a scroll. You you shapeshift. They're gender fluid. Weird. (laughs) I'm down with the. <laughs> so I don't know if they're going to introduce Zavin eventually. Because they haven't introduced Skrulls in the MCU yet. That doesn't come till Captain Marvel, so. Mm. I like Chase's little. What, what's Chase's power in the comics? Because as of right now, he has like these little like robot hands. Yeah. That's his thing? Like, he's an engineer. Like Iron Man repulsor beams? Yeah, he's an, enge- he's an engineer. And so that's his thing. He makes the, the, hand, the gauntlets. Yeah. Okay. So I guess they're all pretty comic accurate then. Just with their own slight twist on them yeah like they don't all have powers really the only ones that have powers are caroline molly and nico okay and her power Even is just nico technically is not really a power because she is she needs to stick well technically. in the beginning she needs the stick but like she has magic she just doesn't know how to control it so the stick oh. is the, the the staff of one is the, the easiest way for the easiest way to, for her to control because if she wants to learn spells and all that stuff she can oh. but the staff of one is just easier does it work the same way in the comic? I thought it was like a thing where you only say one thing and one That's thing. how it is in the comic, yeah. So this is like completely made up. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm like, when it happened, I was like, that's not how Mike who said it worse. <laughs> you lied to me. But yeah, Alex, he's like super smart. He's a prodigy. Gert, her thing is just controlling the dinosaur. <coughs> and Molly, super strength, which she's actually the one of the top five strongest people in the Marvel Universe, which they're definitely not going to do that here. Molly is? Molly, yeah. Top five strongest? Top five. Why? In the, in the comics. But why? Because she's a mutant with super strength and she's the top five. That's it? This yeah. is like, what's the superhero name? She doesn't have, it's just Molly. <laughs> Molly, Molly, is what Molly, Molly Hayes. It's but like, in this is Molly Hernandez. It's like, but the top five is like, gotta be all Hulks. It's like, uh, Amadeus Cho Hulk, Bruce Banner Hulk. No, female. Red Hulk. Female. Oh, females. Yeah. She Hulk. So yeah, She Hulk. Cap- yeah, She Hulk. I don't know Captain the order. I don't know the order, but it's like She Hulk, Captain Marvel, Molly. <laughs> it's like the most basic name. Yeah, Molly's <laughs> up there. All right, all right, well, all right. Let's get in the anime with anime with Jamie. What we got, today, Jamie? Jamie. Jamie today is gonna talk about what Michael in the later is gonna cover in the news. It's called a Battle Angel Alita. Does it bother you that I'm not completely human? And I'd do whatever I had to for you. I'd give you whatever I have. I'd give you my heart. Alita? 
they will come for you. Why? I think you are someone very special. Her eyes are weird. <laughs> her eyes are. If you look at the trailer, her eyes are weird. She reminds you of Bratz dolls. That's actually a very accurate statement. <laughs> terrifying. But, um, if you look at the trailer and based on the trailer, it's about is this just a bus about a this humanoid named Anita, um, Alita, and somehow it's about her finding out um the sense yeah, of humanity, finding love and feelings and whatnot. But I am here to let you know that no, that's not what the original manga is about at all. Is complete opposite of that, kind of. So basically, long story short, what Battle Angel Alita is about is originally it's uh, known as um, Gunnim, meaning um, Gun Gunmu. Gunmu meaning um, Gun Dream. Okay. And what it is about is that yes, it is true that Alita. Because uh, I, I have no idea what the anime is, but I've never I've seen I've know of it, but I've never actually seen it. Uh, you know of this, so I will read you. <laughs> By no of it, I mean I've seen pictures of it before. <laughs> I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> Battle Angel Alita tells the story of Alita Galley in the original Japanese version, an amnesiac female cyborg. Her intact head and chest in suspended animation are found by cybermedic expert Daisuke Ido in the local dump. Remind you, the person who finds um, Alita is Asian. Oh. You, hear the, you hear the name? Are, oh. are there any Asians in that? No! <laughs> no! Okay, alright. Well, you know. In the local dump, Ido manages to revive her and finding she has lost her memory names her Alita after his deceased cat. The rebuilt Alita soon discovers that she, remem- she remembers the legendary martial art Panzerkunst Although she does not recall anything else. And then long to short, she uses that. She becomes a mercenary. And she finds she remembers she's from the Mars. And so forth. So, yes. It is about her finding her memories. About humanity in a way too. But no romance. No romance. Mm. Just because it's a female humanoid cyborg. Doesn't mean that you have to involve romance. Because it's a female. But obviously that's what... Hollywood is doing. Ghost in the Shell did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And second of all, once again, whitewashed. <laughs> but in a really weird way, those eyes, man. What's those up? With that? I don't. Know. And looks, she looks like a human version of Puss in Boots. Oh my yeah, god, it looks go. terrifying. Like Puss in Boots, Puss in Boots became human. Oh like she looks like an alien, and like the trailer opens with that. Like, it's just, it's a, look at you. I'm like, ah! oh god, look at you. <laughs> First I was a pussy, now I have a pussy. Oh god. <laughs> pussy <I> mean, boots. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> um, I mean, given the fact that like Daisuke, the person who finds um Alita, yeah. in the comic book, he doesn't necessarily look Asian, but if you look at it, the name obviously is a Japanese name. Daisuke Ida. <laughs> That's mean. totally American. What are you talking about? I'm my, my man that's they're, they're gonna go to the show this whole damn thing. Her name, is gonna, be, Japanese her name is gonna be Caroline. Caroline Light. Okay. In some ways, Light what if they had done the same thing for Ghost in the Shell? Like they could have. She's an android in Ghost in the Shell too. We make her eyes fucking giant. Like what? It's like 
it's too on the nose of what anime is. Like it's it's almost too it's, accurate visually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the manga and the drawing style, yes, her eyes are bigger, but not in a way that it makes her look artificial. Are everyone's eyes like that? No. Everybody, everybody's drawn differently. Okay, so it's like an anime. So for <laughs> yes. some reason, they chose to make her specifically. She's a drawn, terrifying. like younger-looking anime girl, and that's it. You didn't necessarily have to make her look like that. Ew. They did. I guess it, they I, wanted to. I don't know if they wanted to emphasize the fact that she's a uh, cyborg. They could have followed the original um design which is that her face is skin color but her limbs are silver and i feel like maybe they've been too similar to what they just did with ghost in the shell where like the whole th- remember that whole reveal in the trailer of like scarlett johansson with the the white cyborg body and the yeah water? so they'd be like oh we can't just do that it's just that's too similar it's silver fuck up her face it's silver, no! <laughs> that's the way to make it different fuck her face up once again, um, if anything, when it comes to anime and manga community, a lot of people has this opinion of leave the anime and manga alone and don't ever do a live action version. Because think about it. What is the most successful live version of anything that's ever came out? Anime? anime. Successful? Live and live action. Speed Racer? No, that wasn't successful. That's whitewashed. So I said no. most. You said most. Is there, are any of them successful? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I don't think any of okay, them. Okay, let me define redefine um successful. Okay. Is that what is the most um original, uh, the uh, most accurate and successful? Most accurate and, and successful. successful. You can't even say shit like um, Edge of Tomorrow. That wasn't that was a manga. You can't. But that's not accurate. Go to Shell. You can't because it's not accurate. It's not successful. I don't. You took out Speed, Speed Racer. Racer. Speed Racer tried. It had like it tried, it had, but like, it's not accurate. And... It's not. It's not totally accurate. But it's not. They kept like the cartooniness of it and stuff. I like Speed Racer. <laughs> I know you like Speed Racer. I, I as much as I want to like it, but it's been the entire whole Dragon Ball Evolution. That was super accurate. Oh my god! Oh, what about no. Avatar? The Lost Airbender? Hmm? Mm, hell exactly. no. Exactly. The whole point is that a lot of times when they try to make a live action. I haven't watched Full Metal. Is that out? It's out. We have. We probably should. I haven't watch heard it. anything about it. That's, I haven't that's heard not anything a good about thing. it either. So we should. We should watch it. And maybe we can do it next week. But my point being, like... is... <laughs> oh shut up. So Death bad. Note. Actually, are you talking about the Japanese version? Yes. Then yeah. I mean yeah, the Japanese version of Death Note. The, uh, even that had problems. Even that. See, there's not yeah. a single successful, accurate and successful live action version of anime or manga. Mm. Like you have to be very careful of how you bring that out, and not only that, it's hard. Like they're gonna do a movie version of My Hero. <laughs> oh Jesus, that would be amazing. Yeah, but but it wouldn't be amazing because it, it would be good. You can't possibly make like The Rock is all my tons and tons of volumes of manga into a movie. Yeah, it's impossible. Facts. I let alone leaving the like. Keep it, it keeping the culture intact. So are you saying Battle Angel Attila won't be the most amazing anime no! adaptation ever in 2018? No, absolutely not. Um, I can't wait till we watch it. It's gonna be awesome. I'm not. I'm not paying money for this. No. Uh, it's gonna be sweet. We're gonna have movie pass. Don't worry. It's gonna be awesome. No, I'm not wasting my movie pass on that. <laughs> Ghost in Shell 2.0. <laughs> my point being, I guess I'm the only one who actually talks about talks the most about Asian 
culture be actual be whitewashed in Hollywood in Western culture in general. Like I have to. I'm the only one who can talk about What's it. What's the nationality of the actress? Do you know? Who? The the main actress for She looked Hispanic. She's she looks Hispanic. I think her last name starts with R too. Oh uh, no. Rodriguez. I know Rodriguez yeah, is the director. Something. But she's I thought it was produced by James Cameron. I think Michael Rodriguez is the director. It's like none of these are Japanese people. <laughs> like, I'll tell you right now, I didn't see any Japanese names. Mm. Who wrote it? Maybe it's a Japanese writer. Maybe it was like a, someone who wrote the original comic. I'm trying. I'm trying to be hopeful. <laughs> Even though that trailer That's my point being is that, that there's so many once so again, it's some people may think that it's not a big of deal for the Asian culture or Asian characters to be whitewashed, but it is. Like, if anything, think of it this way. Like, if, it, if it's your culture, Jordan, it's being whitewashed, how would you feel? My culture has been raped and commodified by the exactly. white Exactly, so, so are okay. you used to it? So, <laughs> so because it's been happening for so long, are you okay with it? Am I okay with it? Yeah. Of course not. <laughs> okay, you're not okay with it, right? I'm okay with... Wally West not being on the Flash despite being the sidekick of the Flash. Am I okay with Jax Firestorm leaving the show? Am I okay with Diggle who was Arrow now being incapacitated? No, I'm not okay. I'm mad. I'm mad. No. Revolution not televised. But if anything, I guess what I want to point out is that all POCs go through struggles, all of them. And like. I, I really don't know how many people actually talk about Asian culture being like suppressed or being whitewashed. Not many. Not many. I don't know why. Maybe it's maybe because part of our culture is to not to talk about our suffering as much. We tend to like bottle it in and just like let it just be our thing. Because part of us, like some in some Asian culture, it's a shame to talk about the struggle that they're going through. Wow. Or maybe, maybe a lot of us a lot of asian people don't realize this is a this is a big problem in our culture well that's why we as black people will be really loud we'll get our rights first and they'll trickle down to you and is that why (laughs) we got it i mean technically that is true that's exactly how it works yeah we we fight black people have been fighting for everybody and affirmative action has actually helped white women more than it has helped What? Why are you looking at? Why are you? Yeah. I feel like you're about to like fight this um, Like, what do we do? <laughs> no, you didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. It's just sometimes I've seen POCs comparing themselves to other people, other POCs. I mean, it's the nature of life. People are people are dumb. Yeah, people compare other other white people to other white people. It's like we're different. It's mm. like if we're in, we're in the same boat. We should stick to next. <laughs> Stand out, stand up for each other, not, you know, putting... My point being is that Asian culture, leave it alone. Leave, leave it alone? alone. <laughs> Let us be. Stop whitewashing it. Stop hypersexualizing it. That's one thing I really like The Runaway about. Oh, Nico and her mother? Yes. Because you know what? They she tried there. to sexualize herself, but her, her husband wasn't having it. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, put those panties away. <laughs> We're in public. I, I don't want your panties. <laughs> this isn't some kind of sex movie. Even Nico, <laughs> like... Just the face of the, the, the hostess. It's just like... Yeah, that, she was like, oh. oh. <laughs> She's like, just Asian, away. Just Let me Asian back away. <laughs> not being sexualized, not being seen as petite, weak being, like being more popular, more vicious, almost. Like, it was a nice feeling. Like, it's a nice representation. 
leave us alone. <laughs> I just want to put those, those words on like a box for like representation and like race relations. Jamie says, leave us alone. <laughs> race relations by Jamie. <laughs> Hashtag leave us alone. Okay. Yeah, funny enough, I watched, uh, I was watching this TV show uh, called Falling for Angels and every episode they focus on a different subsection of uh Los Angeles. So the second episode was called Koreatown, and it was basically about gay uh, Koreans. Mm-hmm. And so it was good to see that, like that type of representation on the show. The first episode was about the Latino community mm-hmm. of LA called Boyle Heights. Mm-hmm. The second episode was Koreatown. So it was it was a good, it was a nice episode. The acting wasn't that good. Oh, <laughs> but just seeing that, just seeing it on screen. It's we exist. And if, if you want to see our culture, maybe you should let us show you instead of you copying our culture. I would like to see it someday. Someday. Give me silk. Someday. Give me silk. You're not going to get silk, man. You got to let that shit go, dude. <laughs> I just got to tell you. No. I care about Cindy Moon. I care. <laughs> a girl. Leave my girl alone. Alright, we don't, don't, don't talk about Battle Angel Attila. <sighs> but overall, it. since Read we're all on the topic, we're talking about the manga. What did you guys think about the trailer itself? God, fuck. What the fuck was that? I was too distracted. Like, that was worse than Superman's face and just like, <laughs> like, That's like the only like thing that can distract from Superman's face. Yeah, I agree. I, I was still at this, even though I was like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, eh, I'll check it out. Smooth movements. It being CGI. All the CGI stuff. But it didn't look real. It, like, no. Even if that was all real except for her face, I couldn't tell because her face was just so... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, it was, I'm pretty sure it was motion capture. The whole thing or just her face? The whole the whole thing. And then it was probably embellished. Yeah. Kind of like golemized her face. I mean, that one moment where she, like, CQC that other robot guy that I wanted, like, super speed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But then, but like, you eyes. know, then I look at her face. <laughs> Everything that was kind of cool was like, oh, that's cool. But oh. your face. <laughs> I don't you can't fix it. <laughs> I don't know who fucking chose that. I don't know. Whoever is in the art direction department of that movie needs to be fired. Like, up. what are you doing? I get it. It's anime. But you d- don't. You're too literal. <laughs> too literal. <laughs> Jesus. Cause you can do that for any anime. <coughs> Just make a live action anime for anything and have giant monster God, no, eyes, don't. like Mikasa with giant <laughs> monster <laughs> eyes. Attack on Titan. Ugh. All right, moving on. News. Live action Sailor Moon. <laughs> oh Jesus! Shit. Everybody looking like a fucking doll. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> have bubble eyes. Uh, so trailer of Jurassic World two. What'd you guys think of that? Oh! Oh! I- Footage to show you because it's Jordan and him just going nuts. So I'm dropping the trailer right here. Life cannot be contained. Life breaks free. Life. Finds a way. No! It's so good! It's the best! It's dinosaurs plus explosions! Okay, so I guess we're gonna fight. Dinosaurs! What? 
dinosaur <laughs> explosions. I was underwhelmed. Oh. How can you go in a room oh, with dinosaur okay. explosions? Exactly. Uh, we've gotten that already. Like, who cares? When have we gotten dinosaur explosions? Like, I feel like it's a Michael Bay. When have we gotten dinosaur <laughs> but, explosions? No, we might oh not have necessarily God. gotten dinosaurs with explosions, but it's, I just feel like it's the same movie over and over again. They're not doing anything really new, except they're just adding explosions to it. Well, no, I will fight you on this. We don't necessarily I, know. I grant it from the first trailer, just based on the first trailer alone. You know I'm the, like, we don't just, necessarily know what the story is. It, all we really saw was them, oh, uh, we got to save the dinosaurs, and then they're running from a volcano. So basically, Dante's peak of, of Jurassic Park. That's act one. I don't know why I dropped the mic there. But yeah, <laughs> he's, he's an expert, so. It's, it's act, that's only act one of the movie. It's it's basically going to do a thing where, uh, and, and the, some of the scenes were out of order in the trailer, but what the basic story is, um, Blue is still alive, go back to the island to get her, Volcano is like the, the, the island's like on the verge of, of volcanic activity, so the island's going to explode. After the explosion, we get the awesome scenes with Jeff Goldblum, uh, yeah. Making his return, giving his. I feel like it's gonna be a, the only scene he's in. Probably that's fine. I don't want him in the movie. Uh, <laughs> stay away. Stay away, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> be Jeff Goldblum in that one scene and stay away. <laughs> but um, uh, it's basically a, a fight of creationism versus like what to do with the animals that survived after the explosion of the island. So Blue survives the destruction of the island, and she's being like basically corralled with other uh, dinosaurs. That's why you get those those quick scenes of like the T-Rex in the truck and like really reminiscent of Lost World where they capture the dinosaurs to take them back to the mainland for like a Even Disney that, I wish they didn't show that part of the, uh, in the trailer. The T-Rex saving Chris. Yeah, that Dude, was too I will agree with that because I, I loved it. Kind of oh like, like Spider-Man Homecoming where they show Iron Man save the boat. I was like, why'd you show that? I wish, but in the I same, don't want to see hyped, that. Though? You weren't hyped though? You weren't hyped Yeah, though? but that's something I would rather have seen in the movie. Wow. But you were hyped though. <laughs> it's Jordan's day. Just say I yes. Just dude, say yes. I died. I, I, I'll be, this is me. But when they showed the the whatever the lost the lo- not lost world the um what's the third one called? Jurassic World. Was this called Jurassic World? Th- Jurassic Park Three. Jur- Jur- I don't I don't know. Oh, whatever. Jurassic Park Three. It's the same dinosaur that was in that movie or one of them. But when that T-Rex comes in, dude, and saves them, I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. But that happens like every every movie, though. The T-Rex saved them in the last one. The T-Rex saved them in the other one. Did you like that moment in the final battle of the first Jurassic World? Where the T-Rex, like, Mm -hmm. when Blue saved the T-Rex and they had that epic final battle? I I applauded in the theater. It was was all right. Are you serious? That's what made the movie for me. Like I literally, I literally squealed and the applauded. End, the ending. I, I was into Jurassic World until they got to the whole ending. Like the ending is what I was. I started to tune out, especially <gasps> when her ass oh is out God, running a T Rex in fucking high heels. You're dumb. <laughs> you're wrong. You're dumb. You know why? Because they did a test. They did a scientific no. test. The no. top speed for a T Rex is 12 miles per hour. The top speed for a woman in high heels 50 miles per hour. Boom. Yeah, fuck that. Boom. Sh- <laughs> fuck that science. shit. Science. No. I don't. Fuck that so it's shit. So possible. Science. <laughs> But no, I actually agree with the. They shouldn't have shown that in the trailer. Like that was like, unless they have a better moment. That was like, why would you show me that awesome reveal in the trailer? But um, for the trailer though, hyped, hyped. Blue with the T Rex, hyped. The final battle was awesome. The last movie, yes. and they recreated it in the trailer. Passable. <laughs> oh my god. Move on. Move on. Oh my move on. god. Fight, fight after. God. Wait, we gotta rate it though. What would you, what would you rate the trailer? I, I give it. Okay. All right. 
We can be friends Because <laughs> I know better I also get a perfect vision Of course you do Passable <laughs> It's not passable <laughs> It's perfect Passable <laughs> my Oh my god <laughs> Anyway next trailer uh, The Miles Morales Spider-Man trailer dropped today Yeah that's alright Wait, so how many of us are there? (laughs) (laughs) So, what'd you guys think about that? So, it's about Spider-Verse. I'm gonna get silk, right? Nope, no silk. (laughs) No silk. (laughs) Yeah, that that says into Spider-Verse, so I'm guessing... I mean, I didn't know it was gonna be a Spider-Verse movie. I like, didn't know. Yeah, it was, I, I thought it was gonna be a Miles, Miles Morales, Morales straight up movie. That's how they pitched it—a Miles Morales solo movie, <laughs> animated. And we were all like, "So even though I, I like the trailer, I'm not a fan of that." I'm like, "Because you wanted Miles." Yeah, just give me Miles by himself. The way it looks is dope. It looks like the MTV Spider-Man kind uh-huh. of. Thing. Yeah, it does. So I'm not gonna watch that. Everybody else watched the MTV Spider-Man. That's why I said it does. Yeah, I know. Yeah, usually, I watched it. People were like, "Huh, MTV I Spider-Man?" Well, no, I watched it. It was voiced by uh, Neil Patrick Harris as uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yo, what? See. Okay, then I've never watched it. Wow. Let's see, I can be this right here. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch MTV as much. I didn't either. I just tuned in for Spider-Man. You watched, you watched Teen Wolf. That's not MTV. Oh, that was wild. Wow, really? Yeah, I grew up. I watched it. I wasn't allowed to watch MTV when I was younger, so. No. no. Okay. So. Okay. How'd you feel about it? It looked dope. Like that animation looks flawless. Which, speaking of, the main voice is from Dope. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shine Meek more. And at the end, was it just? Was it a Peter? With it, I think it looked like Peter. Right? Lanky, taller. Peter. Yeah. Which is that gave me some Spider-Man feels. Yes. Spider-Man one, not two. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, not, uh, not two. The good, the good one. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about the other one. Oh, not anymore. Give me silk. Give me silk. Yeah, I mean, if they have the whole Spider-Verse, oh, I, yeah. I guess they're gonna have. They, they have to have the when? whole cast. Yeah, if they call it Spider-Verse and they don't do Spider-Verse, it wouldn't make sense. I wonder if they're gonna keep it the same plot and have the Morlins trying to kill the Spider-Man. Probably, I think should. They might change it. I'm just. I, I don't care if they I'm change sure, it. I'm sure they might change it a little bit because they always change. Yeah. Change it up somewhat. It's kind of weird. They're just like they're they're multiverse vampires that eat spider multiverse people. Multiverse vampire. They go after totems. Yeah, but they just want spider people. Me. The raptor totem that um Peter had. Peter, Silk, and Miles had it. No, Miles didn't have one. No, right? Spider Woman. Spider Woman had it. Spider Woman, Silk, and um, Peter did. Yeah. So they're after that. And to protect three of them, all the Spider Man and women gathered. Hmm. Looking forward to it. Yay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah. Insert the obligatory rap music because it's black people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I like that. <laughs> I like the sound. No, I, like I like the music. Yeah. I just keep. I just, it's, it's like every. Because lately, every movie that comes. Every even movie. Wrinkle in Time, they had like rap yeah. type music. <laughs> Man, you know, black people rule the world, man. We get more power to us. Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah. Especially there's a black lead. It's like a it's like it has to be rap or something. But I already already mentioned this, but I'll mention it again. We uh yeah, Franz Drama, he left. He's gone. Why? Jax is gone. Unfortunate. Firestorm is gone and we brought in the Hellblazer. Oh, that's a good comp- that's that's kinda of fitting. Fire fire. But it's just weird that he just they didn't even say why at all huh? yeah they didn't say why which I mean I'm excited to see I'm excited to see uh, him flirt with uh, Captain or Citizen Citizen Cold 
No, Constantine? Yeah, Constantine. Oh, you think they're going to do it? Oh, they're going to do no it. No way. Really? They're going to do it because uh, so? What's-His-Face uh, came out and talked about who? Uh, Rory, the actor that plays Rory. He talked about the moment. Um, there's a moment where they're flirting with each other and Rory's are all uncomfortable and stuff. Shut up. So he walks away. Wow. So he, was, so he was like, that was a cool thing to film because that was different. Wait, from, is that going to be the next episode? Well, it's I don't know if it, but he's gonna. I mean, he's gonna be in like the next three or four episodes, so might not be the next next episode. But fuck, can we watch Legends? He's not in. The, it's not. It's not out yet. Uh, he's not even in the episode yet. <laughs> well, he's, like, he's like in a the teaser. future. In the future. Oh yeah, well, Constantine. I'm watching it, but then when he leaves, I'm not watching it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, funny enough, once we stop saying we say we're gonna not do Legends on the podcast mm-hmm. anymore, I stopped watching it. The I, only episode I watched, yeah. only episode I watched was right after Crisis of Earth X. Okay, same. Yeah. You also you're not gonna watch Inhumans and you watched it. <clears throat> I don't know what you were thinking. Oh, yeah, I went back because I was like, I watched the first five episodes. I might as well just finish no. it. Might as well. And it got. No. I was like, and it got worse. Of course, they killed Gorgon. It got worse. They killed the black guy. Yeah, they killed. They killed. They killed Gorgon. But they they brought him back. Which what? I mean, I figured they were gonna do, but still, the fact that they went, the fact that they did that shit pissed me off. Oh no, the only black one. <laughs> oh no. What if the Asian one? Did he fall in love with the woman? Uh. Did she die? No, they brought they brought they brought Triton back. The green, the green, oh, okay. the green guy. Uh huh. He was never dead. It was just a. It was a. It was a ploy with Black Bolt to pretend to have him pretend he was yeah, dead. That's stupid. Medusa never got her hair back. What? <laughs> Really? The, the, the whole season, the, the whole season, she never got. Uh, he he eventually learned. Uh, he got his powers back eventually because he just calmed down or some. I don't know. They never explain how he got his powers back. All of a sudden, he was just accurate again. Wow, the power of love. <laughs> yeah, is that it? Power of love. I don't know. <laughs> the power of family, like Fast and Furious. No, <laughs> yeah, Fast and Furious did better than humans do. <laughs> I believe the uh, the family in that movie. Even more. Black Bolt, like he spoke two words, two words in the comics. That's destroying a planet. What What do you do? He said goodbye, brother. And so technically, one. that's like goodbye, brother. That's four goodbye, syllables. Brother. That just should have destroyed the whole galaxy. What did he but like. He destroyed like the very front, not even the whole building, the very front of a building. He said goodbye, brother, and only the front of the whole, the front half of a building destroyed. Did it whisper? No, he was just like goodbye, brother. Whoa! And it like oh, came no. out. He it like came out like a fart, like only a little, like a fart. Uh, that's right. That's right. And it only destroyed like a little. I'm like, this is Black Bolt. Man, you like Man. you're like diminishing Black Bolt. Come on, I would have gone all the way with it and just had him scream by the end of the first season. Ah. At least. Like I don't know what you're destroying, but take have him take out the basically whole Atlanta or something. Yeah, because basically he locked uh, Maximus up in like an underground bunker and he destroyed like so he has no way to getting out. Like okay. so he spoke to destroy like the building or whatever, so he can't get out. Mm. And then they left Atalan and then they went to Earth. Now they're on Earth. All the Inhumans. Yeah, it's only like four. They they gave a number. They said it's only like fourteen hundred of them. Oh, wow. Okay. So now the Asgard's gonna land on top of them when they get to, <laughs> and they'll be killed, and we'll never hear from them again. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just. It was it was trash. <laughs> yeah, Medusa yeah. never got her hair back. Locked. I mean, not locked. Y'all. Crystal is in love with that guy with the surfer dude. Oh, the one that you assumed it was gonna yeah. be a relationship with. Yeah. Oh, and then the girlfriend cool. tried to uh, have her locked up. She called the cops on him, but then they just teleported away. She's like, "There's a big teleporting dog in there." 
And the cops are like, I want to see the, I want to see it. And then they just teleported away. So we missed. He's like, I'm so serious, man. I'm super serial. I'm so serial. Yeah, it was trash. It was trash. But yeah, but because they brought him back from the dead, he's all, he came back wrong. So now he's super aggressive black guy. He's like, so he's like super aggressive now. Are you serious? Yeah. So now uh, Wong, not Wong, I'm thinking Doctor Strange. (laughs) Racist. Uh, uh, I want to no. say Kilowog. Now I'm oh. thinking Green Lancer. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Karnak. Karnak. So yeah, yeah, now Karnak is basically because his watcher, his handler, because he's like because uh, Blackball basically said like you're you're in charge of him now because you're the one that made the decision to bring him back. Even though I told you not to, you, you know you're in charge of him now. Mm. Like watch him because he tried to attack Blackball. He tried to attack Medusa. One. He's like help me. I'm I'm broken. I'm making these angry face. Whoa, mm. you look like a Frankenstein monster <laughs> right now. But yeah, it's, it's trash. Okay. Oh, good to know. Never watching humans. Got it. Nope. <laughs> you still need to watch it. No. <laughs> Anyway, this will make you happy, even though you're not going to see it again. Disney decided to cut the 20 minutes of Frozen. Ah! Oh! Out of Coco? Out of, from Coco. Uh, they should have done that before we watched it. If only. I'll never know how much I would have liked the Coco. <laughs> they tried to save face and basically go, well, we only were going to have it in for a limited amount of time anyway. And, you know, now that time is finally up. So we're going to remove it from theaters. No it's like, no. Y'all just did people it because people are complaining. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, you're just trying to save face. It was only a limited amount of time. No, no, bitch. Limited amount of time was when Coco was going to be in theaters. <laughs> it's got to be unprecedented. Like 22 minutes before a movie starts of a, of a short film. That's like ridiculous. That nobody cares about. That no one wanted. It has nothing to do with the, the, the actual movie you're about to watch. So yeah, so they're saying with previews and I like the movie doesn't actually start to like a good 40 minutes into wow. like if the movie like if you have an 8 o'clock showing you're not gonna actually start the movie till like nice. 8.40 8.45 yeah. I'm gonna have to rewatch that movie at some point cause I feel yes. like I didn't give it a fair shake cause of Frozen no you didn't so yeah so it's like when you got kids and then you gotta sit through that it's like nah. yeah I was tired by the time Coco started I was like oh <laughs> this movie's just starting Jesus <laughs> so we basically brought Jordan as a kid there yeah Jordan was the kid he was, he, the, he, was, he was fidgeting yes <laughs> 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 I don't like it <laughs> like Hulk stop throwing things yeah. <laughs> I don't want this popcorn I want new popcorn <laughs> right, right, good news for Warner Brothers Warner Brothers also crossed along with Disney crossed the 5 billion dollar mark at the global box office how uh, Wonder Woman helped uh, it Wonder Woman with 821.8 million it with 694.2 million Justice League also helped because right now it's at 570 just granted it's not what they want it to be and it's going to end up taking a financial loss but it still helped them cross oh it's actually going to take a loss yeah because it's not because uh, in order for it to make a profit it has to cross well no in order for them to break even they have to make at least 650 Ooh. and there, and breaking even if they break even you still technically lose money mm. So it's not in order for it to, just, does that yeah, include advertising or not? Uh, yeah, that includes the advertising. Oh, okay. So in order for it to break even, they have to make at least six fifty. And uh, according to Forbes magazine, they did an estimate. It's saying Justice League doesn't look like it's going to hit seven seven hundred million. It's not going to hit seven hundred million. Wow. Which even means Doctor Strange made more money than Justice League. Oh, wow. Yeah. So oh, where oh, before weird. the movie was coming out, like there was talk about Justice League being the number one, number two, or no, even number three comic book no. or superhero related movie of it's all time. It's not even or highest opening weekend box office. Not even no. just the superhero movies, but it's like yeah, it's like number twenty five. 
Mother, <laughs> save our franchise, the mother, <laughs> the unity. <laughs> but yeah, but even with that, I mean, the Warner Brothers still cracked the five billion dollar mark. Kong, Skull Island, Dunkirk, and a bunch of other movies help. But Justice League, and yeah, help push it yeah. to five. And you have a lot of franchises, a lot of temple franchises. Yeah, but also with that Justice League news, a script has leaked. That was supposed to be originally written by this guy named uh, Will Beal. Will Beal? What's your Pokemon? Will, Will, a Will Beal. A Will Beal. Yeah, Will Beal. Okay. Who wrote a movie called Gangster Squad? I don't know what that. Gangster Squad. Yeah, I don't know what that's supposed to be. But anyway. Sequel to Suicide Squad. <laughs> pretty much. But we're black people. Yeah. <laughs> all black people. It's all the, the black villains. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, uh, before. Batman v Superman and before Man of Steel he wrote a script for Justice League and then originally they wanted to have Ben Affleck direct it Mm. and uh, this is before Zack Snyder came on to do Justice League and all that stuff and so the script finally leaked and even though it's a lot of shit going on (laughs) it's a lot of shit going on and it's way over the place but I'm still like I don't like the scene that's better than Justice League no way what is is in the script it says here are a few highlights from the script it says I'm gonna read it verbatim though Steppenwolf is the lead villain in this year's Justice League Beale's draft would have made his boss Darkseid the master of evil better pause though we We watched Justice League War again it's like Everything Justice League tried to do, but better. So and really, better. they could have established characters like Green Lantern and stuff if they had just followed that script and just added more character development. Yeah, even that, like Wonder Woman, like, yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman was fucking dark side up. But you won't see that in this movie. And it'd just be Superman. No, and they're gonna be like saving the citizens. Like fuck wasting dark side. Just do it. Like just <laughs> God. All right. But yeah, but it says uh, that opening Shark Tank. Shark Tank battle ends with Desaad, one of Darkseid's minions, killing Killer Croc and stealing kryptonite that Luther has tried to buy what? from KG Beast, aka Anatoly from Arrow. At one point, Croc bites a shark. Why Croc? Where's Croc what? coming from? It's just random. Oh, okay. All right. Remember, this is before Suicide Squad and all that. This is supposed to be before all of that. Oh, so okay. throw, throw, throw those movies out the window. Okay. And then it says <laughs> done. That's <laughs> so easy to do. And then it says while tw- back. while 2016's BVS would pit the heroes against each other, and the 2011 script imagine them as allies, yay, yeah. who know each other's secret identities and have coffee at a Metropolis diner where they chat about the other superheroes like Diana Green. Aww. Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Aquaman, and they soon travel to Central City to recruit Barry Allen, the Flash. Aww. Amanda Waller and King Faraday run the Department of Metahumans Affairs and seizes Killer Croc's body. We also meet Abel Tarrant, Tattooed Man, Copperhead, Barbara Minerva Cheetah, and Solomon Grundy. So they're already making Legina Doom in this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Waller and Croc eventually met uh, and then, yeah, it says Waller and Croc eventually meet in the 2016's version of Suicide Squad. And then the next point, in deep space, Green Lantern John Stewart and a Thanagarian Cater Hall, a.k.a. Hawkman, engage in a cool action sequence inside a space station nightclub as they try to stop Kang, Kang Jar Ro from helping decide weaponized kryptonite. The first act ends with Superman kidnapped by Steppenwolf and the parademons are taken back to Apocalypse. 
Huh. Next point. That's okay. crazy. By the start, I said it's a lot of shit going on, but even still, I'm like, it sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it says by the start of the second act, Batman goes to Themyscira to recruit Diana, with whom he has romantic history with, and Barry Allen, Green Lantern, John Stewart, and Diana have a meeting with Wayne inside the Batcave, which has several generations of Batmobiles and bat suits, as well as Mr. Freeze's cryo gun, mm. Scarecrow's mask, and the Penguin's umbrella. That was awesome. John Stewart yeah. returns to Oa, which is the Green Lantern's headquarters, and finds the dead bodies of his fellow lanterns, mm. Katmatuo, Kilowog, Guy Gardner, Shellac and Tomar Ray, the entire Green Lantern Corps has been massacred by oh. Darkseid. Wow. With the Lantern Corps out of the way, Darkseid invades Earth at the midpoint of the script with, <laughs> with help from a brainwashed Superman. As he does in the Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns and in BVS, Wayne dons a special armor to fight the Man of Steel. Diana manages to release Superman from Decide's mind control, and Superman rejoins the League in the fight against Darkseid. So that plot thread seems like what should have been in Justice League, where Superman's like taking over for like part of it and then joins. Yeah, I mean, even like uh, the comic where Superman went evil. Yeah, like it was Diana. The Diana was the one that got him out of it. <laughs> they shouldn't abbreviate the Superman being evil, especially since it was the best part of the freaking actual movie when mm-hmm. it was done. Like that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it go it goes on. It says Superman. It's not done. No, it says Superman goes through a boom tube and travels eleven years into the future to what? find that. Yo, uh-huh. it's a lot of shit going on. How long is this movie? Like six hours. It's a lot of, <laughs> shit. It's a lot of shit that goes on. It says Superman. In hour nine of the movie. <laughs> It says Superman goes through a boom tube and travels 11 years into the future to find that Darkseid has wiped out 80% of Earth's population. Diana leads the last of the human resistance with an aged and gray-haired Bruce Wayne and her as her second in command, they have a son named Clark Wayne. What? And one <laughs> And one This is a fan fiction now. <laughs> and one surprising member of the resistance is Lex Luthor, so kind of like injustice. Uh, yeah. The future Batman leads a dozen fighters known as Batman's Berserkers. They include include Slade Wilson, Captain Harkness, Captain Boomerang, Helena Bertinelli, Huntress, Barbara Minerva, and it says comic fans might also recognize this team as the members of the Suicide Squad, though not exactly Suicide Squad of last year's film. The last of the resistance is headquartered inside Superman's Fortress of Solitude. And the last three points is future Lex Luthor figures out a way to send Barry Allen back 11 years in time. Wait, wait. So that's just the reality now? Like He actually goes into the future and gets stuck there. And now it's like, this is what life is now. So we need to send somebody back in the past. That's actually kind of like Rock the Rock of Ages storyline in the comics with the Justice League You are right. You know, you've read that comic before? Rock of Ages? Yeah, I haven't read it. It's basically a thing where um, Lex Luthor has this device, and if uh, if he breaks it or something like that, it's going to destroy the world. I don't remember exactly what it is, but the point is, the characters get blown to the future where Darkseid rules <laughs> the world, and the whole storyline is them trying to send, Someone I think, back. Flash and Green Flash. Lantern back to the past to prevent Superman from destroying that thing Lex Luthor had. So basically, if, it, he, if they don't stop him destroying that device, Darkseid doesn't destroys the world, basically. So it's kind of the same thing. We're like, now, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it, it, part of the story is the status quo becomes the future is fucked. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's actually kind of cool. 
So yeah, uh, future future Lex Luthor figures out a way to send Barry Allen back 11 years in time, partly using Darkseid's boom tube. Future Flash goes back in time to before Darkseid's invasion and dies. Am I too soon? <laughs> and dies in the younger in his younger self's arms after warning of a terrible future. So it's kind of like when Barry killed him, like sacrificed himself with the running, yeah, and his future self, or with the with the time. What's it called? The time remnant. Yeah, the time remnant. Yeah, and then uh, it's, then it says Diana, Bruce, Barry, and Green Lantern travel to Apocalypse, rescue Superman before Desad can take over his mind, and the reunited Justice League battle Darkseid and his forces on Apocalypse to stop the invasion of Earth. The entire Lantern Corps, along with the Amazons what? from Themyscira, join in the battle. Oh, that would have made that final. battle. That, the, the problem with that way. This is the final. This is the final moment. What the script ends with Mer- Mercy Graves. I don't know who that is. Planning that's, that's um Lex Luthor's assistant. Planning a presidential campaign for Lex Luthor and Luthor receiving a message from Future Luthor telling him that Superman's secret identity is Clark Kent. Oh, that is so. <laughs> ding, ding. Meanwhile, in our reality, ding, 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 he's coming. Ding, 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 that's why I said it's a lot of shit going on in this. But I'm like. And it's core yeah. is better. Just trim it down a little bit and then... I trim out some of the Hawkeye bullshit. Yeah, because I'm like, it's great. It's a first draft. First draft is never going to be yeah. the final final version. That's so, of course, man. they're going like, to trim it. Core bullshit, like, trim that down. Save no, it for but later. The, 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 a lot of the problem with Justice League was that climax because it didn't feel climactic enough. And then when you see things like Infinity War where you have like all of... All of the, like the Wakandans running with the Avengers uh-huh. to fight uh, Thanos' invasion force, like that is a high scale, like a big scale epic war. Just like with the flashback scenes in in, in Justice League, mm. where they show Steppenwolf fighting the uh, Atlanteans and yeah, the Amazons. So yeah, yeah, have the climax of Justice League, the whole Justice League assembled fighting with the freaking uh, the Amazons and the Green Lantern Corps. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's epic. The, the backdrop. Mental image of that alone is fucking epic. Why? Even with the even with the battle, like the five thousand year war, I feel like that should have been a longer sequence mm. in the movie. I heard it wasn't. It cooked down. Yeah. Oh. There's yeah. actually a whole sequence with um, I forgot what god, but there was, Zeus? Like, there was some cutscene. Yeah, I think it was Zeus. Yeah, they say there were three gods: Zeus, Ares, and uh, Artemis. I think, but then I'm like, but that's not what Ares is. Professor Lupin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It's, it's a model in Justice League, but Jesus Christ. I love all that stuff about the going to the future and like going back to stop that event. Oh, or like just having moments of seeing like Batman and Superman at a diner just talking. Aww. Yeah, just skipping all of the BVS bullcrap. Yes. And they already know who each other's, they're already uh-huh. friends. Just like Justice War. Because after Man of Steel, you could have gone anywhere. Like after Man of Steel, you could just skip ahead three years and been like, mm-hmm. in that time, Superman met Batman. Like the world has become accustomed to the superheroes. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I could take it from there. But yes. they were like, no, drama, BBS, court cases. <laughs> like, what? No. No one asked for that. But also with that, there's. Uh, because of everything that's going on with Justice, it's going to be Justice League news coming out like every week because oh of, <clears throat> of it not doing well. So now there's going to be major shakeup at DC. So basically, John Berg, who was the head of uh, the f- comic book film film division of uh, the DCEU, he's basically not, he wasn't fired, but he's been technically fired from that position. That's the guy who's working with Jeff Johns, right? Yeah, that's the guy who's working with Jeff Johns. So they're looking for somebody else to replace him. And Jeff Johns, they're keeping him on as the creative financial officer of the DC Comics, but he's no longer going to be in uh in in his role as part of the film division. You know, as a, like he's going to be more of a uh, it said advisory capacity 
as opposed to like overseeing the trying to be the Kevin Feige of that world. Jeff Johns isn't. Jeff Johns isn't. He's they're taking John Berg and Jeff Johns, and they're basically demoting them more or less. So all of your talk about waiting until Aquaman and see what Jeff yeah, Johns is going to do. I mean, I, I, that now. Aquaman's going to be like the only movie now. And now they're looking for other people to replace. Oh, retcon the whole damn thing. <laughs> Yo, this shit is done, son. <laughs> and they're like, also is- saying they... Granted, Marvel... I mean, DC never had its own, like, autonomous studio or whatever. But for the most part, they kind of left them alone, kind of, which not really, because they were all up in, in, in Justice League and all up in BVA. They were all up in all this shit. But yeah. now they're saying because of what Justice League did, they're now moving it more into the the wing of under Warner Brothers, mm. like into the Marion office, as opposed to, I'm like- no, Is that better? <laughs> that's why I'm like, no, their biggest issue is they need to give them their own, like make it a DC Studios. Yeah. So that they're on, they're only focused the people that work in the DC movies they're only focused making a good DC cinematic universe as opposed to having other people that you know they're doing the DC movies but they're all they're also working on Fantastic Beasts and they're also working on Dunkirk and they're also working on this no mm-hmm. let's have people that only focus that's their only focus and not even just focus but someone they need people with the creative insight into the DC universe that understand the character like like a Jeff Johns that understand the character or not even Jeff Johns like I think I don't don't even think it has to be just him but like somebody that is like a Kevin Feige that understands the universe and its characters and has an overarching and long term plan for these characters but see I think they need more a Kevin Feige than a Jeff Johns because Kevin Feige is a movie guy that knows comics. Exactly. Jeff Johns is a comic guy that know that just happens to be a like movies, but he's 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 not he knows nothing about the movie business. Exactly. Jeff Johns is a movie producer first and foremost, but he just happens to be a Marvel fan, so he knows about the Guardians of the Galaxy and all the other mm-hmm. shit. But he's a movie guy first. So some hardcore comic fan needs to make a list of like a questionnaire and send that to every like producer, executive, and Warner Brothers, and whoever can like answer all the DC questions correctly <laughs> like if you can name who was the green lantern before <laughs> like you know what i'm yeah. saying like <laughs> so all somebody, these like really obscure questions yeah so somebody like when david goyer was doing the green lantern movie like he shouldn't be in charge of any comic books after his comments of you know she hawk is a dumb character she's yeah, just a person you. that was created to have you know be so the hawk could have sex with it's like no they're cousins yeah, first of all or, no he's, he's terrible but he's doing he-man he's terrible yeah it's just one of those things where Hollywood just hires the same people over and over again and it's just like you they're bad it's crazy agreed so there's shake up going at, and Warner Brothers yeah Jeff Johns <sighs> being fired I'm waiting for that cancelled announcement that the universe is just cancelled lol and they're gonna reboot then what? it then how yeah. long are we gonna take 10 years another 10 years maybe 2 or 3 Two. Or yeah, cause it's gotta nice. be like 3 years or something like that 3 years I mean we talked about this like, I don't need it I don't need DC movie I can wait the 3 years like there's so many other superhero movies coming out Marvel it's like, you mean yeah. Marvel I could, I could wait for the DC ones to get their act together. I'm not I'm not dying to see. That sucks to say because I really liked Man of Steel, but and Wonder Woman. Gotta let it go, man. I gotta let it go because where they are now. Yeah, just... I want them to reboot, but keep Henry Cavill. <laughs> you you just love Henry Cavill so much. I you, do. Why? I do. What is he? I mean, I love Man of Steel, but even I'm like, if they get somebody new, how do you know someone else will do it better? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, I like Ben Affleck. I like Batman. Ben Affleck too, but a how do you lot. know somebody else? I know John Hamm won't be a better Ben Affleck, Ben a better Batman. Just not. What was his name? I mean, yeah, oh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I kind of no. feel. I, I just, I just feel bad. I feel bad too, but like I'm just talking about what's better for the the, the universe franchise? and the franchise. Yeah, like, yeah, the actors. Go. Yeah, that sucks. 
But but this is not their only rules except for Cyborg. Yeah, for Cyborg. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh you wait, dicks. <laughs> Delgado's Wonder Woman's so good. I don't that I feel. I feel like if anything, they're gonna do. They're gonna. They're still gonna do Wonder Woman two and three. Yeah, they yeah, could. they're not gonna mess with that formula. They're gonna, they're gonna keep Wonder Woman no matter what. Yes. But like Superman hasn't been. You don't even like any of the movies. Like no, I at least I love Man I, st- of Steel. I like. But but Henry Cavill was never my issue though. I always said I like him, but just give him better writing. Agreed. But haven't even had one movie where I. That's like, why I said I That's said before. They more so need to reboot the people like fire everybody behind the scenes because because even if they reboot it's gonna be the same fucking people making the same decisions well, change those fucking people yeah change and, and the formula perfect, of what they do yeah that period of reboot world i'm hoping they change everything That's yes the actors like have your right if anything while we're like preparing for the reboot you'll have enough time to like schedule things plan ahead and plan everything that's ahead. another thing i mean we used to be like the actors but you know what i don't like their chemistry i don't think any of them have that grave of chemistry together I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about that as I'm saying it. I bet if like and Galgado wasn't that bad. They're okay. Cute. They're not amazing. I know it's about it. Yeah, you're right. But John we, Hamm but and that also chick because of that we in, never in, in uh, what's what's the movie? But John going Hamm. back, but even going back to the writing, we never oh, had Baby real. Oh yes, Baby Driver. They had better chemistry. <laughs> but I was gonna say going back to the writing, we never really had because you also complained about that. We never had full moments with the Justice League team, so we never really got to see if they really have chemistry together. They only had like certain moments, but it wasn't really like real character moments. Well, I'm sorry oh, for that, but you should you should be a great actor that no. you you made that chemistry. When it comes to chemistry, you put them together, it's either there or not. Yeah, you know why? Because it's Amazing Spider-Man Two. Well, yeah, because they had yeah they have chemistry reads. The, the Amazing Spider-Man Two dialogue and like plot wasn't that great, but Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker like They're, their chemistry is amazing. Just their banter. Like look oh. at Alex and Nico. You put the right there. It's like wait, I see something. Yeah. So, I never got that from Ben Affleck and and Gal Gadot. No. I mean it's it's okay. It's it was all pining. right, but it's all lip service. It's yeah. just like remember that thing from the comics or the anime uh, series you like? Like yeah, I do. <laughs> but like I don't know. Flash and Cyborg, kind of, mm. the fist bump. I don't, I didn't really feel it. So, like, I I feel like the MCU, one of the best things that they have going for them is their casting. And yes. they 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 built it up on Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and then they found people who not only have great chemistry with him, like Tom Holland, like, oh, my God. But, so like, cute. they have people that all have great chemistry with each other, like, mm. like Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. Absolutely. Like, like Star-Lord and Gamora. Yes. Like, there's, there's all these characters that have, like, genuine chemistry. Mm. Just, just being on the same screen together so they need to find that and, and we own that <laughs> and we own that yeah but come on black panther he is taught and like in civil war bro was like oh this is the best character ever <laughs> he just spoke and my panties came off exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i don't free how long can you keep your friend safe from me like shit like that See, i like, don't care oh, i don't care like ah. oh, oh. but yeah apparently uh they're this saying that show. It's looking like there will be an extended cut of Justice League, so (laughs) people doing that petition, but it's not going to be the Zack Snyder cut. It's it's going to be the Joss Whedon cut. It's the scenes that we saw that are half made. Give me something. Yeah, it's going to be the Joss Whedon cut of the, because the Snyder cut doesn't exist. No. Yeah, it's basically just going to be the scenes that that got cut out. Yeah, that we've seen online, kind of. Pretty much. And in the trailers. A lot of them are in the trailers. (laughs) Uh, what else? Ben Affleck. They're saying his final movie is going to be the Flash movie. The Flashpoint movie. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And then after that, he's not he's not doing the solo. It's not going to be the solo Batman so movie. So now it's official. 
Yeah, that's that's pretty much what they're saying. It's not an official announcement from like Warner Brothers or anything like that, but that's what the article. Flashpoint is going to be his last movie, but it's like at this point, like because we've been talking about will he or won't he so for so long. I'm like, I don't care anymore. Just recast him, get somebody (laughs) else. If he doesn't want it, like I like Ben Affleck as Batman, but if he doesn't want to do it, I don't want you to do it either. Yeah. Like get somebody just, else. That, well, wait, like st- gonna... let's stop talking about it. <laughs> I'm over it at this point. They're gonna reboot the whole franchise and we'll just let it be. Like whatever. even with Flashpoint, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yo, like, you like that dude with Luke Cage? Pull the trigger, nigga. <laughs> I ain't got all night. <laughs> you remember that? You remember that from Luke Cage? Oh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, but you know, uh, was it a uh, pop? No, Luke Cage said to that that kid. Remember that? In, it's like one of the first episodes where he's got oh. the, the gun to the, the, the kid pulls the gun, Luke Cage. Oh, okay, and I remember. Puts it in for his head, like, pull it to him, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I got all night. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I remember. Of I was like, oh, he's scary. <laughs> <laughs> he scared that kid straight because I would have been scared. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think he's ran away. I don't think, I think he pulled the trigger. He ran away. <laughs> No, he ran away. No, he didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but even though I was like, yeah, he's bulletproof, but if he gets shot at that close proximity, he's gonna get knocked. Kind of like what happened with Jessica Jones. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Ah, oh, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I regret this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like I'm over it. Like even with Flash, like I don't want him in Flashpoint. If you're gonna leave the universe, don't be in the fucking universe. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. with that with that being said, John Hamm has thrown his hat into the ring of saying he wants to be Batman. I like that infinitely more than Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Yeah, yes. He's got the face for it. It says John Directly John though. is gunning hard. Too, though. Yeah, John too Hamm old. is gunning hard for the role. Too but I'm like, I'm pretty old. sure everybody is gunning hard to be Batman. Yeah. Too old. Who would be, who'd be better? Like, aren't, isn't that kind of like defeating the purpose of them going for a younger Batman yeah, yeah that's why I'm like I doubt it's gonna happen cause yeah be, John Hamm and Ben Affleck I, I think are basically he, the same age he looks older than Ben Affleck way older he's probably wrinkly. isn't but he looks older he's wrinkly he needs to gain weight like Ben Affleck looks a little pudgy you fat get pudgy yeah. <laughs> get a little pudgy Fill in the get depressed wrinkle. start drinking <laughs> he called back reshoots <laughs> eat burgers but yeah but more back and forth rumor this uh, contradicts what I said last week uh, actual cinema this is from inverse.com actual cinematographer they, that worked on the um, movie they gave names and everything Fabian Wagner he came out and said the black suit was in the Justice League movie ah! told you last week that that dude yeah. was bullshit and there's no that's way that's why I said I was like that's why I said take it with a grain of salt yeah Henry Cavill you alright you dying yeah Henry, Henry Cavill had the black suit he took pictures of it you can't take a picture of something that's Wait, not real it? it was Thor's suit <laughs> Yeah, but he, his quote was, there were scenes shot. It's a cool looking costume. Sadly, we didn't get, we didn't see that either in either, wait, sadly, we didn't see that either in the final cut. I wonder if he was, his whole body, did they CG off the black suit in that final scene? Like, why was he just naked? No, because you'd be able to tell if it was just like with the face. Yeah. It looked like he was but just. But he looked fake that whole scene. They just didn't use it. No, his face looked, his face looked. So where the, where did the suit come in? I don't After know. That, probably like cut in the out final the battle. Whole sequence, yeah, yeah, maybe the final battle, or he yeah. get he got it. He flew to the. I don't know. Maybe maybe he he wore that in the final battle. Because the way because like, the way because the way they're making it seem like he's he's evil. Let's put him in a black suit. That's it's, that's kind of how they make it seem like in this movie. But the black suit was actually so he could absorb more solar radiation because he came back from the he came back and he was weak. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so the black, because you know, black actually absorbs Absorbed more sunlight. sunlight yeah. So that was what the black suit was supposed to be. Not That's a weak explanation, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> not because he's evil. Let's put on some black. Yeah, no. I'm evil. I- let's put on the goth makeup. <laughs> How else would you know I'm evil somewhere in black? Kind of like what they started to do with Charm. Like they couldn't afford the budget to make demons anymore. So, Seriously? Yeah. Is so wearing black? All demons, started, all, all demons were human looking, but they were wearing black. Wow. So wow. one day Piper showed up and she was dressing like black. She was like, why are you dressed like a demon? I was like, what? <laughs> wow. She's like, because I'm trying to fool people. I'm like, no. Trying to fool people? Yeah. I'm like, no. What is this? this is the state of this show? I used to love this show. That's a shame. <laughs> But what? yeah, I don't, I don't, ugh. I, I, I would like to think it, it happens in the final battle. I really feel like that entire battle was supposed to be evil Superman. Hmm. Zack Snyder kind of confirmed that, uh, that was how he gets revived too, so. You're dying, Jamie? You're dying. She, <laughs> she is. She's, she's about to. But yeah, Aquaman, they yeah, released the image. image. Yeah. yeah. It's like Justice League, but darker. <laughs> Pretty much. So, whatever. Yay, I guess. I really hope James Wan pulls it out. I mean, pulls Doesn't it Doesn't matter. The whole franchise is going to get rebooted. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, the kid from It, uh, Jack Dylan Grazer, that was I was talking about, you know, I'm going to get a staff infection. What's his oh, name? Him. Is that Steve? What's his name? What's his, what's his name? The, 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 the lame one. Yeah. The worst one that that got traumatized by the yes, the painted lady. Yeah, but he's uh he's been cast in Shazam as uh Freddie Freeman, who's Billy Batson's best friend. Aww. So so I guess based on the uh, the the audition tape we saw, he's the one that he comes out to in terms of I got I got powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Marvel Junior. Yeah. So yeah, congratulations for him. Mm-hmm. And it's not hype for anything in DCU anymore. <laughs> I like, have a feel. I have a feeling. They might hold off on Shazam if yeah. they're going to actually reboot it. Like, Shazam is going to take place in the new universe. That actually be a really good idea. To have that be, like, the first Superman kind of movie. Shazam? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not the first, because if they reference Superman before they even sue Superman. What does it matter? If it's a new universe, then it's just like a Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. And you can see, like, images of Superman flying across TV screens and stuff. It's like, mm. oh, my God, it's a new Superman, but we don't actually see his face. <laughs> and then it's actually kind of cool, because then you get... A kid's interpretation of the new universe of Superman, mm. who's likely more like the Superman we know, who's like, you know, good, well virtued. Hello, citizen, like that Superman. All Might? Yeah, like All Might. So you get to see him act like All Might, acting like Superman, which I, that'd be kind of cool. Might like so, Superman. yeah, Billy Batson is Deku, and he looks up to Superman. Yes. Oh my God. This is, oh my God. Now I'm actually hyped. They go that route. Oh my God. Please do that. And they make Superman like a mentor type because he doesn't really have a, anybody to look up to. No. They kind of did that with the Superman Shazam movie. The they did. One. They did. So hopefully they go that route. Oh, that'd be awesome. That oh, but they're not. It's going to oh. be dark and gloomy. No, <laughs> you know, don't give me these ideas of a better universe. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, the, the talks between Disney and Fox, they're, yes. ne- they're nearing a deal and they're saying that an announcement could come as early as next week. Next week? Yeah. Woo! That Disney and Fox are one. So what happens? This is like the the superhero lands. That, that's when DC finally says, hey, we're, we give up. Yeah. <laughs> we're done rebooting. <laughs> they, they have to at this point. Yeah. But yeah, so, so they're going to have the majority. They're going to have like 30% ownership of Hulu. Yeah. Uh, they're going to get the original Star, Star Wars back. <laughs> that also makes so they can, that Disney app they were going to make, they'll be able to put Fox movies on that too, right? 
Ooh. Yeah. So then they have a good lion's share of the monopoly for the blockbuster movies then. Pretty much. Because uh, I learned this on Screen Junkies yesterday. Uh, right now, Disney and Fox have like the, uh, like 30% of the blockbuster market. Together? Together. So like so they merge. So like 15 and 15. So now together, Disney will hold like a good majority of the... Of the Mar- Paramount House, like five percent. This fucking greedy mouse, hot damn. So that's, so that's why everybody's trying to create like a universe because they're trying to compete with like Disney and Fox. Yeah, it's too late. And so like that, yeah, that creates, that creates that creates issue with, issues with like smaller what? films because they're not gonna make that type of you know like Avengers type of money. No. So that that kind of worries me a little bit. And they can force you to make uh, to pay higher prices in the theaters because they have like all no. the big budget movies. Yeah, because yeah, because the price they spend on on movies correlates to what we pay in the theaters. Yeah. So that kind of worries me a little bit. So movie pass. Yes. Yeah. For, For as long the, as they as long as they're running, it's gonna go up to like thirty bucks a month. <laughs> so would be worth it. <laughs> but also, uh, funny enough, Chris Evans tweeted about the uh, Marvel and uh, Fox thing mm. coming out. Uh, he said so who do I talk to about a cap human torch buddy comedy spinoff <laughs> I'm thinking planes trains and automobiles meets parents trap because <laughs> you know he played yeah. human torch uh, is the Pikachu in your news oh, that's, that's next oh, okay. so also with that Ryan Reynolds also tweeted about the news why and he said time to uncork that explosive sexual tension between Deadpool and Mickey Mouse <laughs> Is that what you? Is that all you got? Huh? Is that it? No, that's not what I. Yeah, that's not what I was thinking yeah, about. No, no I'm talking else. about. No, I've said that's next. I'm just oh, talking okay. about the Disney merger. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah, the Disney <laughs> merger. So they tweeted about that. I just thought that their reaction was funny, so I read about it. Yeah. So anyway, also with Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds has been cast. Now that we're getting to your news. Yeah. Oh no. He's been cast as Detective Pikachu. What does that even mean? In a live action Detective Why is Pikachu he even movie. Talking? With uh, Justice, I can't remember his name because I talked the about that. Kid. Yeah, the black kid from yeah. Get Down as like, I guess, the other lead. Now I can't unsee Deadpool breaking the fourth wall and entering another franchise. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, Detective Pikachu. How he sound? Like, he doesn't... He's, like, why would you get an adult for Pikachu? I don't know. It's going to be weird. It's going to be hilariously Pikachu. weird. <laughs> but it says, the story is kicked into gear when Smith's character's father is kidnapped forcing the teen to team up with Pikachu in order to find him. Newton will play a sassy journalist who helps them on their way on their quest. And it says the role is going to be motion capture. Hmm. 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 It's terrifying. I, I don't lie. I I'm not interested at all. But I, I, I get peanuts from Barr. <laughs> I am yeah, curious. I'm not interested in it. I'm like, Barr? <laughs> <laughs> Who thought, yeah, who thought this was like, bro, what were you smoking and can I get some? I'm sure it's going to be hilarious or hilariously bad. It's one or the other. (laughs) And Ryan Reynolds on top. And funny enough, the people that were in the running were Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And Ryan Reynolds ended up getting it. But part of me is just like, yo, what was this script that those three were like, it's kind of interesting. Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman, The Rock, and Ryan Reynolds. That's weird. Uh, It's funny, Ryan Reynolds, side note, I love him on social media. 
uh, when the Infinity trailer dropped, did you see that he made a comment on uh, Josh about, about Josh Brolin? That's not what that's not what cable yeah, looks like or something cable. like that. Oh no, no, it was like no. it, was, it was like it was a funny post where Josh Brolin reposted the Infinity War trailer, and in his caption, he made it seem like he was writing home. Donald's running home to his mother. It was like I just oh, yeah. gotta go destroy some people. I mean, take care of some business. See you later, <laughs> mom. And then Ryan Reynolds commented, "That's not. I, that's no way for capable to speak." <laughs> <laughs> I'm insulted. <laughs> Yes, I mean, yeah, I like his social media stuff. Funny. But I mean, it, think about it. Like, um, maybe because Ben Diesel is who's doing the group voice, maybe everybody's thinking, maybe even if we have a manly voice, we can do some, like really cute characters. What? But like, Vin Diesel's like super heavily like voice changed. Yeah, yeah, his, vo- yeah his voice is modulated. For baby group, they're especially. Probably, they're probably oh, gonna do the bro. same for Pikachu. Can you imagine Ryan maybe, Reynolds' maybe, voice? Maybe, but yeah, it's, it's gonna mouth? be weird. I feel like he's just gonna go high pitched Ryan Reynolds. Hi. No. All right, let's take a bet. I mean, he's kind of high pitchy with Deadpool. I know, so I mean, high pitcher than that. High- he still sounds like a man. I mean, he's also a detective, so maybe, I need to see maybe a tra- Pikachu's older. He's I, just gonna- need to see, I just need to see a trailer because this is gonna be. I, I definitely think he's gonna be older. Yeah. Oh my god. That's yeah, because Pikachu, you know, he's got a job now. He's got a nine to five. Like he left training with Ash to become a grown man. Well, no, it's, not, it's not going to be that. It's going to be a different Pikachu. Oh. <laughs> I like him growing up. Becoming a, but whatever. It's, 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 it's stupid. I need to see a trailer. That's yeah. all I got to say. You know. And even then, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Brian Singer has been fired from Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, because he's a weirdo? Or? No, because he... and apparent, uh, This has been a pattern of his that, that's come out once the story came out. But basically, he got fired because uh, production halted because after Thanksgiving break, he just didn't show up to set. Whoa. Why? He claims... I, I, I'll get to that afterwards. But yeah, he didn't show up to set and, and, and it came out that... He did the same thing to X-Men Apocalypse. Oh. He's done the same thing on other X-Men properties. He's done the same thing on like Usual Suspects. Okay. So this is a pattern of his just not show up. So it was irresponsibility. Yeah. So basically, I'm like, but if this is a pattern of his, why do fuck? Why do you keep hiring him? If I do, Hollywood just keeps hiring the same people. Yeah. Like for whatever. Like it's just like. What was the fucking name who fucked up the movie twice in a row? What? In X-Men. You talking about Scott Buck, yeah. Iron Fist, and then the oh, yeah. yeah, Scott Buck. Why you do that? Oh, uh-huh. yeah, why? but yeah. So I'm like, if this is a pattern, why did they keep hiring him? But yeah, uh, but he came out and said it's because his parent is gravely ill, and so he left. Like he's taking care of his parent, and so that's why he didn't show up to set. But I'm like, exactly. But I'm like, if that's true, I'm pretty sure you would have told Warner Brothers beforehand. If, even if that's true. The fact that you just don't show up to work and you don't let your you know let people know like hey I have a that's sick parent yeah that's very unprofessional like I'm pretty sure if you told Warner Brothers hey like my mother or father I don't know which parent you just said sick parent but if my parent is ill I need to take a couple you know a couple days a couple weeks off I'm pretty sure they would have said okay yeah. that's like what the college people like college students do like why didn't you show up sorry my parents are sick. You email your professor the after so that you don't get the absent. <laughs> that kind of sounds like yeah. on a larger scale. But he's a fuck. He's a, he's a creeper anyway. But they're saying he not only got fired from Bohemian Rhapsody, that he's more than likely not even just like his his relationship with Fox oh, is yeah. like shattered. Oh yeah, his stuff get removed from the lot. Like, yeah, like he, like they cleaned they cleaned out his office and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's a it's stuff going on with him. And then funny enough, like uh, like a report came out that he got accused. He he he's being accused again by somebody else of like wow. sexual assault. I mean, this is like a pattern with him. That, now, that so. it can't. Yeah, it came out like 
a couple days like after he got fired from the movie of course I thought it was like a preemptive thing that's what I thought too yeah but I mean if he, if it's him not showing up to work that's more so it's more than just that it's that it's probably that and he's that dealing with allegations that's yeah. why he's dealing that's what with I thought that. I thought I thought he was not wasn't showing up because I'm like oh shit something about to drop but then they're saying no it's a pattern with mm. other movies mm. so whatever that's trash but yeah I already mentioned David Gore is doing He-Man lame uh, Another like, guy, why give him work? Who cares? Uh, the Riverdale. Uh, remember, I mentioned they're doing a uh, yes, spinoff of Sabrina. Sabrina. Uh, it's going to it's going to Netflix. Uh, so, which is uh, weird. I mean, whatever. So, I'm interested, so I'll still watch it. Uh, I'm Riverdale's weird nowadays. I don't know how like Sabrina's going to be like. I mean, it's still Sabrina. Yeah, it's teenage witch. Riverdale. Archie. I don't know. Maybe because I don't. I never. Archie grew up got with fucking Archie edgy comics. now. I don't know what happened to Archie. Did you just read Archie? I read a little bit, but uh, did you see? I saw the episode of uh, Riverdale last night. Oh yeah, it's a murder mystery with like like super villains or something yeah. now. I, I don't watch it, so That's I don't know. Weird. There's some guy named the Black Mask running around the town killing people. It's, it's like what? It's like a slasher flick now. I mean, they try. They try to make it seem like super dark, which is not anything like the comic. No, I don't. But I mean, people like it. I don't fit in. I tried rocking with it for the first. That's that's why they moved. That's why they got rid of Arrow on Wednesdays and put Riverdale in its place. Trash. It's better. (laughs) But yeah, a couple rapid fire things. Uh, It's confirmed. Stranger Things got a season three, which we already knew was going to happen. Of course. Uh, Hellboy is coming out early 2019. Mm. Okay. So uh, let me see. Does it actually say what month? Uh, January 29th January 11th oh, 2019 uh, House of Cards is definitely coming back Yay! for season 6 and they're just they're just gonna focus on Robin, Robin Rice's character Rice, mm-hmm. but how they didn't kill Kevin Spacey's character I'm just joking just, remember, he, no no I'm just making a joke because you used to be like what? Got, what you can't kill Kevin Spacey he almost got assassinated before they can assassinate him again okay uh, you watch American Gods no I stopped you watch American Gods? Of course I don't. <laughs> well, the showrunners for American Gods have left. Okay. Because uh, they have they were having an issue with Stars because Stars wants to cut the budget and all this other stuff. They want to do things that they didn't agree with. Okay. So they said, like, fuck this show. They basically oh! left. Wow. So now they're looking for new showrunners to replace. Wow. Holy crap. So that's going to be you a... Watch, re- I did. I, I, I watched... I started watching it, but then they started focusing on his wife and I, I, I didn't care anymore. I watched like, I don't episode care, one. I didn't care about... Chronicles of Dead, Dead, Dead White Girl. <laughs> oh, and it's, so too weird for me. Episode one, so I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't care. Puppy's so, wife, huh? Puppy's wife. Yeah, they started focusing on her more so than puppies than Shadow, even though he's the main yeah, character. So I'm like, I don't care anymore. Hmm. So uh, anyway, uh, this is funny. I thought to bring this up. Akira Toriyama basically came out oh, yeah. and talked about the criticism of why. Earth Universe Six's sands are so strong. <laughs> really? It was like the internet backlash was so powerful. He heard me on the podcast the other week, like, fuck Universe Six. So he said having a gentle spirit. wait. Hold up. Let me go back. Oh I heard is this about SLs? Yeah. Oh, this retcon bullshit. This retconny retcon bullshit. <laughs> What about it's, it's something along the Hold lines up. of oh, you're about to read it, but it's like um, okay, yeah, there you go. It what says uh, 
When Toriyama was asked if any Saiyan can go Super Saiyan so long as they train, the main, the main, he said he said no. The special form can only be unlocked with due, di- due diligence, intense training, and having a rather specific genealogy. Toriyama reveals Saiyans are born with something known as S-cells, and the biological blocks can activate the Super Saiyan form if triggered. It, the more S-cells you have, the better off you will be. And Toriyama went on to say, the Saiyans of Universe 6 have a lot of those cells. Uh... Why does my phone keep acting up? Anyway, he says, uh, yeah, (laughs) he says, uh, Sans can increase their S cells. How? He he said, the way you can increase your S cells is by having a gentle spirit is the best way to greatly increase your S cells. So basically because the Sans of universe seven or the Sans of universe six never was taken over by Frieza and they're more gentle in nature they have more S cells than the Sands of Universe 7 so that's why they're that's why more of them are uh, so easily able to go Super Saiyan and are so strong compared to the Sands even though is a total bitch and she's not passive at all uh, not at all but she's still she's still good she still fights for good okay so because of that she has more S cells than say like the Saiyans like wow Goku's father was never able to go Super Saiyan or whatever well he did actually when did Goku's father go Super Saiyan in stupid movies oh yeah (laughs) so you're telling me that Dragon Ball Super is shit pretty much this is is a dumbass it's like a stupid. It's a stupid dumb explanation. Because they're talking about Goten and Go. Because they're saying because they're saying the reason that like Kale is so powerful is because she's like the meekest saying we've ever seen. So so she's so meek. She has the most SLs. And it's like, but then when she goes super saying she's not meek at all. <gasps> like yeah, it's like she's a savage. But then like super saying in general, like they talk about how when they go super saying they become more like uh, what is it not, not evil spirited but like they're more aggressive more aggressive even Krillin talks about how he's not Goku's not pure hearted anymore mm-hmm. when he goes Super Saiyan yeah when he goes blue not even just blue what's it little blue Saiyan. was it Super Saiyan normal Super Saiyan so it's like and but then <laughs> characters like Goten and Trunks they get forgotten about but then according to this they should be the strongest motherfuckers ever <laughs> like what uh, yeah stupid uh it's like such an ass pull explanation. There's SLs. What? But anyway, uh, Chinese actress Lee Liu. Oh no! Yuf, I don't want to hear Yufi, this. She was cast as Mulan. I don't want to hear this. Why is that bad? Yeah, why is that bad? You didn't even hear the story. You just started freaking out. <laughs> oh, you mean the article that I thought I, that I think you were gonna read? Well, I don't know. Well, what she's you think? a shitty actress. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll get that out next. Oh, oh so no. you do know. So yeah, so <laughs> she she was cast. She's yeah. cast as Mulan. But and she's no. <laughs> people in China are upset. are upset because they're saying Disney picked literally the worst yeah. actress in China to play Mulan. She has really? only one expression on her face. I've seen clips. It's and true. This, this is the live action. Yeah. Oh, this is live action. Yeah. Oh. Wait, let me, do you According to Quartz, which is China's version of IMDb, Liu Liu's current rating is a 5.2 out of 10 for all the movies <laughs> in which she holds a starring role. Generally speaking, a 7 rating would be considered good. Her latest movie, Once Upon a Time, received a rating of 4.0, which is the <gasps> bottom 97th percentile of all fantasy romance films rated by Doban users. So Disney chose the Kristen Stewart of Chinese <laughs> yeah, actresses. Pretty much. What? Do you have like a video or a picture of this girl or Hold something? Like, well, here's a picture of her. I don't have a video of her. She, I mean, yeah, I remember seeing this picture. She looks the part. 
you know? Yeah, so I was, yeah, so, so. That's it. She looks apart. That's apparently Jeremy's Mrs. Prediction had on the news because uh. she knew where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking? Why is that bad? I don't get it. Yeah, because I was like, wait. Yeah, does she know? <laughs> I, I knew. I heard. Yeah, Jamie's the worst, when it comes to worst Chinese <laughs> actors. It's Asian news. I have to know. Ah, no, fuck. <laughs> That's crazy. So, I guess, yay. <laughs> I guess. I mean. <laughs> It's gonna be English, right? It's yeah, English. it's gonna be in English. But for Harley, if she's, but she's if, a they, Chinese if they say actress? she's the worst Chinese actress, that doesn't make me excited. But I don't get it. She's a Chinese actress and she's gonna do an American movie? She's gonna do Milan. But so um, she's gonna be speaking broken English, English the entire no, time? No, like, kind of like the, like the cartoon. She's like Queen's Ranchers younger. So I'm gonna assume that like, she, oh, so she doesn't have an accent. Not even, not, an accent's accent. fine. But I mean, like, just, she speaks English fluently. Uh, I, I believe I believe so. She's gonna be in the movie. That's what I'm saying. But I'm, she's just. I, I or maybe it'd be like a kind of like Jackie Chan speaks a fluent English, but you can still tell he he's not American. Yeah, even that's fine. Just as long as it's not like Englishy or something. Come on, is it subtitled? No, no, it's, it's gonna be like the other Disney movies. It's just gonna be with oh. an Asian cast. Okay. How, but anyway, how that, Jamie, you looking it up? I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Bar your um, next set of news. Are you about to get excited, Jordan? Oh no! Get excited, J- get excited, Jamie. No. <laughs> They're doing a live action Daphne and Velma movie. Daphne and Velma. Why? Just Coming them? in 2018. A live action one. A live action Daphne and Velma. Why? No Scooby. No Scooby. Just them. Why? How excited are you? <laughs> not at all. Is this the same actress as the other movies? No, it's not going to be Sarah Michelle Gellar and uh, the other girl. <laughs> no. That might have been okay. Be like, oh, it's the Slayer movies. <laughs> Daphne and Velma, and it's going to be called Daphne and Velma. Daphne and Velma will feature the ti- the two titled characters in uh, as they investigate the weird happenings around their school. Uh, Sarah Jeffrey of The Descendants and Shades of Blue I don't know what those are will star as Daphne and Sarah Gilman I Didn't Do It in Last Man Standing will portray Velma so they're like younger versions of Daphne and Velma this is like prequel to Scooby-Doo but with Daphne and Velma in school yeah have we run out of ideas in Hollywood? How, exci- <laughs> how excited are you? It's fucking awesome. Not at all. There's, there's only what? They're not even the characters I care about the most. Even though I like them, but like Scooby and Shaggy are like the yeah. main two. So exciting! Girl uh, power. Hashtag feminism. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, this podcast is canceled. <laughs> I'm turning it off. Oh my god! What the hell? Well. Other good news, maybe. Quentin Tarantino is doing a rated R Star Trek movie. No, I heard, I know this news. He said that he's interested in doing it. That doesn't mean shit. No, 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 no. What? Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek will be rated R, oh. and it's going to be written by... Wait, what? It's actually going to happen? Y- y- yeah. What? He, he pitched... Basically, he pitched an idea to J.J. Abrams, and J.J. Abrams pitched the idea to Paramount, and they loved his idea so much, they're like, Let's let's do this. Like, oh no, they're gonna call somebody nigga in Star Trek, y'all. <laughs> that was that. Every, every black person I know said, like, how many times can you say nigger in space? Because <laughs> you know Quentin Tarantino. That's Klingon. <laughs> got got nigga. Like, oh god. That's his, that's his thing. Oh my god. Rated R. Rated R. Star Trek. Trek. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, Marvel's coming out with a set of uh, digital shorts. That's supposed to launch in 2018, and it's going to feature Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, uh, Miss America, Squirrel Girl, 
uh, Quake, voiced by Chloe Bennett. Okay. Uh, Spider Gwen, but instead of her being named Spider Gwen, she's going to be called Ghost Spider. Which is weird. I don't understand this. I don't know that either. Some guy named uh, Inferno is going to be voiced by Tyler Posey, uh, Scott from Teen oh. Wolf. Uh, Patriot, not the original Patriot from Young Avengers, Eli Bradley, but the new guy that replaced him <laughs> in the comics, and Captain Marvel. <coughs> as a set of... The, and these are animated shorts? Animated digital shorts. Like 15 minutes? Uh, da, 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 four minutes each. Four minutes? Yep. Uh, and what is this for? The six six four-minute digital shorts. So this is like for an internet release kind of thing, or is this like an actual movie? Yeah, uh, it says uh, multi-platform animated feature. So I don't know where it's going to air, but just, yes, because it just says multi-platform. But I'm like, what is the point? Is this MCU connected at all, or just like... No. Especially if Captain like if Captain Marvel is going to be on it. Oh yeah, okay. Then I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't care. Like it's stupid. I'm vaguely interested, but that's just just random. And I'm like, since I'm never going to get Monica Rambeau in a movie, put Monica in it as opposed to Captain Marvel since she's getting a movie. Yeah, but whatever. Weird. So if you're if you're into those digital shorts, Jamie's dead. <laughs> the news was so boring it killed her. <laughs> Fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm almost done. But if you're into those digital shorts, go check that out. Whatever. Who uh. cares? Uh, Sophie Turner has actually confirmed that Game of Thrones is not coming back until 2018. People, I mean, 2019. No! I'm like, oh, 2018 not that bad. No, 20, 2019. Because, we, you know, we've been speculating and all this, but she actually came out and said, yeah, we're not coming back to 2019. No! Wait, guys, it's fine. We have Marvel. It's not the same. No, it's not, but we'll, we'll distract ourselves. It's fine. Ah. Also, with that, uh, the photo came out of her as Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw that. That was cool. Mm. Yeah, I mean, she looks cool, but I'm still... I like how Mystique looks most of all. You seen the picture of her? Yeah, I saw the picture of Mystique. Hopefully, she stays blue in this movie. You know it's only going to be like three scenes. She's <laughs> fucking blue, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> it's only going to be like three scenes that she's blue. She's going to talk about mutant power, and then she's going to look human. <laughs> <laughs> but even I'm just like part of me is like I'm not a fan of this movie I don't know why like why do they keep F- Dark Phoenix means nothing without doing Phoenix Saga nope. and then even the Phoenix Saga has build up to it like we just met this version of Cyclops and Jean Grey and now all of a sudden you're making like I don't care there's less build up to this than there was to the first Phoenix Saga yeah pretty much <laughs> and then I'm like what slow-mo music is Quitsilver gonna run to <laughs> like oh. Like the main X Men franchises, I don't care. Like, give me Logan, give me Deadpool, give me X Factor. I don't reboot these, reboot this X Men universe. Marvel. Yeah, the most interesting part of this whole X Men universe now was the end of the last of Apocalypse, where they made it look like they were going to be the '90s X Men again, or not again. Oh yeah, it's going to take place. This is going to take place in '92. Yeah. Which is because I'm like the first move. First class started in like '63, so it's like 30 year jump. And yet, yeah, mis- nobody's, nobody's aged. Old. No one's older. <laughs> That's like the problem with keeping yeah, the same supposed, actors. It's supposed, to, it's supposed to take place in the same universe as the Patrick Stewart yeah. X-Men universe. When does he turn into Patrick Stewart? When does he turn to Ian McKellen? Never. Because <laughs> in X-Men 2, in the 80s, <laughs> it was them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like... Hey, I'm, I agree with all that. <laughs> yeah, just reboot. Do you remember at the end of X-Men 2 where it teased the Phoenix and it actually seemed like it was going to be fucking amazing? Yeah. I remember that. And moment. then... X3 came. It was like the, the, the bird was in the water. The epic speech by Gene. 
by evolving like oh phoenix yeah and then last stand came and it was trash yeah. <laughs> anyway this will make ezra miller happy but the running lessons huh <laughs> running lessons well that too but uh, they're remaking pet cemetery 2019 are you serious yep so just like a, a glorified advertisement for it like, pretty, pretty, yeah pretty pretty much and it's gonna be directed by kevin college and dennis wildmar who did scary eyes and the scream tv show i didn't watch i don't know any of those properties i didn't, I didn't watch that but yes but, but yes stephen king i know stephen king is happy i know that much like he's been getting a resurgence like it it too yeah uh the mist on tv no, they're doing Pet Cemetery. Hey man, if it's good, it's good. I was never really a huge Pet Cemetery fan, so I mean, if they make it better, cool. Yeah. Did you uh, watch it? No, I didn't watch the original. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, winding down, uh, they're adapting the. Did you play? You know about the Witcher games? I know of them. Did they're adapt. They're doing. They're adapting that for Netflix. Oh, I heard about that. Is it? It's supposed to be like Game of Thronesy. Pretty much. Yeah. Which means they have to put money into it. Netflix is notoriously cheap. Yeah. He's going to find like a, a cutout cardboard box. <laughs> a cardboard box creature. Pretty much. So, yeah. It, does, it doesn't give a release date, but they're they're doing that. Uh, also, uh, Jordan Peele oh. is rebooting the Twilight Zone for CBS All Access. I heard, I heard of this. That's cool. Yeah. So, that's going to be cool. I mean, that, if, anything, if Get Out is anything to go by. That might make me register... For register for cbs all access because i'm like i'm not paying for just for star trek only one show yeah i'm, I'm with that <laughs> yeah I, yeah maybe <laughs> Yar, har, fiddly. being a pirate is totally free and uh finally mega man 11 is coming out a game yeah wow for playstation 4 xbox one and pc Coming out in 2018. Like a platformer? Like a, a 2D sprite-based platformer? Yeah. Or? Mega Man 11. Oh, cool. It's a throwback. Huh? So it's going to be updated? Yeah. What? Oh! Oh, sexy! Nice! Oh, this is awesome! I want to play! That looks fun. Uh, yeah. They give, they give you like the Mario treatment. Wait, is that Mario? <laughs> is this Mario World? What? what Seems kind of like it. With the bricks. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that looks nice. That's cool. But yeah, so I will be getting that. I'm hyped. Yeah. Mega Have Man. Have you played those, those other Mega Man games though? The sprite ones? I played Mega Man X. The new no, the new not ones. no. Oh, they're like ball crunching hard, dude. They want. I want to kill myself playing those games. Yeah, I played Mega Man X. I think that was the last one I played. Oh man, they're so hard. Oh, and I just remembered another thing that I, uh, that I didn't have in here news. Speaking of gaming news, Devil May Cry Five is coming out, and they're bringing Dante's original look back. I was about to ask that. Yeah. I was like, wait, what, what version? <laughs> as opposed to the, D the DMC version, they're that bringing shitty Americanized yeah. reboot version. Yeah, they're bringing OG Dante back, and it's gonna be uh, Dante and Nero. It's gonna be about those two. So everything people wanted, not that shitty. Remake. Yeah. So so the Devil May Cry Four was about just Nero. Yeah. You're gonna get you're gonna get Dante back again, but Nero is gonna be like a co-lead or whatever. Well, you, well, I mean, Dante was kind of half that game too. Yeah, but he was like the second half. 
Yeah. Oh, so you're saying it's like you can switch out anytime kind of thing? No, I think it's just Dante and like Nero's like a helper or whatever. <laughs> Which Here, I'm fine because I'd rather. Mini me. I wanna, I'm, uh, even, even though I enjoy Devil May Cry 4, I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? Give me Dante. I don't know who you are. I don't care. <laughs> Dante Light. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about you. Even though I love uh, the voice, you know, who was it? Uh, was it the Blue, I'm, uh, was it the Blue Ranger? No, it was Dante Bosco. Nero was? Nero, I think. Man, that's so long ago. I don't remember. It was Dante. I like Nero, though. It was, it was Zuko. You know, like his, his arm, his devil arm? He's still not Dante. <laughs> no, he's not Dante. <laughs> but yeah, but that's, yeah, that's it. That's oh, okay, I love that game. I love Devil May Cry 4. I, like I said, I like Devil May Cry 4, na, na, but I still want Dante. Na, na, na. Come with me. It's something forever. I love all those Devil May Cry songs. Give me, give me Dante. The devil's eye. You are calling. The night is falling. Wow. You, and the lights you, flicker when I said that. I'm like, are you done? <laughs> like beautiful singing voice. You don't like it? I heard Jamie do an audible gasp. She must have found something. Yeah, I did. What'd you find? Um, You guys probably don't know what I'm talking about. Um, There is this anime called Erased. Um... <coughs> <laughs> um, Erased is a one of the very well known um anime. Has a really good review from Chris Tuckerman too. Um, apparently Netflix is gonna have a live action series adaptation. It's gonna be all white. They revealed the first <laughs> they re, uh just revealed the key visual and they're all Japanese. Hmm. All Japanese, and so far it looks pretty legit. Now I'm just trying to figure out when it's coming out because they just released. Okay, season one coming December fifteenth. Wait, of this year? Of oh, this year? So next week? Yeah. Well, so yeah. Star Wars Day. Yeah. It's next week. Yeah. Speaking of Star Wars, next week is Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Any predictions, and Mr. Sadly, prediction Head? <laughs> This will be like our first movie since we started going to the movies together. Yeah, we, we might go separately. we're going separately. Because oh, I, right. I have an audition that yeah. when you guys want to go. So you and I have to watch it early. So I'm going I'm going Thursday night. I want to go Thursday night. We can't. No tickets. He can't get tickets. Oh, I got on a t- his own. I got a t- I got a ticket. For where? We can't Thursday. get tickets. Yeah, there's no tickets. There's no tickets sitting here. There's like one so seater. Let's go Friday morning. Yeah, so I'm going Thursday night. I want to go Thursday too. There are no good seats. No, yeah, because I'm we're like I'm like right in the front, but I was like that's the only day I can see it because mm-hmm. Friday, cause Friday I'm, I'm like I said I have an audition so. Yeah. All this is all the way in the front. And it's sad because I wanted side. us to go dressed up, but I'm like I'm not doing I'm not going dressed up by myself. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm gonna get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this nerd going to Star Wars? I was, go, I was gonna dress up as Mace with the purple lightsaber. Oh yeah. Oh, that would have been so fun. Oh well. Yeah. Well. It, the force does not will itself. No. <laughs> But yeah, I'm hyped. Any Mr. Prediction Head predictions you want to throw out there now before prediction, prediction now forever hold your peace before the last Jedi? Uh Luke's not gonna die. Leia's not gonna die. That's a prediction. Yep. That's a weak sauce, too. That's the weakest sauce. What about you, Jordan? There's gonna be lightsabers. Gonna, I predict that. I predict I'm gonna love it. <laughs> Better than Justice League. That is the, the most common. What about you, prediction. Jordan? I know you've watched all the Star I've Wars so theories. Star on Wars theories by accident. I fallen down the the use. I have. It's like that the recommended list of YouTube videos is never goes ends. On, on, it just on, keeps on. showing more theories and shit. Because I've only watched the one trailer, so I've stayed away from everything same here 
So I'm like, I don't really know what this movie's about. And they reveal Ray's parentage. I say it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's my first prediction. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a lot of, I could go into all the details as to why I think that. But I'll save yeah. it for next week in case I'm right or wrong. Even if I'm wrong, I'll talk, I'll talk about it. <laughs> um, any other She's related to Palpatine. Do you think Kylo Ren's going to no. be good? <laughs> That's out now. Do you think Kylo Ren's going to be good or he's going to be evil? Hmm. Yeah, I right. want to say he's gonna be both. Like he's gonna be great, chaotic, now. neutral. What is that like? No, I think Luke is gonna be great Luke's for sure. Be, yeah, he has to be. But he's gonna be a great Jedi. I think Kylo Ren is gonna do something bad, but not irredeemably bad, and it's gonna either end in a cliffhanger of him possibly becoming good, or it's gonna at least give you like like Laurel in Black Siren that she he might become good in the third movie. Hmm. But I don't think he's gonna be like I don't think he's gonna kill Leia. I'm gonna say that too. Hans, do you think? That's what I said. Leia's chance, not gonna die. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance of romance between Ray and Kylo Ren? Well, they might be related. I, I'm gonna predict that too. Put my dick on this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're not related, and there will be a romance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting out. I'm getting. I'm putting it out. I'll be Wait, making prediction. Hands I, don't Wait, hold on, hold on. I don't think it's gonna be a romance. Wait, you say you put your dick on it, so does that mean if you're wrong, you gotta cut it off? Oh no, it stakes are too high. <laughs> all right. I'm all I lost. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a romance with them. You don't think so? We'll see. Because if there isn't, Jordan's going to be one. I don't think they're, they're going to be related. I think it's it's too obvious if they're related. I think they're going to. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they're going to be related, but there's not going to be a romance. <laughs> so you do think they're not going to be related, but there's not going to be a romance? No, there's not going to be a romance with them too. But nothing's keeping them apart if they're not related. What there was already I don't know I kind of lean into like that you know he he opened her mind or she opened her mind to him and they had like an intimate moment without realizing it and that's gonna come into play later. So their minds are connected now. Yes. Oddly. Yeah. That sounds too intimate and yes. too invasive. Yes. Why are you giving me the look? I don't know. This is your shit. Like I thought you'd be like yeah. No. no. I don't feel I don't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> Help. Help. What was the line where he has her tied up? It's like Fifty Shades of Ray. You will <laughs> eventually soon. You will tell, or like something. You'll float too. <laughs> You'll float too. You'll float. Have you had a girlfriend? I've always been solo. Get it? Been solo. And that's been Blur Vision <laughs> for the week. And good night. <laughs> Peace. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>